And welcome to a very delayed Poker Fraud Alert Radio, the Druff and Drexel Show. Just like last week, my partner Brandon Drexel Gerson is not here, but will join us later. Uh, his birthday was yesterday, and he was traveling for his birthday. Uh, came back a lot later than expected due to a canceled flight, and uh, then had to push a lot of other things on his schedule back. He's doing everything he can today to get here to this radio show, and he will be here. He just probably won't be here for, uh, I'd say, about half an hour to an hour. But, but, it won't just be me this week, because we have a special guest host. Remember I said before we're going to try out various third hosts for the show. We used to have three hosts here. It was uh, me, Drexel, and Vowels, who unfortunately had to leave. So we've been trying... Occasionally a few third hosts, and I, I thought the ones we've had so far have done a good job. And uh, this week we have a new one. I'm going to put him on the line right now. A name that many of you will recognize, especially people who uh, follow internet forums and who enjoy song parodies. That, that's a Skype ring, by the way. Now, here we are. Hello. Hello, this is Seriously Serious, and uh, he's the... Producer, author, whatever, of a lot of really funny song parodies about poker, mainly. And uh, he has been increasingly active on Poker Fraud Alert, which I was very happy to see. And he volunteered to be a guest host tonight, so I said, why not? And not only that, not only is he a guest host tonight, but he actually arranged a very special guest who has nothing to do with poker, but I think is... uh, a very interesting guest, and I think might even be of interest to people who are not on this site and have nothing to do with poker. So, uh, hello, Seriously Serious. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's been a really long time since I've done this sort of thing. So yeah, I'm glad to have you here. That's fun. And, you know, you're, you're welcome to stay for the entire show. You are the uh, third host tonight, and, you know, when Brandon joins in, we'll have three hosts, just like uh, the old days of this show. Um, I, I know some of you may be disappointed we don't have vowels here. I saw Mike Ficon just said in the chat... Val's voice made my dick hard. So I don't think that your voice is going to make his dick hard. I don't think any of our voices are going to make anybody's dick hard. Or no. Maybe a few of our users, like One Step. But uh, um, Actually, One Step, he might like you. One Step, I asked him before. And this is a regular user and listener, One Step Ahead, who calls in the show sometimes. Um, he, he says he's bisexual. And I've asked him before if he's attracted to me. And his answer was no. He's not attracted to me because... I'm too old. So anyway, that's, that's better than being too ugly. At least I'm just too old. Maybe I'm too ugly, too. But that's the, the, He's more into the twinks, Todd. Yeah, that's, that's and, the point. He's more into the twinks. So I think you may qualify more. Yeah, you were like, you know, what, 25 years old? Uh, actually, I'm turning 27 on Friday. Oh, okay, okay. Right. But you, you have like a young look to you still. I've, seen, I've never met you, but I've seen pictures of you. you I'm you told have, that I look uh, rather twinkish. Yeah, yes. I, that's what I would say. You know, I'm not gay. But uh, I, I would say that uh, if I was a gay guy who was into twinks, I, I think you would still qualify well, I would not. So uh, I, I have audio evidence, Todd, that suggests that you are, in fact, a homosexual. Oh no! <laughs> I can't believe what he has prepared for this show. I have no. Okay, let, let's hear the audio evidence. Go ahead. Well, I don't have it. On oh, you, oh, okay. I thought you had it ready for this. Okay, I thought I thought somehow you were going to foresee I was going to talk about being gay, and then we're going to just like snap play audio evidence about me saying I'm gay. But you're you're welcome to post it on the forum if you think you you can. you posted it on the forum, I believe, I several months ago. I don't remember that, but no. okay. All right. Uh, From an old show. Anyway, tonight I, we're going to have to get into something very quickly because we told someone we're going to call them, and I'll explain why we have to call them right now. But um, before we do, um, 
This week, as we do all weeks, we have a free roll. But this week we have a $100 free roll, not just $50, $100. In fact, 45 will be first place. So you definitely want to play this week if you don't usually play our free roll. You have to have been registered by May 21st. If you weren't, if you don't have a registered account here on PokerFraudAlert.com as of May 21st, please either PM me and tell me how long you've been listening to the show or if you've been listening to me on other sites in the past and convince me you're not just here for the free roll and I'll tell you that you qualify if I believe you. But you have to do it before you play and if you want to play you have to do it within 7 minutes when the free roll starts. It's on the No Fraud Online Poker Room which you can find at the very top of our page on PokerFraudAlert.com. Sign up for a free account and you don't need any chips. Totally a free roll. Tonight it's PLO, Pot Limit Omaha, not No Limit Hold'em. 4,000 chips starting tonight. Again, total free roll. And uh, first through fifth place, pay real cash money. This is money I will send to you on PayPal or some other way if you can't receive PayPal. So this is not some sort of thing where I give you money on some shady poker site where it's hard to withdraw. This is this is real money you just get like right there on PayPal. You can't do better than that. So um, uh, I want to thank two people for the money tonight. Uh, we have Belly Buster, who actually runs the No Fraud Online Poker Room, and I, I thank him both for that and for the $50 he sent for tonight's free roll. And then someone added to it today. And I asked the guy, are you sure you want to add to today and not just have the 50 bucks for next week? He said, yes, I want it to be an extra $50 for today. And I said, all right. So uh, this guy told me he doesn't want to say who he is, but he's doing it because he benefited from C-Money's wormhole. That is, uh, C-Money Sports Picks that uh, won people a lot of money here as they just kept winning and winning, uh, known as the Wormhole. So uh, he won a lot of money from the Wormhole. He wants to give $50 back to the community, and that's going to be tonight. So we have $100 free roll, 45 for first, all the way down to 5 for fifth place. And just PM me on the site if you finish in the top five. So good luck to all the players of the free roll. And uh, so what do we have tonight? What is our... Special guest tonight, and hopefully we'll reach them. Uh, so it's you- a user by the name of Jada Clash on YouTube who recently uh, had a video of herself filming a school project called Spartan High School Style, yeah, which yeah. was not very well received. <laughs> yeah, I, I made my best attempt to fix it and yeah. kind of clean it up. I'm actually going to play both videos before we call this girl. Um, so this, uh, all of you have heard of Gangnam Style. I won't bother to explain that. But uh, Gangnam Style, which has almost a billion views, not a million, almost a billion views on YouTube, uh, there's been a lot of parodies of it. And one of them was a really, really, really bad parody from a girl in high school. I guess a few girls, but the main one who did it there, uh, it was kind of like a school spirit thing, an attempt at school spirit. But uh, it's been voted by many people as the worst video on the Internet ever. And uh, it was noticed by some people on our site. Uh, seriously Serious, and somebody else separately noticed it and posted about it. Uh, the Spartan High School style. It's a, a video produced by a, a student, or I guess a few students from a school called Garden Spot High School in Pennsylvania. And uh, Seriously Serious actually did a good job cleaning it up and like making a parody of the parody, so much that students at that school, who felt kind of humiliated by the original Spartan High School style video, actually contacted him and said, hey, this is great. This is a great video. Thank you. But uh, one of the people contacting him was the girl who made the original video. And while there's been a lot of fascination with this video, it has, uh, I think, 1.5 million hits already on YouTube. 
And uh, it's been written about in the Huffington Post and other major websites around the Internet. Uh, nobody has interviewed, to my knowledge, this girl because, I guess because of her age, they kept her anonymous. But she came forward herself to Serious the Serious. Now, do you know, has she been interviewed anywhere else yet? Not to my knowledge. And I have read some newspaper reports about this video. And you're right, they usually, they've been concealing her name due to her age. And I don't think she's spoken to any of these newspapers or uh, television news stations or anything like that. But she's willing to come forward tonight. Yeah, so that, I couldn't believe it. You know, he said that he got contacted by the girl who made the video. And I said, well, see if you can get her on the radio show. And I thought she'd probably say no, but she actually said yes. So we're going to have the girl on here. This is, I guess, her uh, radio premiere. And I, this has nothing to do with poker, but just uh, I'm going to play the Spartan High School style video. And then I will play the fixed version that Seriously Serious made. And then we're going to call the girl who's on the East Coast, of course, being on uh, in Pennsylvania. So it's already getting late there. It's 1037 right now there. We said we'd call her before 11 Eastern time, which is just in 23 minutes. So uh, It is a school night. Yeah, it's a school night, too. And uh, I, I don't know how old the girl is. She looked about 16 there. So uh, we will keep it clean. I'm not going to ask her any... Uh, Sexual questions or anything inappropriate to ask a 16-year-old. I will be mindful that I'm a 40-year-old talking to a 16-year-old here. But, I'll try to watch my language. <laughs> yeah, you too. Even 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 if you look like a twink, you still got to remember you're almost 27. And uh, uh, but then we will call her, and uh, we're gonna ask what the hell was she thinking with this video? And um, I, I'm not gonna be too harsh on her. I don't want to make her feel bad, but uh, we ask her, you know, how people around school have reacted, uh, what it's like being kind of like a, a new internet sensation, and uh, if she thought the video was actually good before putting it up. So here's her version. And you have to see it to get the full effect. But I'm going to, you can at least hear it on the radio here. Still get an idea from it. Spartan High School Style. High School Style. Yeah, that's where you want to be. Here we have something called the Spartan Web based on courtesy. If you try your best and do your best, you will succeed. Clubs, beat them, chess band, and sports. A football team can beat Pepway or Hempfield any day. Cheers for Ken. I'll style you in any way. If you do what's right, people will never question what you do. We'll bring the wood. The Spartan Way. You know, I, I got to stop it here. She said, "We'll bring the wood." What does that even mean? I'm going to ask her that too. What does "We'll bring the wood" mean? Uh, you know, I think it means we're going to come at you hard, and our football team is going <laughs> to kick your ass. <laughs> we'll bring the wood. I'm not going to actually play this whole thing. I'm going to play your thing, but this uh, this is four minutes long. I don't want to torture people too long. But the, it's kind of tough. Yeah. yeah, you get the idea. If you want to find it, uh, just go to YouTube. Type in Spartan High School style. You can watch the whole thing. I'm not going to make our listeners sit through this for four minutes, especially since we're going to play. Uh, your fixed version. So here it is, and uh, this is seriously serious. You can also find his on YouTube by typing in, uh, I guess, Spartan High School Style Fixed, or even just Spartan High School Style and scroll down. He's like the fifth one listed. Sure. And uh, he actually uh, is kind of commenting on everything that's in the video that he sees. And, and it's done very well, in my opinion. Thank you. Hey, uh -oh. so this video... Is How did I get that? I, I got Chief Nose Job. How did that happen? 
I I don't know. Maybe it's an ad. I think it had, no, it doesn't have ads on it. No, no, it wasn't. I just somehow I got a cheap nose job. I think he's trying to tell me something. Spartan High School Style. High School Style. My chair fell down the stairs because I'm indoors with these glasses. I'm making music videos and skipping all my classes. The principal can't stop us because he's scared of our new dances. We're sensei, but I'll take my chances. Seriously Serious' fixed version of it, which has uh, 212 likes and only 8 dislikes, which is a pretty good record on YouTube. And uh, I, I thought it was very well done, especially if you've seen the original Spartan High School style. And uh, so you got contacted by a lot of the students there that were appreciative of what you did, right? Yeah, I guess somebody at the school started spreading it around, because a lot of the people that have commented on the video are from, um, what is it, Garden? Uh, Garden Spot High School. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of comments from the original uploader, um, not the not the star of the video, but one of her classmates. Uh, I think I believe uploaded the video without <laughs> without anyone's permission. Yeah, so, uh, it's he enjoyed it. Quite- yeah, the the re-uploader they call themselves a re-uploader. So I don't know if it was uploaded to YouTube and then deleted when people started to notice it or or what. But uh- I believe what happened was she briefly uploaded the video and she wasn't supposed to, and it was quickly taken down. But her classmate. 
I believe, anticipated that, and he saved it. And then he later re-uploaded it with what I believe to be malicious intent, yeah. um, just for the sake of poking fun at her and making sure as many people as possible could see it. And obviously he succeeded. Yeah, he, he put something like, uh, um, I didn't make this video, but I hate my school, so here it is. So, something like that. Right. But, uh, but anyway, this was an attempt at school spirit. If you listen to the lyrics of the original videos, it's, it's uh, saying a bunch of positive things about the school and the football team and the administrators. And if you could kind of ignore the goofy video and, and the, uh, the, the poor version of rap of rapping that she does there, uh, you can hear that's what the attempt is. I, I almost feel bad for this girl because she, she was trying to make like a – um, a good-natured video trying to make people be proud of their school, and instead it probably got the school made fun of by everyone in the area. But anyway, I'm going to give her a call here, and uh, again, I'll try to be gentle here. I know this is a 16-year-old I'm talking to, and uh, I, I don't want another uh, radio-related suicide that uh, um, apparently from a prank call by an Australian radio station uh, involving the the Queen of England, uh, nurse. Yeah, let's not let's not have the Colonel call her. Or yeah, I, I don't like want to have the Colonel call up here and then uh, find out a 16 year old girl killed herself because of me. That wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be a good thing to add to my resume. So I, I hope she answers the phone. The funny thing is, I don't even know her name. Either. I can just feel this out during the phone call. Uh oh. Hello. Uh, hello, uh, am I speaking to the girl who is responsible for the epic video Spartan High School Style? Yes, yes you are. Uh, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm very glad that you answered the phone. I got a little bit nervous uh, after three rings. Uh, my name is Todd dandruff Wittellis. I'm uh, one of the hosts of Poker Fraud Alert Radio. We're normally a uh, a poker site. We, we deal with uh, like you know, poker-related stuff on the radio, but we also do just kind of like general interest general comedy bits on here and uh, uh obviously your video has gotten a lot of attention and uh, since my guest co-host tonight uh had a hand in something having to do with your video i thought it would be very appropriate to have you on this show um i'd like to also introduce my co-host the one who's been communicating with you uh, seriously serious uh, say hello hello so. jada clash is it yeah yeah, so uh, would you like us to call you Jada? I don't know if you want your real name out there on internet radio or yeah, anything. Yeah, Jada would be good. Okay, Jada will be good. So we're, we'll call you Jada, and uh, yeah, my name's Todd, and uh, uh, seriously, serious, do you want to go by that name or, or by your real name? I think Thomas is okay, easier. Okay, so his name's Thomas. Yeah, everybody knows that anyway. So um, is this your first time being interviewed about this video? Um. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, this is the, uh, the world premiere of, of the... Interview for the person who is responsible for that video. So I, I think you have like uh, what, like one, yeah, one point four million views already, and this was just uploaded uh, November twenty first, and I, I think it's going to get a lot yeah. more. Yeah. So, uh, how old are you? Um, sixteen. Sixteen. That was my guess. Okay. So you're uh, you're a junior. Yep. Okay, you're a junior in high school, and uh, so you made this video, which was a Gangnam Style parody. And uh, what was the purpose of making this in the first place? Uh, well, when I first moved to Garden Spot, like, the teachers were really kind to me. And, like, in comparison to my old school where my teacher, there was a teacher that bullied me and it was a really big deal. So when I came here, they really, they showed that they cared. And I really wanted to show that to them in some way. So I made the video okay. <laughs> talking about how, like, the school is really nice, and, yeah, so I 
just wanted to show them how much it cared. Yeah, it was a very positive video. Like, I listened to all the lyrics carefully. You know, a lot of people got caught up in watching the, the wackiness of all the images in the video. And uh, they, they, yeah. uh, I, I actually listened carefully to the lyrics, and uh, and I said, you know what, this girl is is being very positive about her school and about the teachers and the administrators and even the lunch lady. Who I, I have to admit, the the lunch lady <laughs> looks looks very happy in this in this video. I when I was in school, which was a long time ago, I'm uh, 40 years old, but uh, when I was in school, the, the lunch lady was was never happy. She never smiled the entire four years I was in <laughs> high school. So uh, at least you have a happy <laughs> lunch lady out there. But yeah. Um, what what I also noticed about the video is it seemed like a lot of different people cooperated in it. This wasn't something you just did at, at home in your basement. You you know I noticed a lot of students did this, a lot of uh, teachers, the, the principal, the lunch lady. You got a lot of people involved in doing this. So did did you go to all of them individually and say, "Hey, I'm just making a, a school spirit video"? Is that how it happened? Yeah, pretty much. Um, me and two of my friends we decided that we wanted to do this. After I wrote the lyrics up, um, we went around asking other um, students and faculty if they wanted to help me, and then we went back and edited it in our, in our newsroom. Okay. So, so are you part of, like, the, the student uh, media or journalism or whatever? Yep. Okay. So uh, so you went and did this, and how, so how long have you been going to, to Garden Spot High School? Uh. Eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. Okay, four years, yeah. Oh, so it starts in eighth grade over year. there. No, I just I I moved I moved to the school. No. Well, that's a little. The high school starts in. That's what I'm asking. Like, like, how long have you been in this high school? Oh, since freshman year, yeah. Okay. So. So you've been there the whole time that, yeah. since uh, since you. Uh, Entered high school. All right. So, uh, so you did this, yeah. and and when did you do this? Like in Nove- sometime in like mid November. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and how it long took, would you? Yeah, it took me a while. How long would you say it took to uh, the whole process for from all the uh, the recording of people to you know the concept and then the writing the lyrics and then the editing? How long would the whole thing t- did the whole thing take to produce? It took me about a month. Wow. So you started in like mid October and finished in like mid November. Yeah, it's like when I started writing up the stuff, and yeah. Okay, so so you went and did this, and then I, I get now. Here's where I'm unclear, and this is where I, I need your help. I, I was asking my co-host about this, and he, he thought he knew, but he wasn't sure. Um, somehow it got onto YouTube, and um, so did you upload it? The person who has it up right now, this uh, Sim Four Tick person, they said re-upload. So the person who uploaded it now that that has the 1.4 million views, that's not you. Uh, so did you upload it to YouTube yourself and, and then took it down? Like, what happened here to where this other guy re-uploaded it? I had uploaded it. I thought I had saved it to private so I could share it with my mother. So, like, she could tell me what I was needed to fix because it was actually not finished at the time. But um, apparently the private settings did not save or I did something wrong. And uh, I took it down because of all the negative comments that were posted after I had uploaded it and I realized that it was not on private so and then he re-uploaded it so this guy just grabbed it and uh, so you you took it down and this guy had already grabbed it and, and put it back up there do you, do you know this person is it someone who goes to your school yeah okay is it is it someone who, who doesn't like you or is it uh, do you really like how well do you know him I knew him in ninth grade like I know him but like I never did anything against him I just think he was just someone he's he's sorry now we we just talked it out today actually and it seems like he i don't know what was going through his head at the time but now i think we're all, we're all cool right now i guess 
Okay, so so now here's here's what I really wanted to know. I've always wondered what happens to these, you know, like like Rebecca Black, who I'm sure got you know much more attention than you have so far. Maybe she had like you know 300 million views, but like people like that who go from just regular mm-hmm. students to uh, people saying, "Oh, I, I know this person from this video on YouTube," and like like people all over the world. You have millions of people who've uh, who've seen what you've done. Um, how has this affected your life? It, it, you know, how has it changed how people treat you at school? Um, has it been positive? Has it been negative? I mean, forget about all the stupid comments on the internet, but uh, you know, the way it actually affects you in real life. How has it been the last uh, few weeks since this was uh, re-uploaded? Pretty positive. Um, like all my teeth idle or anything, because there's been problems with that. They wanted, they checked on me every day, making sure that I was all right. Actually, they they helped me out, making sure. They all they all think it was great, and there's actually when I go to the supermarket, people are looking at me like, "Is that who I think it is?" I thought it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah. Okay. So so people actually uh, they uh, <laughs> people at the supermarket come up to you and say, "Hey, you're the uh, the Spartan High School girl." There's a few people that have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so so you actually think that, this? Uh, go, go, I'm sorry. Go on, uh, Thomas. I was just going to say, you said earlier that the video, when it got uploaded, was unfinished. Did you ever finish it? Do you have a final version of Spartan High School style? I don't think I'm going to finish it because of the attention it has gotten the way it is. But um, I'm probably going to put um, works at the bottom and put it, give it to my family. And because my grandmother, she, she couldn't, my great-grandmother couldn't hear it, so she wants the lyric video to see. She wants to see that. So I think... That's all that I'm ever going to do to it is just put lyrics at the bottom, like, so she can read it. <laughs> so, so you you don't want to mess with perfection here. You want to just, uh, <laughs> you want yeah, to keep, uh, keep, keep Spartan <laughs> High School style the way it is. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I guess now that it's gotten uh, such popularity, uh, if you change it at this point, it'll be anticlimactic. And besides, we already have somebody that that changed the video on on the phone right here. And uh, so, yep. so what did you think when you saw that this had been redone by by Thomas here? Uh, what did you think when you watched the uh, the parody of your parody? I thought it was great. I I literally I was laughing because I thought it was like the best thing I had seen so far. Uh, like all like I don't have internet at home or like my only access to internet is at school. So all my my peers are telling me you have to look this up. It's so cool. And I only got to watch like some of it at first, but then. I I just kept watching it over and over again. I just thought it was an amazing piece. I just loved it. I it was great. So so we, now you, so you would say that uh, overall from this video, it's actually uh, increased your popularity at school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you never know. Like uh, uh, anything that gets you noticed, I think in high school, in most cases, actually can increase your popularity, even if. Uh, you know, he's like people would look at the video here that was uploaded, and it's uh, the 3,500 likes, 25,000 dislikes, and you go, "Oh my God, you know, I feel so bad for this for this young girl." But uh, I'm glad that the people in in your own community, the ones you actually see in person every day at school, and the teachers and all that, you know, they they, they liked it and they actually uh, find the humor in the whole thing, and uh, and that people actually like you better. So you're saying you you don't regret anything with with making this video. You're you're happy you did. Yeah, pretty much. I'm very happy that I did, and I'm very glad that the teachers are supportive and they've 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 started to embrace it, and they're making they've made they're making T-shirts and they're selling them now actually. <laughs> oh, really? And what about that? What about like that PE teacher, the guy who says Spartan High School style? Who who is that guy? Is that like the the is he a coach That's or my PE gym te- teacher? 
yeah, he he's the football coach as well. He he's he was he he really likes being a star too. <laughs> oh, he likes it too. I was see, I wasn't sure how he would feel about it too. I wasn't sure if that guy had much of a sense of humor, but uh, I'm glad he did. And uh, um, and, and the football team, they're all happy. The you know, they were featured in it, and uh, yeah, <laughs> and the cheerleaders, and okay, well, they're quietly happy. Yeah. Oh, so. the cheerleaders are very out. Oh, they're very openly happy. They love it. Oh, they love it too. Okay, wow, well, great. They, How I'm, about the guy that did the the, 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 uh, the dancing sequence? What teacher was? What's his role at the high school? Uh, he's a history teacher, and he is he loves it. He goes around, and if people ask him to dance, he does the dance. Wow. He stops class, moves desks around. He's like, okay, you have, he, like he puts on the. There's a video that somebody did like a loop of him, and he plays it in the background of him dancing in the. <laughs> Funny, he he's he's really glad that he's a star. He's like his wife. They they both say they love it. I think it's so funny that they they're they. I'm glad that they like it. Wow, yeah, it's really it's really cool that it all turned out this way because sometimes it goes the other way. Like I hear that Rebecca Black she had to leave her school or something because she got so much grief in the hallways. People would pass her by and say, "Hey, Rebecca, what day is it?" Or like I don't know if you remember the really? Star Wars kid who got the. Uh, you know, who got really cyber bullied a lot. He had to get homeschooled. Well, yeah, I, so, I'd understand the Star Wars kid getting bullied, but I, I would think Rebecca Blackbeard was so huge, everyone would see her like a celebrity. And even if they didn't like that Friday song or thought it was stupid, I would think that people would just want to be friends with Rebecca Black because of who she is. They can walk around bragging, "Hey, you know that uh, Friday girl? She's my friend." Like, yeah, I, that, that's what I would have done. You know, back in junior high school or whatever she was back then. You know, if I was that age, but you know. I, Maybe she suffered from it, but I'm glad that this was uh, this was not that sort of case. And uh, um, and who was that kid? The one who was kind of like jumping up and down. The big kid. Uh, who who was he? Was it was he just anyone special or just a, a guy you picked? No, he was just he was just another kid who just wanted to help out. And it and he he at first was being bullied, and I and we we stopped that luckily because of his size, and it's quite sad, but. He really enjoyed. He enjoys it now, of course. But yeah, yeah. Well, and he was just another student who really liked to help. Well, that's good. And uh, now, now, just one more question before I let you go. I don't want to make you stay up too late here. It's eleven o'clock there in Pennsylvania, and I know you got school tomorrow. <laughs> um, I, I watched the video more carefully, and it seems like uh, all of this was recorded in one place. Or I shouldn't say all of it, but it looked like all the scenes, like outside or whatever, even in the hallway when you're sitting on that chair, they all look like they were edited. Like you re- recorded them somewhere else and, and edited them in. Is that true? Um, most of them were. Like it was raining out a few days, and we already had green screen footage. And I was excited about it because I just learned how to use the green screen because we just got that. It was brand new stuff. And I was so if it was raining out, okay, I'll just, I already got film film of the school, so I'll just do that. And it's if when it's new, I'd like to use it. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I was just wondering because you know here, here you guys like right outside the school. I'm thinking, how hard is it to just like stand right outside the school and, and, and do the video there? But I, I, I guess I was neglecting the fact that the weather could have been there, bad in, in Pennsylvania. I, I went to high school in California, so the weather's usually good, even in December. It rained a few days, and there was a lady that one day we were out there. She was giving us a hard time. I don't know who she was, but she just seemed to be like, you should be in class. And we tried to explain to her that we were in class, and she just she gave us a hard time. But well, you, should, you should put her in just... the video, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could have made, her, you made her famous <laughs> as well. You could you could have like uh, gotten the audio of her scolding you, and then uh, just like remixed that into the video or had, to, had Thomas help you do it. So, Thomas, do you have any other uh, questions <laughs> for this young lady here? 
earlier. Um, I was just curious if, if video editing and recording like this is something you're passionate about, something you want to do um, more in the future, or if you have any more plans for more projects like this. Well, I'm going to go to, like, the Arts Institute of Lancaster, and after I go to um, Go Tech, the CTC, like, I'm going to learn more about, like, all the different things I can do because I really like enjoying. I enjoy doing what I'm doing right oh. now. Oh. And it I really love my arts, and, like, I just I, – I really want to learn every – and I want to look at all my different options, and I want to see – what I what I'm good at and stuff, you know. Okay, well, very good. I uh, I wish you luck with that, and maybe we'll have a, a Spartan High School style sequel from you as you uh, get more into the <laughs> the whole video editing process, and uh, yeah, maybe maybe we'll have a sequel that even tops the original. So uh, thank you for coming on our show. I appreciate it, and uh, I, I think anybody who's uh, watched this video now can put a, a voice and a personality to the uh, the girl you see dancing there. And yeah, but just to clarify, uh, which girl you are? Are you the one who's in, like the black skirt and the boots? Yep. Okay, that was my guess. All right, well, very good. Uh, thanks for coming on the show. and uh, Thank you for having me. We, we wish you luck for your future. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling me again. No problem. <laughs> good night. Thank you so much. Bye. So, you know, I have people in the chat room who are wanting me to, like, ask uh, difficult questions. They said I'm softballing questions. Like, wait, what the hell? The girl's 16. Of course I got to softball questions. <laughs> what, are we supposed to put her in the hot seat and grill her? I, I, th I think they weren't going to be satisfied until we had like a 16-year-old suicide on our hands. What are what are the tough, pressing questions that we need to ask this high school girl about her YouTube video? Well, not only that, I, I knew I couldn't win because like, like I knew if I asked any questions that could even be like slightly considered creepy. Like if I asked, do you have a boyfriend? What does he think? Like if I even mentioned anything about like a boyfriend or dating or sex, or I, I, I knew people like would freak out going, oh my God, Druff is being so creepy. Oh my God, he's talking to a 16-year-old. So like I made sure. I made sure to be just completely uh, a complete gentleman on the call. Of course. We just wanted to know her story and, you know, the background behind the video. Yeah. And uh, uh, I, I thought it was interesting. To, I know some people won't care about this sort of thing, but I, I thought it was interesting to have someone on here who uh, had a, a kind of like Rebecca Black-like experience. Not quite as big. She has 1.5 million views versus you know, 300 million. But uh, uh, someone who just out of nowhere becomes kind of like a, an Internet sensation and uh, not even voluntarily. And and how she handled it, and, and it, it, you know, I'll tell you the truth, I am happy for her that this has not uh, ruined her life and make things miserable for her. So especially yeah, since she, since she like worked. I said, it, it could have very easily gone the other way. I'm actually pretty relieved too that uh, she's not mad at me or anyone else at the school because I felt, to be honest, I did feel a little bit bad after putting my video because yeah, it is kind of poking fun at high school students. Yeah, but they seem to be taking something positive away from it. So. There's, there's no reason that you should feel bad because the whole school seemed to like it. So there was, uh, and it was, it wasn't very uh, like a mean video you did. It was just kind of like joking about uh, you know why they're wearing sweaters outside and stuff like that. I thought I, I thought it was a, a tastefully done video. So, um, you know, some people liked the segment, some hated it, but, uh, you know, can't please everybody, and this is uh, something I found fascinating and uh, wanted to have tonight. So um, I want to wish happy birthday to Brandon. Brandon. What I, I is the deal with Brandon? Where is he at? Well, it's because of his birthday. Brandon took a trip to Lake Tahoe. That uh, encompasses birthday. In fact, it, the trip ended on his birthday, and the trip actually went very well. I'll take this phone call. What the hell? Throw on a phone call before I talk about Brandon's birthday. Uh, caller, you're on the air. Uh, yes, hello. Come on out, Jefavishan, eh? Ah, jeez. All right. Yeah, go ahead. I've been trying to chunk off the bloody $25, and it's been like uh, carrying coals to Newcastle. You're trying to chunk off Rolex. the... Wait, where are you trying to chunk off the $25? 
Uh, hey, what's up, Druff? Who is this? How's it going, man? It's, it's going all right. Who, who's this? It's Backdoor B. Oh, Backdoor B. Oh, I didn't know that. It's, uh, yeah, how, on, how, how am I supposed to recognize your voice? Well, I mean, I, I, I was yelling at you in the chat. I was talking, I was talking response, to a 16-year-old. So, I can't, you know. I, I don't know if you were expecting my call or not. No, I wasn't. But uh, no, I know you're trying oh, to give twenty-five dollars. Okay. I saw something about you trying to give twenty-five dollars for the free roll. Um, I, I, yeah, for this week. Is that possible? No, because I, I had so much going on. Uh, this, you know, trying to get the whole radio working tonight with this other computer, and uh, you know, trying to get this girl on before her bedtime and all that. Uh, you know, I. I didn't have time to reassign that twenty-five into the prize pool, and, and to be honest, when it's, no, it's I understand when it's a hundred dollars already, uh, I, I didn't want to make it one twenty-five, and then next week beg people to donate, uh, you know, five bucks each or something to get the thing going again. Like we, I, I'm going to be donating twelve myself next week because I lost a bet to Brandon last week, and I was supposed to okay. donate the twelve this week, but I, I didn't want to because I okay. want to save it for a week. We need it more. So I'm going to donate 12 next week. Beyond that, we have no money for next week. So do you mind if we hold it over for next week, this 25? Well, well, here's my thing. What uh, what day is radio going to be next week? Is it going to be Tuesday or Wednesday? It, it will be Tuesday. Okay. Well, see, I want to donate on a Wednesday, uh, specifically for the reason to, uh, uh, I guess you could call it spite, a, uh, another <laughs> radio show that uh, will go unnamed uh, that runs on a Wednesday. Yeah, well, I really would like to donate. Uh, how about this? How about what if I were to up it to fifty, and if I send it to you now, and then whenever you can either donate, I guess for today's show, and then, or, or I could send it directly from PayPal to the winner for tonight's show, or you could keep it in reserve for the next time the radio goes on Wednesday. Well, it probably won't be long until it goes on Wednesday because. Uh, Brandon and I, we were just discussing this, in fact, when we saw each other, that uh, it seems like one of us always can't make it on Tuesday now, that just something comes up. Not necessarily about Tuesday itself, but just that uh, um, it's just been happening a lot where one of us has some kind of issue where we can't make it, and then we default it to Wednesday when that happens. So we've actually had more Wednesday shows than okay. Tuesday. But if you would like to hold off this, this donation into, uh, or, or just send okay. it to me now and, and, and hold it off until it actually runs on Wednesday, which I imagine won't be too long from now, even though... Next week is still scheduled to be Tuesday. Uh, I can do that and only give the 50 when it goes on Wednesday. Okay, all right. Well, how about we do that? Uh, if um, you want to PM me your PayPal details, I'll send you uh, send you 50 over, and then uh, you can hold on to it. All right, I'll, I'll tell you right now. It. You can send it to, to dandruff at pokerfraudler.com. It's all lowercase, dandruff at pokerfraudler.com. Okay, and that's our PayPal? Yeah. Okay. All right. all right. I will do that. All right, thank you very much. All right, thanks, Dima. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to ever question the reasons anyone donates the money. Whatever reason they want to donate money to the free roll, I, I don't care what it is. I, I don't care if you want to donate money to the free roll because you hate me, and for some reason that that makes sense to you. Like, uh, I, I don't care what the reason is. So, um, and whatever terms you want to put on this money you donate, you can always put on it. I'm, I'm never going to tell you how you can spend your own money. That's, that's always been my policy. So if you donate it... You can say who isn't allowed to win. You can say what day it has to be run on, whatever. It's your money. So uh, I have some angry people in the chat room here. Um, Smotorius, who I know listens to the show sometimes, says, we are a bunch of guys 30-plus listening to a group chat with a 16-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you put it that way, yeah, it sounds bad. But uh, I'm 26, 
So yeah, leave me yeah, alone. He's not he's not thirty plus yet. He's a in fact seriously serious is he's just a little bit past the, the point where it wouldn't even be inappropriate for him to date a sixteen year old. Uh, I, I abide by the half your age plus seven rule, so okay, it's so a little bit out of my range. So plus illegal. That's kind yeah, of a factor yeah, too. Well not in some states. I think in Nevada you can date a sixteen year old legally. Really? Yeah. So I, I wouldn't I haven't really looked into it because I wouldn't do it at this point because I'm forty. But uh, you know, like when I was younger, when I was 21 or something, you know, I like I don't see anything morally wrong with like a 21 year old dating a 16 year old, provided that it's not like a a super immature 16 year old or something like a. But but like you know, if they, if they both seem to have mutual interests, like they're still within the same age group, the same generation. Uh, as long as it's not a case of someone taking advantage of the other, it's fine in my opinion. But like a guy who's 30 with a 16 year old, I think would be highly inappropriate and and would, you know, at that point be like a, a molestation That's- sort of thing. So, Definitely uh, weird. There's a bunch of people in the chat saying that 16 is legal in a bunch of places, which I didn't know. But I hear, I hear, I've heard a lot of awful stories about like 19 year olds dating 17 year olds and ending up on the sex offender registry. So yeah, it, that's ridiculous. And that's the way it is in California, which has a, a very strict law that uh, the that you have to be 18 to be in a consensual sexual relationship. Now, if if it's two minors together, then it's okay. So if it's like a 17 year old and a 15 year old, as long as they're both over 14, I, I guess it's okay. But uh, if it's like a someone just turned 18 today and they, they had sex with someone who was 17 turning 18 tomorrow, even though they're one day apart in age, technically the 18-year-old has committed a serious crime. And I think that's so stupid. I, I think well, they, you got to draw the line somewhere. but No, but they should have like a range where like it has to do with how yeah. old you are compared to that other person, some kind of sliding scale to where it, it doesn't just abruptly change one day uh, rather than uh, – other than the fact that when you're 18, you should be able to be with anyone. Uh, without any penalty. Other than that, for, for minors that are over 14 and under 18, it should be a sliding scale based upon how old the person is to where if it's someone a little bit older than 18, it should be okay and they shouldn't get in trouble. And if it's someone my age, they should get in trouble. That, that's that's my opinion about it. That's I think, kind of covers everything where it, it, innocent uh, kids dating each other don't get in trouble and uh, old pervs do. So, yeah, that's totally reasonable. Yeah, and it, it's really sad when you hear these cases about people... And within the same age range, very young, getting the book thrown at them and getting on the list, sometimes going to prison, really, really sad stuff. Yeah. What is, what is this here? This, someone just said, give us a shout-out here. Let me, just got a link to this. Uh, um, a Christmas free roll? What is this? I, I, I love having to produce material on our show here. So here uh, um, something about a Christmas free roll we're having. I, I haven't read this yet. This is what I get for not reading my own site. This is posted on December 1st. Uh, that there's going to be a, some kind of Christmas time free roll uh, that Bubbles is putting on. I don't know. I, I can't really read this whole thread right now as I'm on the air. I'm sorry. But uh, we are going to have some kind of Christmas time free roll put on by Ricky and Bubbles. That's all I can tell you right now. Anyway, um, let me tell you some other things that are going on here before we, uh, you know, Brandon will call in when, when he's around, uh, whenever that is. It should be not too long from now. The good thing about starting late is that uh, we missed less of Brandon. Um. This week, we have the first episode of the Jennifer Harmon TLC reality show, Sin City Rules. Uh, Thomas, did you see that? I haven't seen it. I've heard about it. I haven't even seen the trailer, frankly. I think I heard a little bit of it on Poker Fraud Alert. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'll describe it here. I I saw the whole episode. I was going to download the episode and then play parts of it on the air, and uh, then I I didn't get around to doing that, so I won't do it. Instead, I will just tell you what my thoughts are. On this episode, and uh, um, this was the pilot episode. This was a show where Jennifer Harmon and four other women, who are all over forty, including Jennifer Harmon herself, 
Uh, it's kind of like a real Housewives of uh, uh, of wherever, except about Las Vegas. It's kind of that style. And again, it's on TLC. It's called Sin City Rules. The premiere episode was on December 9th. I taped it. I just watched it today. I watched part of it yesterday, part of it today. I can tell you this is a really, really awful show. Uh, How does it compare to Johnny Chan's reality series? Well, this is what's funny. Obviously, it's not as uh, ridiculous as Johnny Chan's reality series. It, it doesn't have it, the acting isn't as terrible. It's produced better. It, it's more professional. Like, a, there's a lot of ways it's better, or I guess more TV ready. But from the entertainment standpoint, I have to admit Johnny Chan's thing. When I watched this, like I, I, I was disappointed when it was over. It, it was so ridiculous and so dumb and, and and so poorly acted and poorly produced that I actually wanted to see more. Like, I, I would actually be excited if that show was made, uh, provided they kept kind of the same feel to it. I, I so there's no there's no Chico Loco equivalent no, on Sin City Rules? There isn't. That's the sad thing. There's not a Chico Loco equivalent. And there's a, uh, I actually found it to be kind of boring. And uh, something else I found, and for those of you that are unfamiliar, uh, this is a re- reality show that Jennifer Harmon and four supposedly powerful Las Vegas women are in. They're, as I said, they're all over 40. They all look like they have had plastic surgery done. Um, Standard. It's kind of like a, a cat fight kind of show. These older women who you know, have all these conflicts with each other and, and are trying to, they're, they're all trying to dress like they're 25 and, and, and partying and you know shooting guns out in the desert. But let me tell you here, what I found about this show was that, number one, it was boring. I just couldn't get into it. Nothing was interesting. None of the characters drew me in. And, and even though, yes, a lot of this was fake, a lot of this was staged, uh, I, I just didn't find it interesting. But the bigger problem to me, for people who are fans of poker, is that Jennifer Harmon just doesn't fit. She just isn't right for the show, because she doesn't really bring any drama to the table. Um, she comes off as, as very nice, as uh, very like down-to-earth and nice and, and calm. And what's interesting is I heard she actually has, like, a dark side. I heard, like, when she's playing at the Bellagio and at the Aria, she actually goes off on dealers and, and, and is a bitch to people sometimes. I'd love to see that side of, of Jennifer Harmon on the show. But, but in, the, in the pilot episode, I've seen none of that. She just seems like a, like a nice, uh, nice woman in her 40s who plays poker. And, and all of her scenes are like, so, you play poker? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, 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 I enjoy it. So isn't that you... a good thing, though, Todd? Isn't it better to, you know, have that sort of persona come out for people that aren't as familiar with poker as opposed to, say, an Annie Duke-type persona on The Apprentice? As far as how poker players look, yes. As far as making entertaining TV, no. It's like you just – you think, why is she even here? You have these, like, these plastic, bitchy older women who, who uh, are fighting with each other. And you have Jennifer. She's not involved in any of the fighting. She she doesn't really have any interesting angle other than being a poker player. And there's only so many times you can keep saying, Jennifer's a good poker player. Jennifer's a great poker player. Jennifer wins a lot of money playing poker. Yeah, so so what's it like playing poker? So what's it like playing poker? So yeah, how long have you been playing poker? Like, like how how long are they going to stretch this? For the, <laughs> she, I, and even right. in, in the trailers where I've seen uh, of the women fighting and all that, she's always on the side not being involved. So I'm thinking, what is what is the point of her involvement in the show, and I think for anyone watching from poker that wants to see like an interesting side of Jennifer Harmon, they're just not going to see it. Uh, they're just going to see a bunch of like bitchy fifty-year-old women fighting with each other on TV, and and not even like in an interesting fashion. And you can tell like any quote reality show 
that much of it is contrived. Much or all of it is contrived. And, uh, you know, that, that, that I expected. But um, here's something else that pissed me off about the show. There's this uh, villain right now of the show named Alicia Jacobs. She was a former entertainment reporter from uh, a TV station in Las Vegas. And uh, they keep teasing some, in some later episode where it's revealed that Alicia Jacobs, who's definitely had some kind of plastic surgery, is really 57 years old, which is shocking because you look at her and you can tell she's over 40, but she doesn't look anywhere near 57. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, she's 57? What? So I, even I was shocked by that. I was thinking, wow, 57. That's, uh, I have to say that was a good plastic surgery job because she doesn't look anywhere near that age. So um, I, I decided to go look it up to see if she's really 57. And I found there was some Las Vegas Review Journal article bashing her last year. I think it was Las Vegas Review Journal. Some newspaper article was bashing her. Some editorial was bashing her last year. And the editorial mentioned that she was 44. And in fact, the editorial mentioned that she lies about her age, says she's 39, in reality is 44, and got mad that they wrote that she was 44. Which means now, a year later, she's 45. So, you know... So she's 45, but why, why keep teasing over and over on the show that she's 57 if she's really 45? That's the big reveal, that she's 57, which she really isn't. Like that, For some reason, that, that pissed me off, too. It's just like, if we're going to get to that point, if they, if, I, if they keep teasing that this is going to be the big thing, the big controversy on here about her really being 57, and then she's 45, it's dumb. That's, uh, so I, I don't know what they do on TLC regarding ratings. I don't know if they... I don't know if they, if they keep running a show out there if nobody watches it or if it's terrible or if they pull it. Like I, I, I know on network TV, if, you, if you're if you doing very poorly, they, they pull the show within a few episodes sometimes. But uh, uh, do you know this, Thomas? What what do they do on TLC? Do you have any any idea? For cable networks, I, I really have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know how they measure ratings for cable television or if it's just the same as the major broadcast networks. There's a lot of really awful shows on cable television, so... You'd have to be doing pretty bad to get yanked off. Yeah, you know, I, I have a feeling this is going to run at least the whole season that they have uh, uh, that they have scheduled for this. They probably bought the show, and uh, they they do have ratings for cable networks the same way they do, uh, like with the Nielsen families and all that. Yeah, yeah, they they do have ratings for it, but uh, I, I think the bar is set much lower as far as when they'll kick something off for bad ratings. I, I have a feeling what they more do is they just don't renew a show after the first season rather than pulling it mid-season. So I, I have a feeling this, this thing's going to run all the way through, which is... Uh, <laughs> wow. I mean, Hardcore Pawn has been... Has, I think it's in its sixth season now. Yeah, well, and, and I just heard that uh, Storage Wars is fake. <laughs> Not that I'm surprised, but... Uh, yeah, there's a big threat about that on Poker Fraud Alert right now, where apparently they were planting items inside the storage lockers, <laughs> and and I think they were uh, intentionally uh, putting in artificial bids just to drive the prices up, and then they were putting items in the lockers that they knew would uh, have value at local relevant businesses that they're always going to, like one guy's got the antique shop, and wow. I think there's one, there's one shop that specializes in ceiling fans, so they try to put a certain kind of ceiling fan inside a storage locker. One of the guys didn't want to do it and felt upset about it and complained about it, and then they canned him, so now he's suing. It's- you know, uh, I'm glad you reminded me of this because uh, there's something else I wanted to comment on the Jennifer Harmon show. They showed her playing a high-stakes poker game in, was it the Bellagio? No. 
Was it the Aria? No. Where was it? It was at the Red Rock. Well, for those of you who are unfamiliar with Las Vegas, the Red Rock is a way out of the way locals casino. It's actually a nice locals casino, but it's a way, way, way out there. There's never any high stakes games of any kind at the Red Rock. So uh, this game featured, in addition to Jennifer Harmon, of course, Elia Lezra, Brad Booth. <laughs> <laughs> with with all these chips, all this money behind him, I wonder, I wonder where he got that. I wonder if he borrowed that money. What are you trying to say, Todd? Was this game staged? <laughs> and then and then uh, Crazy Mike, you know, Mike uh, Mike Thorpe, Crazy Mike, who we've had on a, a past radio show we've done, and in fact we just saw Brandon and I just saw him a few days ago. Uh, so Crazy Mike was sitting right next to Jennifer Harmon, and in fact he made comments to her as she was racking up to leave. What? What? The the girl wins and just racks up and leaves? Like, that was Crazy Mike's line. Uh, I thought... Hold on, let me interrupt you real quick. You said Brad Booth was there. Isn't he... Um, isn't he really heavily in debt? Yes, and that was, was so he... funny. Is that there was a, a big threat on 2 Plus 2 that he scammed someone for $30,000, and Brad Booth made this apologetic video saying, yes, I scammed this guy for 30000 I feel so bad, blah, blah, blah. And I can't pay it back. Yeah, I can't pay it back. I'm sorry. And so, so here he is on the show playing high-stakes poker against Jennifer Harmon and, and other... Uh, um, a bunch of B-list or, or mostly B-list uh, poker people like like Crazy Mike, and then some kind of A-list people like uh, Mike Matisau, who, strangely enough, Mike Matisau is shown sitting there playing, but they don't even they show Brad Booth's name, they show Elliot Lesler's name, and then like the biggest name there, Mike Matisau, they just kind of brush past him. Like he's an extra. Yeah. <laughs> How high stakes of a game was this? Do you know? It was hard to tell. They're they playing with a uh, hundred dollar chips. Uh, I think they were playing no limit, but it's, it was kind of hard to tell. And um, Mike Manis, I didn't have any lines from what I could see from quickly looking at the people. I didn't pause it and look really closely, but from what I could tell, it looked like these were all real poker players. It wasn't actors, and they and most of them were known players. Maybe even all were known players, but but you didn't have like any. Super major names, and and one that was especially missing was Daniel Negreanu, because Daniel Negreanu is a very very good friend of Jennifer Harmon, a very long time friend of Jennifer Harmon. I mean, they they've been friends since like the mid '90s and very close. There's even rumors that they were involved in a threesome together. I'm not even kidding. With with Daniel, Jennifer, and another girl. This this rumor's been going around for a while. I don't know if it's true. Oh, I thought the rumor involved Joe Seabach. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was the rumor we made up. But, oh, okay. <laughs> but, but uh, there has been a long rumor about uh, Jennifer, another girl, and Daniel Negreanu having sex uh, a while back uh, before she was with uh, Marco Trandiello. And um, so Daniel was not in the game, even though Daniel was at like some kind of premiere party they had for the show. Because right, and I, I hear he's also been on Twitter speaking uh, very supportively of the show, saying yeah, it's a good watch. That's and... what I don't get. So, so why is Crazy Mike and Elio Lezra and Mike Matisau with no lines, why are they in this fake poker game at the Red Rock, but not Daniel Negreanu? Now, I'm, I have two guesses. Either one, Daniel was just out of the country when it was filmed and couldn't be in it. Or two, uh, he wanted money from TLC to, to be a big name appearing in the show, and they refused to give it. Maybe the other people agreed to appear for free. Or, or uh, Bobby Orr just said in our chat, maybe poker stars uh, won't let him go on the show. Uh, you know, he still represents them. I know it was filmed in late August. I think like August 25th. I, I saw a date up there. I forgot where I saw it, but there was some August 25th reference on there. So, um, well, that's some high turnaround time. Yeah, they they, uh, they produce these things pretty quick. Yeah. So, uh, 
So no Daniel Negreanu anywhere there, and no mention of him either. She doesn't say, "Hey, I'm friends with Daniel Negreanu." Like nothing. They 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 don't mention any poker players in this first episode, except very quickly, uh, in that at that table where like they actually print Brad Booth's name. Is it Brad Booth, professional poker player? Uh, Elliot Lezra, professional poker player. They don't print Crazy Mike's name, but he has, I think, the biggest line aside from uh, Jennifer herself. And uh, uh, Bootsy Collins says in our chat, "I was at the Red Rock the day after. Oh, after it was filmed. I thought he was going to say the day it was filmed." And there's, he was saying, "I was told it's 300, 600 mix. It may have been. That, it looked like that would be right for the chips because they only had black chips. And usually in a uh, no limit game, unless it's a super high stakes game." Uh, usually you need other than black chips. Like, even if you're playing 5100, you still need red, uh, green chips for 25s. So, um, it'd be interesting to know if that was a real game at all, and if so, what the hell with Brad Booth? Like, who was staking him? How could it be a fake game? Like, if everybody's just playing with TLC's money? Yeah, yeah. If the Red Rock agreed to stage a game there, then um, they could do it. They they wouldn't have to run a real game if the Red Rock agrees to stage it. Nobody is playing for real money if they just, uh, you know, if they just put a bunch of chips there and they tell everybody, here are your chips. Whatever you win or lose, just get up and leave the table afterwards. And you're never buying in for any real money. I mean, they can, they can obviously do that. Uh, so I, I just do wonder if if they were actually playing a real 300-600. And because I'll tell you, I played a real poker game on TV that was... Uh, kind of just set up for TV. And that was somewhere downtown. I don't remember which hotel anymore. So one of these ghetto downtown hotels uh, for the CNBC special. If you watch me on there talking about UB, you'll see me at the beginning and end playing in a poker game. And if you look carefully, I have $1 chips in front of me. I was playing a 3-6 limit game. And uh, they just told me, play normally and we'll film you and just you know try to talk as much as possible. Uh, so I did. And... Uh, it was a real game, though. And what was interesting is I was telling everybody at the table what's going on here, and I thought that maybe they would want to, you know, they would want to get on camera themselves. They'd want to be on TV. No, nobody cared. They said they wanted to know when it was because they wanted to see me on TV, and they wanted to see me talking about UB. They had, they had no care about seeing themselves, which I thought was kind of funny. But at least I played a real game. I played a real $3, $6 game on TV. I'm just wondering if that 300 600 game was real or if the whole thing was staged with uh, where nobody's actually playing uh, for real money. So um, I'd love to know why Negranu was not on that show because he and I, I can't stress how good of friends those two are. He and He's Jen a busy Hart. guy. Yeah, it could be that. So I, I, I forgot to uh, mention that before. But, uh, it, it reminded me when we were talking about the uh, the fake things with uh, Storage Wars. And, uh, you know, if, if they really are showing fake poker games on TV, that's for some reason, that, that probably bothers me the most. Like, I, I'd rather I'd rather see her play a, a real low stakes game like I did, than a fake high stakes game. Like, it just it just bothers me to think of them sitting down all these poker players, just to be on TV when they're actually not playing for any real money. But I I, I guess I shouldn't make that statement. Until I'm sure that's really the case. Anyway, I'll be honest here. I don't I don't think I can watch more more of this thing. I'm going to watch it next week. And if it's as bad as it was this week, I, I just won't be able to continue watching. Well, we all know that reality shows are very contrived, arguably scripted sometimes, like in the case of Storage Wars, completely fake. So if they're all just playing characters and you say that Jennifer Harmon's mostly boring and is just a some sort of caricature of just a poker player, maybe they're saving her up for a big drama bomb 
later in the season, she'll really go at it with another cast member. I hope so. I hope something like that. Or you know, I, I I'll tell you, I've heard sexual rumors about her and her husband Marco Traniello for years, and I haven't wanted to say them. I'm still not. I'm still not going to say them because I I don't want to get sued, and I don't want to, like I don't want to say things that either aren't true or uh, are true, but I can't prove are true, and then I'm uh, accused of defamation and sued. So I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Ah, just go for it. <laughs> I'm afraid to. You know, this is when I wish I was broke. If I was broke, I would just. I wouldn't give a crap. I would. I would never care about anyone suing me if I was broke. I. I would just say whatever I felt like. But you know, the, the only problem with having money is that you're afraid that people could actually sue you and be successful. Like I. I, I don't want to say these things, but I've heard rumors about uh, Jennifer and her husband. And uh, yeah, the threesome I mentioned was one of them, and that's been discussed a lot of two plus two, so I don't mind repeating that. But uh, um, a, a lot of different things, and it, if one of those type of things could come out on the show, that would be interesting. But right now, she just looks like uh, she looks like a, a nice, you know, forties TV, uh, not TV, forties uh, poker player who's soft spoken and uh, yeah, seems like a, a nice woman you'd want to get to know. And that may be good for poker and maybe good for her image, but uh, bad TV. Nah, I think it's great. <laughs> so we have a uh, a call here. I have a feeling I know who this is, but uh, and I, if I did want to take this call while we were on the air with that 16-year-old. I was very afraid of what this person would say. Uh, hello. <laughs> did I interrupt something? No, no, you didn't. Uh, one step, I, I know that uh, you're probably excited about Seriously Serious being on here, and that's fine. I'm happy to take your call. I just uh, I was really afraid to put you on the phone with a 16-year-old. Uh, female or male? Female. Nah, I mean, listen. Uh, whatever. Anyway, well, uh, if I it was a male, yeah. No, if it's male, there's no no chance at all. But uh, lots even, of sexual harassment. But you know, you say you're bisexual, so I'm afraid what you did to a 16 year old female too. You know. True. Yeah, that's that's true. One step, one step. Uh, loves loves all the all the humans. Anyway. Uh, uh, I'd like to wish uh, you guys a uh, happy Hanukkah. Oh, thank you. You know, um, you know, uh, Benjamin has actually been lighting the Hanukkah menorah for the third year in a row. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, I'd like to, in honor of, uh, of Hanukkah, I'd like to, to, to share my um, little free tip of, uh, of of the day, so to speak. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, um, now... This this applies uh, to anyone that is interested in receiving free Starbucks. Uh, so I'm sure you uh, your ears will perk up. Um, now this has to this trick uh, not really trick it's just really common sense uh, has to occur uh, in any Starbucks where it's consistently busy during rush hour. Rush hour meaning 12 to 1 uh, 1 p.m. You know during lunch lunch time and and whatnot. Uh, I've done this countless of times and it's worked every single place that I've done it. Um, so uh, what, I, what usually happens um, when if there's a long line in this, any Starbucks, uh, there usually is, is a guy comes from behind the counter with a walkie-talkie and takes down your order. So we take down your order and then you wait in line to pay. So uh, so what I do, uh, as I'm sure you can, you can uh, guess uh, what happens, uh, when they take my order, um, I pretend to either text or someone gives me a call, and I step out of the line. Uh, I can either go to the bathroom or I just go right past the register and just wait for my for my free drink. So, 
this 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 works again. This really works. Well, no, no, I, like I don't want to give people. I don't want to give people advice on how to roll Starbucks. But now that you've already told the story, I'm not understanding. How could you get a free drink if they haven't actually taken your order, and you just step out of line when the guy well, comes to take your order? How, how do they have yeah, anything waiting you, for you? you? Okay, so yeah, what ends up happening is the the guy walkie talkies the the back the, the people behind the the registers that are working um, to make the drinks. So, well, so when you're already at the register, your drink is being made as we speak. But, but how, so, I'm not understanding. Know, no, but what point are you supposed to pay that you're avoiding? I'm, I'm not understanding this. Well, once once the line gets shorter and shorter, and people that are still waiting in line uh, to pay because their order is already was already taken, uh, you know, let's say there's five people in front of me, um, I'm waiting till all five people pay, and then it's my turn to pay, but. I don't pay. I just step down. Uh, have you been to Starbucks? I, I mean, no, I, I don't go to Starbucks. But I have to say, this doesn't make much sense to me. This, it doesn't make any sense. Okay, so so it, when so you try it whenever you go to a Starbucks that is busy. You know, this again, this doesn't work. Unfortunately, it doesn't work in like Nebraska. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to try it. Uh, you have to. Be, yeah, you have to be. You have to be. Uh, you have to be in a, in a busy place where there's there, where there's a guy that is going to come I, behind the you know I, I'd really like and, I, I would really like it I, I think a bad trend gets started here I don't want this show to be used to teach people how to roll big companies I mean, unless it's a no a company that... no listen 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 this is not this is not a trend I am just in honor of, of Hanukkah that's not, that's not giving, the Hanukkah you know, spirit uh, I thought we we're going to get a Jewish tip on how to save money or something not not steal from Starbucks yeah this yeah, is this, this is just how to steal coffee the average that listen it's not listen it's not stealing it's, it's yes it's stealing it's more they spend more on health insurance than they do on the coffee beans, okay? Um, <laughs> they can spend so, whatever money they want here. What the hell? It's, okay. That's, okay. That's, so, that's so brand, the average drink want Hold on one second. If, if you get three to four drinks per week, you're saving uh, about uh, uh, $9 to $12. Uh, and that's and that's, and that's really – you know, One step. Hold on. We, we, have our, uh, we have another co-host on here. Brandon just joined the call. Brandon, can you believe this? We're, here, here we were trying to avoid having this radio show become – Teach people how to get free things from big companies uh, through uh, deception, and one step calls up with a Hanukkah. Of all tip. people, of all people, you should be the one. You should be the one, the most intrigued and the most pleased by this. I don't. Why, why should I be pleased? I don't do things like this. I when when I complain to try to get free things, it's when something has actually really happened where I feel I deserve it, not not where I feel like I want to steal. Uh, it's semantics. Come on, Josh. Really. semantics. Okay, thank you, Step. Okay, I, I had to get rid of him. But that's I'm not I'm not Jewish, but I'm pretty sure that is not in the Hanukkah spirit. No, it's not in the Hanukkah spirit. So, Brandon, uh, welcome to the show. Happy birthday! Thank you. Seriously, serious. Uh, glad to have you on. I'm not what. I'm not What's even up? sure how to address you. Is it serious? Is it Thomas? Is it Officer Chief Lutz? I mean, what do I call you? That's uh, whatever, dude. Okay. By the well, way, Brandon, uh, uh, I hate to tell you, but you may be a year older, but uh, something that has not disappeared is the nose breathing. I. <laughs> It's the ceiling fan. Oh, I mean, I'm telling you, I hear nose breathing, and so does, so does I mean, the chat room. Really? Jeez, I don't even, I can't tell. Wow. I mean, I did kind of run. First off, I've been listening for the last 30 minutes in the car as I was driving, so I'm totally caught up on the last 30 minutes. In fact, as I was coming home down Las Vegas Boulevard, you were talking about uh, uh, the El Chico Loco Johnny Chan series, and instead of just following the law going 20, I sped up to a high speed of 23, and I said, fuck the police. <laughs> Did you say Tough fuck the police it. as you were Tell going you uh, 20 miles per hour? I'm sorry? 
Did, did you say fuck the police as you were going uh, 20 miles per hour? I know I was going 23 and the speed limit's 20. And as they said in uh, uh, the Johnny Chan reality show, do you remember, Druff? They're on the strip in the middle of the day going, going probably slower. And they're like, what was it? Fuck the police or pigs or... I don't, do you remember the comment? What? What was that? Do you even know what I'm saying, Druff? No, I, I unfortunately, I, I had a little... Uh, Incident here where uh, the the the. I mean, you kind of killed my joke, but the point I can was confirm that he said "fuck the police." And yes, in in the El Chico Loco uh, reality show, there. Do you remember during the day how they were going like under the speed limit, and they're like "fuck the police"? We own this town. Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> like, of course, of course. Uh, Chico Loco was he he made sure to ex- to express his disdain for the police, even though they were doing yes. nothing wrong. Well, they would might have gotten pulled over for going too slow. That's in right. That's right. They probably were breaking the law the other way. So yes. no, you know no. what just, you know what just happened here. I I, uh, I suddenly hear all this noise, and uh, Benjamin actually opened the door to the radio studio and, and what, ran off and left it open and was screaming. Oh wow! Saying I, I couldn't I couldn't well actually I could have told him to close the door, but uh, it wouldn't have made good radio. Saying Benjamin, close the door. Benjamin, come back here. Close the door. So how, how Benjamin is? Benjamin oh, is is two years two and years. Uh, and close to he's like between two years and one month, two years two month old. He's born in October. Okay, we, know, we, know, we know he's a winning poker player. He is. First, yes. he's he's perfect. He has an ROI of uh, perfectness. Now, if you said to him, and what what simple tasks can he complete already? Like if you said close the door, he would know what you mean. He would close the door. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I, if actually, you said bring me a Pepsi, would he be able to bring you a Pepsi? Uh, no, but uh, he actually has learned. Uh, I, I don't even know where he learned this, but. Um, I was like laying there in the bed, and he starts scratching me. And I said, "What are you doing?" He says, "Scratch Dada's back," and then was scratching my back. So I, thought, I thought that was nice of him to scratch my back. He was uh, doing a little bit too hard to where it was uh, like making big welts on my back. But it, I, you know, I appreciate the sentiment. Does and, he have like long nails? Well, yeah. The problem is, it's, it's kind of hard to cut a baby's nails sometimes mm-hmm. because they uh, they fight you and they uh, they don't want to sit still, and then you could end up hurting their hand. So you sometimes have to just. Let it grow for a while and, and only do it every so often. But uh, um, anyway, uh, Benjamin uh, apparently ran in and opened the door here, and uh, he will close it if you tell him to. But uh, I didn't think it would make good radio. So yeah, probably not. Well, a couple points of interest. As I mentioned, I was listening. Uh, I was in traffic. I was listening to uh, the show for the, at least thirty minutes or so, uh, and I want to confirm a couple things I heard you guys talking about when they were filming that show. At Red Rock. And I did not see the show. I was out of town. And I left about four days or so before, uh, or I don't know, a couple of days before, and I, I didn't, I just forgot to TiVo it. So I, I don't know if anyone, I'm about to log into the chat, if anyone knows how I could watch it. I assume it'll probably be on YouTube at some point, or maybe. Oh, I, I would just uh, download it or something. I would go to the, the Pirate Bay and just download it from there. Yeah, I can't do that anymore because Cox Cable sent me a letter. Oh, really? Some very, wow. very, yeah, very, very. It was actually, I wasted. Uh, a whole Cox Cable letter on Big Mama's House 3. And I downloaded it. I'm not going to lie. It was Big Mama's House 3. I, you know, I was just kind of in that kind of mood. on some Martin Lawrence comedy. It was an awful movie. Terrible. They should have stopped after two. And I got a letter from Cox Cable with also some statement from Warner Brothers, who I guess produced it, uh, telling me I was in violation if I did it again, that you know, penalties can exceed up to this, this, and this. And... Uh, from that point on, um, I stopped doing it. I stopped. That's using funny it. because you would think you would think Warner Brothers would thank you, saying, "Well, I'm glad someone wants to watch." Yes. It. So you know, I, and I have that clear modem 
that uh, everything kind of resolves to Oregon and, and or Washington, in fact. And it's funny enough, it, it, you know, when uh, back before Black Friday, do you remember when the state of Washington just in itself uh, banned people from playing? Yeah, and so I was unable to actually use that to play on full tilt because that that's where the IP resolved to. And it was really ridiculous, but oh, oh yeah, I remember. I remember that people who have those clear modems. Uh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, that's what I have. Oh wow! I so, by the way, I want I want to thank uh, Beer and Poker. Posted this in uh, um, in our chat room, and I, I hope he posts this in the forum. A uh, a putlocker dot com file of that Sin City show that with Jennifer Harmon. So uh, you can just follow that link. And, and get it here. I have a call coming in from the 303 area code. Don't recognize who that would be. So uh, uh, whoever this is, welcome to the Druff and Drexel show featuring Seriously Serious. Hello. Good evening, Druff. Good evening, Seriously. And good evening, Drexel. How are you, gentlemen? Uh, we're, we're fine. Who is this? Um, I would guess this is Chicks Diggit. You bang on. You bang on. For once, um, the Drexel usually... Says it's me. It's not me. Um, but you, you're right. You're, you've got a hundred percent win rate on this particular call draw. Wow. Okay. Very good. So, so chicks dig it. What would you, what would you like to say? And I got a PM from you that um, you did. With, with my plan to open up the radio here to other people to to do radio shows of their own. And and by the way, just just to let you guys know the the time slots I'm going to give people for this, and we are going to go through this plan. Time slots I'm going to give people. I'm going to make sure not to conflict with Vegas Poker Radio shows because I, I don't want to compete with them. This is like a, a, a friend of our site here. So I, I don't want to compete with anything that Vegas Poker Radio is offering. So um, I'll make sure that you can listen to all their content live and, and anything on this site live, and they won't conflict. I think there's plenty of hours in the week to accommodate both. But uh, you said you wanted a show. Is that still true? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it all depends on uh, one or a couple of things. One, if uh, anyone else who's applied would want to host the show with me, I mean, I could sit there and talk the talk the ass off a cow, as we say in Australia. Um, but it's more fun when there's two, as you know, with uh, having Mister Serious and uh, Mister uh, Brandon Drexel Gerson on the show with you as well. Um, or if it's just me, I could just do a music show but that's boring I'd rather talk conscious so okay so so what what type of show would it be what would be the subject matter well I mean th- thinking straight off the top of my head of something that I've got into big time since moving into the US is the NFL um, I'm actually an NFL correspondent for a, a radio a, a terrestrial radio show back in Australia um, I call in every Friday afternoon here which is Saturday morning there and I give them the NFL roundup um, and considering I've come in pretty cold uh, with the knowledge of the game when I first moved here, I actually know quite a bit about it now, thanks to uh, Stephen A. Smith and Skip Bayless on ESPN first take every morning at 8 a.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. Okay, so so you want to run like an NFL show? Well, look, um, you know, you're welcome to have a show, and um, you know, if you can find a partner, that'll be great. If you if you can't, you're welcome to run it yourself, and uh, you know, I will be. What I'm doing right now, by the way, is I, I'm testing various ways that uh, I can implement this, but it will be implemented for sure, and it'll be soon. I'm not going to sit like I'm not going to sit on this for a month and have people lose the uh, desire to do these shows 
uh, lose the momentum. Uh, by the way, uh, I think it'll be interesting to have an NFL show with a guy with an Australian accent. I think that'll be a first. I know that's the uh, that's the funny thing. I mean, I uh, I talk to a lot of uh, locals here about NFL, and um, and I actually had a, a mini Facebook argument the other day with one of my friends because I was giving him shit over the Falcons leading to the. Uh, the, the the Panthers on the weekend, and he uh, said, "Oh, my opinion doesn't matter because I'm Australian." And I said, "Oh, you heard?" And um, yeah, so I didn't get many friends with that. But you're right. Uh, but I'd I'd love to sit down and talk cod shit with someone else about NFL. Um, uh, you know, I, I'm self-employed, so I'm pretty flexible as to when we when we do it. Um, and is uh, Mr. Curious still there? Actually, yeah, he's still here. Uh, Thomas, hey, what's up? Hey man, um, I've actually tried to contact you in the past um, to know really? because of your yeah, because you're super famous. Um, I don't know if you remember me at all, but I'm actually I actually produce uh, dance music and uh, for a living, and um, I've followed your stuff for quite a while. And I tried to contact you uh, when you're on a, a previous side of this, uh, and but because of your fame, uh, your bodyguards didn't let me through. Oh, that's that's terrible. Listen, I've got a website and um, all my contact information's there. So if you want to get at me, you can get at me anytime. It's not hard. Yeah, or you can send him a message through uh, PFA. I'm sure he'll respond on there too. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll send you. I'll send you a message there with my. Well, not when I say personal details. I'm not going to send you my address and my phone number so we can have a, a dinner for two. But I'll send you links to my work because I I'm an Ableton user. I use Free Loops here. Right. Yeah, I, well, I believe it's called FL Studio. Seriously, serious as a fan here. Well, Trix Diggin will be glad to give you uh, a show here, and uh, I'll, I'll send you the information when uh, I get everything worked out, which will be soon. And anybody, this applies to everybody here who's uh, asked for a show that seems serious about it. Um, I will give you guys the information on how to broadcast and you know what your time slot will be, et cetera, et cetera. For people who don't have a time slot, uh, I will allow people to turn on during certain freeform times where. I'll just just say during these times it's nobody's slot. Whoever gets on first gets on. Uh, I'll give that to some people too, but uh, I will have to give you permission to do it first before uh, you can do it. And uh, so, so is that is that going to still apply to the the Mac users? That um, I mean, I, I'll admit I haven't done the research yet on what I need to to get that uh, ice cast or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah Mac can, users I, I need, need to they need to f- be able to broadcast to an IceCast server. I don't know what software you would use on a Mac to do, but they probably have it. You'll have they to... have a Flash Media Encoder, which I believe you can use on Mac as well. Okay, so that's uh, so yeah. Go ahead and get that, and then uh, I'll give you the information to connect to my server, and uh, we'll get all this going. And I, I, it'll be cool for me to go on my own site and see like the on-air thing flashing, and it's actually not me broadcasting, and I can listen to other people's shows just while I browse the site or um, you know while I'm out. The the cool thing here is you can always listen on like an iPhone or another smartphone while you're out. So even if you're not by a computer. I uh, was driving home listening. Yeah, yeah. So you, you, you can And I was listening on my iPhone. What's up, Chicks Diggit? How you doing, buddy? How you doing, Drexel? Good to good, hear you, man. Both, mate. Uh, Glad you called in. Yeah, and I'm not kidding. Like, like when I'll be driving through the desert, it'll be cool if I just go on my show and um, uh, go on my site, I mean, I see on air and click on it and say, okay, what, what are the users broadcasting right now? And, like, listen, as I'm driving through the desert at live content coming from people I know from this site. So I'm excited Didn't about you do this. some kind of production where we got to see your dashboard driving through uh, <laughs> desert? I, I did. One time uh, driving in the middle of the night through the desert, I actually did a, like a stick cam show uh, 
driving through there and uh, just leaving it on the dashboard so you could see the road. But it was very tough because like it kept falling every time I made some kind of like abrupt turn. And then I was like the chat, and then I'd have like be reading the chat and be afraid I'm going to get in an accident. So I decided I'm not going to do that again just because it's not safe. So I lived through it the first. Well, time. actually, uh, on on that note, Draft, when I um I don't know if Greg still remembers this, but I actually tuned into his uh, 24 hour show um, when he did his last show at the, the previous site. Um, we were driving from Brisbane to Melbourne and back, uh, and it's a it's about a 12 hour drive, so it's a 24 hour round trip. And I actually listened to his show on my iPhone in the car while we we're driving the whole way. So I was tuned in the whole way. Thank you. Wow. Did you enjoy it? I, I don't even remember. I don't even remember most of it, to be honest with you. I know, but was the, the entertaining thing was it was nine in the morning here, and it was uh, you know early sorry nine in the morning in Australia, and it was uh, early morning in the US. So you were in quite a state. Uh, but uh, draft before I go, I'll, I'll put the word out there: if anyone who has applied, or if anyone's interested in hosting an NFL show with me, um, hit me up. Yeah. Okay, very good. And um, I just want to tell you, your phone is is not the clearest phone here, so uh, I know it won't be the same way when you do your show because you'll be doing it through uh, through Skype and through your computer. But uh, <laughs> anyone concerned about being able to hear him, I, I think it'll be better when he does the show, and it's not through a cell phone that uh, doesn't have the best reception. But but anyway, thank you for calling Absolutely. in, and uh, I will be getting in touch with you about the the show, and uh, hopefully we'll hear you on this uh, Poker Fraud Alert Network soon. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. I'll continue to tune in. All right. Thank you. That's uh, Chicks Dig It, an Australian living in the U.S. and who has learned all about uh, the NFL and wants to share his knowledge with the poker fraudler community. And that's what we are We are going to have is a bunch of users doing shows. We have A Brown 83 who wants to do a, a technology show, which looks really interesting, and, and other stuff that people have been... Uh, asking you to do, and I Seriously Serious is going to be doing his own show. I, I think it'll be uh, broadcasting through his site and simulcast it here. We haven't quite worked that out yet, but... Uh, serious but, Business. Serious Business with Seriously Serious, so... For all concerned parties, by the way, I, I have fired my bodyguards. Um, I only bring them when I attend poker tournaments, just in case John Aguirre shows up, so don't worry about being unable to reach me. Yeah. I'm surprised he couldn't reach you. Like It, it should, see, it should be uh, pretty easy to reach him, of all people. Look, I am I am a very big deal on the internet. So everyone knows that, yeah. but uh, <laughs> I'm not. Uh, I'm very accessible. Yeah. Well, uh, so uh, so that's uh, so we are going to have shows here, and uh, I look forward to that. And uh, I know we're still having a few problems with this uh, radio show here. I think I've uh, semi figured out what's going on here. Uh, fixing it may be tough. I, I actually tried a different computer this time. And it didn't uh, didn't help that much, but uh, I'm hoping the other broadcasters don't have this issue. But I don't think they will because Brandon, when he's broadcasted on this server, he's, uh, he's like I just had to cut out right now for a second here. Uh, he does not have Hello? issues. Yeah, yeah, we're here, Brandon. Yeah, you're. Bra- I'm breaking up. You're breaking up. Uh, sounds fine to me. Yeah, so I, I think I think I think I actually have issues here. It's definitely not my computer because I'm on a different computer right now. I think I have actual problems with my internet, uh, the, the consistency of it that I think I'm going to have to have looked at by the the ISP. I think that's what's going on. Uh, you I need think, to get you that Google Fiber. Yeah, maybe. I, I actually have, believe it or not, I have a I have Verizon FiOS here, which you'd think would be uh, good for this, but uh, something's wrong. So I'm gonna set up to, a set up a secret location in Kansas City. I, I may have to do that. 
So so anyway, um, moving along with our agenda here. Uh, and by the way, Brandon, I don't, do you, do you have any of your own stuff for tonight or? Uh, because well, the only the only thing I wanted to uh, speak of is, like I said, I, I was listening to a lot of the the show or the half an hour on the way back when you're talking about uh, the fail Jennifer Harmon show, which I, again I did not uh, have a chance to listen to. But uh, what I can tell you. Uh, from I was actually there one of the nights, and I have a friend that works in the poker room. They were indeed playing 300, 600 mix. Um, none of it well, – I mean, maybe at some point when they were filming, they might have scripted it, but a real game did go on. They were playing real money. It wasn't a fake game that, that went on there. Um, they were playing 300, 600 mix, and they also played No Limit after the television uh, was was done filming. The game went on for quite some time. And I was told by somebody very reliable who ended up cashing him out that Brad in the in the no limit portion of it. And I can't remember when this was <clears throat> filmed. I'm not sure if it was before the World Series when the Brad Booth uh, you know video and, and rolling situation occurred. But he was the biggest winner in the no limit game and won somewhere close to like forty five fifty thousand. Not sure how he got got the money, got staked, but he he cashed out more than anybody else did. In, in the no limit game. Wow. So, um, so any idea but, where yeah. he got the money? No, no, yeah, no idea. I don't know. Uh, I don't know any of his business dealings. I mean, I'm sure somebody there might have staked. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I would just be, I, I would just be speculating, Druff. Well, you um, know, I, I have to say that uh, wouldn't this be an odd place I just don't to be know. playing to be playing poker when um, you owe people money on TV? Where if you win, people go. Well, that's the other thing. I'm trying to remember. When this was filmed, and obviously, normally when you're filming a series like that, it airs. It was late. It what? was late August. Oh, okay. So then it was. Then it was indeed after. It yeah. was indeed after because that was in uh, the beginning of the World Series when it was like two weeks in when he uh, ended up doing that. So that's kind of surprising. But uh, anyhow, it was a real game indeed. It went on for uh, I think two or three days, and uh, they're playing 300, 600 makes. None of it was staged, and the reason. Uh, from what I was told, uh, in terms of why it was there, is is and it's kind of like how why high stakes poker switched is whatever the agreement was with with the production company and Red Rock. Red Rock gave them the best deal. All right, um, let's take a call here. Um, yes, call you're on the air. Yeah, just just don't hang up with me. Just a couple couple of seconds. <laughs> I have a proposal. How do you keep changing phone number? Are you are you using a caller ID faker? Are you are you going to hang up on me if I answer? Well, I mean, I think I think we know the answer, the 702 number here. Okay. So I have a, a quick uh, uh, proposal for, for the new radio show. Uh, it's a show where maybe a half hour where I talk about all the twinks. Uh, it, it'll, it's going to be called Desperate Twink Wives or Twink Files. You know, and, if, if you want to uh, have this show, you can I have give, it. I, you, you can have it. Fine. I'm sorry? Yeah, fine. Go ahead. I can. Okay, yeah. great. And and I'll have I'll have other members from from the from the forum call in and uh, uh, tell their twink uh, stories, and and uh, it's going to be a tons of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it will be. And uh, it's, will uh, Tom Dwan's name be mentioned every show? Uh, Tom Dwan, we've mentioned, and I might have PLOL as well uh, co-host with me. Well, so. now what if what if Tom yeah. Dwan gets like how old is he going to get to where you're not going to be interested anymore? But he's getting older. I'm I'm sure he's getting he's getting older. Um, uh, I I'm keep I keep up with the, his Twitter, so you know I know the deal. Yeah, like what about what about when Tom Dewan turns thirty? You still gonna be attracted to him? Uh, pretty sure, yes. Oh. 
What about when he's 40? Yeah. Like, I, th- I think it's going to be out of your range at that point. I don't know. I, I, I have the, then I'll just flip to Tony Dunst then. Yeah, well, I, I think Tony, Tony Dunst will be older by then. Like, I, I, I just think that, I think at 40, I don't think anyone could be a twink anymore. That's true. That's true. I mean, it does, you know, it, it's the, you know, age of the bitch. You know what? You know what? One uh, step. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna confess something to you. At, at one point, um, I I was considered a twink because I, I was a no no no, no I, you were you were never no no no. You see, you don't know you didn't know me then. Don't flatter yourself. No, listen. Let, let me tell you something. One step. You didn't know me then. back when I was 20 years old, I was thin. I you know I had a much younger look to me. Um, I, I actually did have gay guys that uh, that would hit on me back then. I found it annoying. They no, didn't... no, no. This is not. This is embarrassing, Joe. This is now the truth. You're just, you're just, now it hasn't know, happened in a long time. Know. Now, now I'm sure I don't appeal to gay guys anymore. But but back then I did, like 20 years ago. I I, I don't want to brag about this, but I did. And I was I was very thin back then. Yeah, and... it's it kind of this is kind of uh, becoming uh, what what you're saying that you're not doing. So. Um, but but I'm also heard that you hung up on me two weeks ago when uh, what's his face called and I asked about uh, Tom Zwan. Well, I see. I didn't know if uh, Chad Ellie was going to want to hear that type of question. It was a serious interview, and uh, yeah. now fortunately he had a good sense of humor it's, it's, about it. It's relevant. It's relevant, right? Well, Were they he, not he, both he, working for Full Tilt? He, he he did answer. Your question. So I don't know what your problem is. Well, 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 well. They, they were both working for Full Tilt, so they were both Full Tilt employees or associates. So I think it's a very relevant question. Well, but you got you it know, out if, though. If, he, if, you got the question if, out. And, hold and on one second. One second. One second. Let's say you know Chad Eddie was walking in the bathroom and you know and they were both taking a piss. You know, I mean, you know. I'm telling you. I he, think you know. He answered the question. You found. Uh, you found out that he has not seen. Chad Ellie has not seen Tom Duham's penis. I don't see what more you want to know. Okay. Okay. Um, no, no, it's, I'm just, okay. I, just, Thank I you. just don't think I should have been. Thank you, one step. On, yeah, your your uh, Twink show has been approved. It's it'll be fine programming here. I'm I'm proud to have it on my network. Okay, you're you're welcome, and I can wait. All right, goodbye. All right, have a great. Night. I can't believe I've approved a Twink show here, but uh, I believe it. <laughs> when are you going to break out the yearbook photos, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, uh, no, look, he, he, I'm telling you the truth here. He, he doesn't believe me. But but really, when I was like 20 years old, especially when I went to like uh, BBS parties where uh, there were like a number of gays there because the gays have always kind of been attracted to the, 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 the whole online thing, I guess, because it was easier for them to identify each other. Uh I have to admit, it's in a way, it's kind of tough for gay guys because they, they other than when they go to places that uh, are specifically for gays, it's it's hard sometimes to tell who's gay and who isn't. So, so well, is uh, the gaydar thing a myth? I mean, you can have gaydar, but you can never be sure. So, so the thing is, these BBSs, you you list yourself straight male, bi male, gay male, whatever, so so they could find each other more easily. And you know, so anyway, at these parties where people would just all meet each other, and these were like local area. Um, things where where everybody on the BBS lives within like fifty miles of each other, so they'd have these parties every so often. There there were a number of gays that showed up, and when I was like between seventeen and twenty, um, a, a lot of them did hit on me, both like at the party and like afterwards. They'd like send me private messages, like if I want to go out with them or have, go to dinner with them. A lot of times, it'd be like an ambiguous thing, like "Hey, dude, you want to hang out sometime?" And like I, I knew what that was about, but um, uh, it it stopped as I got older than that. Like, like, not even like older like I am now. Like, even like when I was twenty-five, that was all over. So, uh, um, I, I guess my time of being a twink was was only uh, a few years span there. Now, now, one step can't believe it because he's only known me since I've been over thirty. So, uh, of, of course, he doesn't believe it. So, um, yes, yeah, so I, I think one step he, he's giving, he's doubting me here. But I, this isn't something I'd brag about if it weren't true. 
Well, you know, on the bright side, you can be a bear now. <laughs> Gordman just said in the chat, I can't believe what the show is resorting to. They, they, they don't like the content tonight that uh, I'm talking about being a twink and, and we talked to a 16-year-old girl. They, they, for some reason, this, is, uh, uh, this content is not uh, hitting home with a lot of people. But uh, here, you know, going back to uh, more typical content, um, I, I like to always uh, focus on scandals involving poker players we know. And especially ones that we wouldn't expect to be involved with scandals. I have to say a name I would never expect to be associated in any way with a scandal is Kathy Liebert. <laughs> now, I won't say that Kathy Liebert has cheated anyone. I, I think it's possible that she was kind of tricked here. I, I don't know either way. Uh, I, I'm definitely no fan of Kathy Liebert anymore. I used to like her. I used to think that she was uh, a cool chick. I used to think that she was someone who... Um, uh, you know, who who just didn't get enough credit because she wasn't pretty. That she was a female player who was kind of ignored by the mass media because uh, she wasn't physically attractive, and that her uh, strong play at tournaments and, and her strong results were ignored. And I, I I understood her frustration with that. That girls with much lesser stats got all the attention just because they looked better or were younger or both. Uh, unfortunately, Kathy Liebert's head got big. She used to be very down to earth and quiet. She, she, her head got big when she got Twitter and a lot of people started liking her on Twitter and, and talking to her on Twitter and she all of a sudden went from this kind of like nice kind of down-to-earth underdog figure kind of like the the female nerd you remember from high school to, to like arrogant herself and, and she went off on me for no reason for something just very stupid and, and we she she blocked me and we, we don't talk anymore. I don't hate her but um I, I lost a lot of respect for her after that. Um, I'm going to admit something fail-wise unrelated to that. Uh, I need you guys to talk for a second. Uh, this new compu- this new old computer I put in, uh, the battery life's a lot shorter than I expected, and the- it's about to die, so I need to go get the plug for it. So you, you, you two talk amongst yourselves, and I'll continue this topic. <laughs> sure. I've spent a lot of time with Kathy Lieber. Uh, well, not a lot of time, but in my time in Las Vegas, you know, I've met her quite a few times. I think she's great. She's really nice. At least she has been to me. Um, I think she's really upstanding. I think she's a cool chick. What do you think, Brendan? I, I've met her four or five times, and I, in, in terms of my personal interactions with her, I don't have a bad thing to say. I think she may take things a little bit too personal. I know she's been known to block people on Twitter if she, not people that are trolling her, just if they disagree with, uh, or if she disagrees with their perspective, whether it's religion or politics or. But uh, no, I, I, in my interactions, I, I, she's always been very nice and polite to me. Yeah, she kind of she goes crazy on Twitter. She blocks a lot of people. She spouts a lot of stuff. It's I don't know. I I find it kind of endearing. I think it's cute. I don't I don't see it as a really big deal. I you know I notice a lot of older people kind of uh, kind of tend to go a little bit crazy on their social media. I don't know. They they don't uh, they're they're very unfiltered. Right. I, I I agree with you. So, seriously, you're you are right now. Are you in a secret location, or do you announce where you are? Or I'm back in Houston. Houston okay, Texas. okay. I don't know if it was common knowledge. All right, all right. Yeah. I, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. I've got the uh, oh no no I've got, got, got the power in. I'm uh, we didn't the show didn't die like I was afraid it would. Um, I, I'll I'll tell you what I'm using right now. Um, I'm using my girlfriend's laptop, and I figured if my laptop was failing like this. Maybe hers will do better, but it turns out it's not computer-related, the problems we're having. 
But her computer, even though it's newer than mine, and it's not used as often as mine, for some reason my battery has held up a lot better than hers. So I expected the battery to last a good four hours, and it has lasted uh, less than two. Anyway, so you're just like walking around the, the mansion? I, I, well, I was sprinting. I, I ran over there to get the... Uh, but I'm saying like you're not sitting down like I am in a nice comfy chair. No, no, I was. I, I was sitting down, and I'm like, oh, crap. So like, I, 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 was, I was actually too lazy to hook up this additional wire. Not lazy, but I just didn't want to... Uh, That's what I'm getting at. So you could have very easily just plugged it in. I could have, but I didn't want... There's so many wires sticking into this thing that uh, I didn't want a third wire getting in my way. So I said, ah, this will make it through the broadcast. It's got, it's, it'll last four hours, whatever. And it didn't. So now I feel stupid for it. That's kind of like a race car driver gambling on if he has enough gas to make it around the lap two more times. That, huh? That's a very good analogy, actually. Yes, that, that is. And I, and I lost Thank the gamble. I, I, I didn't run well with this. So That was, that was intense, man. Way to hold it together. <laughs> so, so anyway, um, about uh, Kathy Liebert, there is a pyramid scam. Didn't we once have a burger with her? I think. You and somebody else did. I don't think I did. But, you went uh, with us. Okay. I, I, did, I did spend some time with her in St. Kitts because, you know, I, we both represented Interpoker around the same time. And uh, I thought I was with you somewhere when you were with a former girlfriend, and we we also ran into her, and we were all talking, and she, we were talking about her show, and she was with Tom McAvoy. You weren't there? Yeah, I was there for oh. that. We saw them walk, okay. walking, walking yeah, around. There, the okay, then there was another one we went to BLT, but you weren't for – okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, yeah, you know, look, she's changed in some way. It's really strange because she's someone I really never expected to change. Kathy Leesburg seemed like the type – who would always have like the same personality, be the same person, and uh, she she isn't anymore. She she was affected by her popularity on Twitter, where she actually got arrogant. And actually, what our falling out was about it was so stupid. She was like just bombing Twitter one day with all these like NFL related posts. So I made one comment about how she's overdone it today. Without like I wasn't even mean. I just made like one comment about the how many posts she's been making, and then she just went off on me. And then the next day, she went off on me again. And then a few days later, went off on me again and said, who would you rather be, Phil Ivey or Todd would tell us? Like, what, what kind of question is that? <laughs> what do I have to do with Phil Ivey? Why even bring that up? I, I wasn't talking about Phil Ivey at the time. Um, it, it was just, who would you rather be, though, Phil Ivey or Todd would tell us? <laughs> if right now you could be him with his money, his life. Oh, you know, I shouldn't even say this. If you could be back in the prime. Okay, like 2007, 2008. Phil Ivey for a year. It's like one of those like gay, like nineteen, like late nineteen eighty, early nineteen ninety movies where they switch. You know, they had like one of them was funny, but then they made like five of them. The last one was like with Fred Savage. I think there was one. It was just awful. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that yeah. whole genre yeah, a, a, of like know, body switching, switching movies. Yeah. Well, look. yeah. Remember, like they made one that was good, but then after that, like they made another five to emulate it. But anyhow, so like a year, let's say. Okay, you have to. You're Phil Ivey. You're Todd would tell us his brain. But in Phil Ivey, like with the women, you have the women, the money, you have. But but even though you're still Todd would tell us, you also have the extra, the mixed game, and not just limit hold them, and all that goes with it. Would you do it for a year? Well, um, it would be interesting to be him for a year. And, and he doesn't get to be with your significant other. Well, those are the two problems. Number one, I, I yes. wouldn't want him to be with my girlfriend, and number two, the bigger problem is that I, I wouldn't want to be away from my son for a year. But before I had my son. If I could have done okay, like your, a, your son is putting like a time capsule. Well, I, I have so a better way to age, answer this. I, I have a better way. I, I have a better way to answer this. I actually, the answer would have be yes if I could have done this in like uh, 2009 or something when my son didn't exist, 
and uh, and I could have just swapped with him for a year. I, I definitely would have done it. it would have well, been, I said 2007, though. That, that would have been fine, too. Well, that's right. That was my original question, yeah, 2007, like, no, wasn't when, like, when, like, at the peak of the full tilt money and oh, everything yeah. else like that. No, of course I would have done that. I mean, that would have been a very interesting way to live for a year, but... Uh, um, but you'd have to be with his posse, though, too. That's fine. I, I would... Uh, well, okay. Yeah, I'd ha- hang out with the Iceman. It'd be great. But uh, uh, anyway... Spending a lot of time, you would have been spending a lot of time playing Frogger with Barry Greenstein. That's true. I'm yeah, pretty good at Frogger. I think I'd be happy with that. Um, so so uh, there's this training site that once existed, the Poker Players Academy, abbreviated PPA, which I have to imagine wasn't an accident. Um, I got a, a private message from someone Who said, hi Druff I have a scam I would like to bring to your attention That not many people know about For the past few years a training website has been taking The poker community's money for a website Pre-launch that never launched Now the website has closed shop And comes up not found The site was called Poker Players Academy It was not run well and involved Blair Rodman Chris Levick Kathy Liebert and Bruce, Bruce Buffer Of all people I know Bruce three Buffer, the famous guy known for breaking up the ADZ Jonathan Aguiar fight. Yeah, that, that's what he's best known for. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I know three or four people from Twitter that say they donated to this website. Months back, I contacted Chris Levick and Blair Rodman about the site never launching, and my emails were never returned. The site was a casualty of Black Friday, but they kept taking players' money even after Black Friday to recoup losses from the project. Reminds me of Full Tilt, actually. Um, uh, a girl that I know on Twitter who donated to the site is at Candy Party Poker, that's C-A-N-D-I Party Poker, and she still shows their logo on her profile. If you search Poker Player Academy image, if you come up, I believe they were taking $25 for each player to sign up for early tra- early for training. Thanks. Well, and then I, I found you know, there's a, a, an article on Pokerati, not written by Pokerati himself, but someone else there that was critical of this training site as a pyramid scheme, and indeed that seems what it was. Um, Chris Levick wrote the following about this this uh, site. Poker Player Academy provides the opportunity to earn money via helping people to learn from a pro and by referring people into the business. We provide you with the most advanced viral marketing system ever built that virtually does all the work. So this is actually a pyramid scheme where you're selling the opportunity to sell poker training. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Chris Levick was involved in this? Yes. Th- th- this He's not... A- He's not the most credible guy, I would just like to point out. Well, okay, this, this is his quote, that, that uh, we provide you the most advanced viral marketing system ever built that virtually does all the work. And, uh, um, you know, in addition to him, uh, Bruce Buffer got on board, Kathy Liebert, Blair Rodman, and, uh, believe it or not, Scotty Wynn and Antonio Esfandiari were also involved in promoting it. Uh, I bet Antonio, uh, who was just named a Player of the Year, is probably embarrassed about that. But uh, they, they now I think they were just promoting it. They weren't as as involved as uh, as the other ones. Um, you won some Player of the Year award once, didn't you? I did. Yeah, in two thousand five. Little fact. I, I think I, a lot of our uh, newer listeners probably don't know that. Todd. Yeah, I actually was the two thousand five Card Player Magazine World Series of Poker Player of the Year. That's the truth. I'm not making this up. I didn't now, know. Now what? What did? Yes. Yeah, and what did you get? Uh, I got the same thing that you've gotten for being my radio co-host. Exactly the same gonna, thing. Oh, I thought you were going to play the the sound. No, no, I didn't have a sound. You got to get better at that. You got to get them all loaded up. Yeah, I, I that's should. seriously serious. You would have 
put it right in there. Right, the, uh, but didn't like didn't you get screwed on that? Wasn't it like two years later? So I remember when Daniel Negreanu won, he got a car. No, no, that was different. See, people tell me that all the time. People were telling me. Oh, that was World Series Player Poker. Yeah, that, no, that, that was ESPN's Player of the Year, and I and I actually I actually didn't win that because they had a different system of calculating it. But um, what how, I was how I actually, close were okay? Do they have? Back then, that's do they have a World Series Player Poker of the Year as well? Well, okay, Card Player had their own award. That's what I won. So, right. But, but but here's how I kind of did get screwed, and I, it actually wasn't personal towards me. It was actually I got screwed because their own system was bad, and they were embarrassed. Because basically that year, uh, there were a few big performers in the World Series. And when I say big performers, I don't mean money wise. I mean more like uh, term, tournament wise, who had good World Series, which was impressive. Uh, one was me, who had the first and the third. Uh, Mark Sa- Mark Safe, one of my favorite guys. Uh, he, he won two. Te- he, he won two. two. He won two bracelets, but they were smaller events than when I played. So he won two bracelets in smaller events. I won two, one in a bigger event, one in a medium event. Um, Alan Cunningham had, had a, a very good series. He ended up actually winning the Player of the Year that year through ESPN with a car or whatever. Um, and then there was another guy. Uh, Ming Lee, I think, had a very good World Series as well. Uh, anyway, Card Player, their formula put me just barely ahead of Ming Lee, and I won. But they were embarrassed that I won it when the guy who won two bracelets, Mark Safe, didn't win it, and Alan Cunningham, who had like four final tables and a bracelet, didn't win it. So like, it just happened that I, I won it in a way that did they put a lot more stock back then. The limit hold'em tournaments. No, what they did, they had this this funny way of calculating it based upon the number of entrants. Where where they were once it passes a certain threshold, you get you get credit. Like let's say um, there's a thousand entrants, then it, you get the same credit for a thousand entrants as if there were like twenty five hundred entrants. So that, okay. that, I, I just kind of like lucked into it in a way where I just barely made it and kind of got too much credit for how well I did, even though I did have a very good series. I didn't do better than some of the other guys like Alan Cunningham. Is the truth, like they really did have a better series than me. So, uh, so everybody knew that, and Card Player was a little embarrassed to admit that their point system produced me as the World Series of Poker Player of the Year of 2005. But they couldn't do anything about it. It was too late. I'd already won it. So you saying Card Player was embarrassed of you? They were embarrassed of their own system that produced me. Mm. Yes, it's so, a fail system. Their fail now, system. Which okay, I, which but I won. my question is: now, obviously, we all know. You know, the Helmuth, I think uh, he won it, or now he won it this year, but he had finished, had a bunch of seconds. Do they have the World Series of Poker Player of the Year award back then? In that, yeah, uh, they did. That was the ESPN one, and, and that, that was won by Alan Cunningham. And where, where did you fall on that leaderboard? Uh, not that high because it included, like, all the circuit events and all this other crap, so I, I didn't play those. Wait, so they didn't – okay, I'm, I'm still confused. This year, when Helmuth won, it did, doesn't that just count – the World Series of Poker and then the World Series of Poker in Europe? I, I'm pretty sure, but back then they counted everything. It was a weird system. Oh, they count. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what, I'm, what I was thinking is back then, just based on that, how how high, if it was the same formula, would you have had a shot to be World Series Poker Player of the Year for, if they just accounted the World Series? Uh, still no, because they, you know it, it, was, it was more fair to where Alan Cunningham would have beaten me anyway. So, okay. So, but, but anyway, I, I would have been higher in it, though. I would have been close. You wouldn't have gotten the car. No, I wouldn't saying. have gotten the car. But 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 it, okay. what, what was interesting though is that Jeff Shulman was was like, at first he was telling me that they're going to invite me to the, the awards dinner that they have every February and give me a trophy for this. Uh, they conveniently didn't do that because they uh, they just didn't want to call attention to it. So they gave me like a tiny blurb in the magazine a few months later, and that was it. 
So, uh, whatever. Yes. Uh, anyway. You know, by the way, I also just, because it's just popping into my mind. Seriously, uh, I've played, uh, and when I, this is confusing. I don't want people to think I'm saying seriously as in I'm being serious, but, okay, what should I do? Thomas? Is that yeah, the best way to do yeah, this? Yeah, yeah, Thomas is fine. Yeah, because it gets, you know what I mean? It gets seriously confusing. Sure. So, Thomas, I've played, my, my girlfriend's not a poker player. Uh, she doesn't uh, follow the forum. She doesn't, you know, she knows what she's seen briefly like on ESPN. I've played the majority of your videos for her. And she's, she's loved them all. But she has one that she just thinks is hilarious, which I find hilarious because she really doesn't know other than me just uh, telling her the backstory about it. She doesn't, you know, she doesn't know the characters. So I'm going to ask you, Druff, okay? And uh, I'll, if you get it right, I'm gonna add. Well, what did what did we bet last week? We bet twelve dollars last week, and I I'm gonna owe this for next week's tournament. Okay, I'm gonna give you a free roll. I'm just gonna donate ten anyhow. You're not gonna lose anything. Okay, what video do you think? You know, this is on the honest system. I'm gonna be honest. What video do you think my girlfriend loves the most out of all of Thomas's productions? Hmm. Um, I mean, you know, is it is it Sunday? Okay, I'm going to give you a second chance by just saying it's incorrect, but I'm going to say today's Tuesday. So I'm going to pretend that was your question. No, today's, or today's Wednesday, actually. <laughs> but no, that's not it. I'll give you one more shot. Uh, uh, party of the DOJ. No. Actually, it's the Matt Marifiotti awesome guy. Oh, that, that's that a good, that would have been a good guess, too. Yeah. She loves it. She fucking loves it. Yeah. That's awesome. That, that was a very yeah. good video. And, uh, I got a lot of grief over that recently. Yeah, I've read about that. Is he still like challenging you to rap offs and Eminem eight mile whatnots? No, no, he uh, he. I think he deleted or disabled his Twitter account recently. But he I actually wanted that. to get back at him. But, yeah, he, uh, he always now. does that with with the disabling. Yeah. Like he, he he always disappears and reappears in social media. And at first, I thought it was like truly because he was ashamed of. Uh, of of the negative publicity he was getting, but it turns out I, I've determined that's just for attention. Every everything he does is for attention, and I've also determined that a a high percentage of what he says is not true. Like I I have a feeling that almost all of the Lauren Kling stuff was false. I think. Yeah, I, but, hmm. Well, the hairy ass is still a chance. They, of that. No, that may be true, or maybe partially true. <laughs> but I, I think he probably picked a few true things out about her, and uh, other than that, just. Made up everything. Now you do have to wonder why she keeps getting back with him if he treats her this way in public. So there, there's got to be some truth to either she enjoys the abuse in some weird way, or like a battered wife sort of thing, or 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 maybe it really is about money. Yeah. Maybe she really is a gold. What leader. about the fact, though? I mean, of course, we can't uh, blame parents and you know reflect on their children, but. You know, the, the whole story about the father stealing the chip. Yeah, the father I mean, does seem like a piece of trash, I'll say that. So maybe, maybe yes. he was a bad influence. Uh, but, you know, you got to... I don't know the girl. My interaction with her, I think, is, is about the same as yours, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. And uh, But I, 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 I always pictured her as, um, like, this kind of quiet sort of, uh, almost like female nerd type that, that happened to get good at poker. And, uh, like, I, I, I didn't picture that of anyone in the poker world that she would date would be him. It just didn't seem likely. I, like, I, I, I remember when I first commented on this, I said, even though he's married, if he wasn't married, this is who I would picture her dating, someone like Matt Horolenko. Like that, that's who I pictured her dating, not, not Matt Marifiotti. But uh, I, I guess I don't know her very well. Yeah. So You know, also, just remember when I was listening to you, I know, I'm not sure, I, this is actually when I tuned in, when there was a caller that was wanting to donate money for a Wednesday 
free roll uh, that conflicted with other radio stations. Yeah. And I was thinking as I was driving, we are going to have one uh, next Wednesday. Will be Tuesday, but uh, when the week next after, Wednesday will be Tuesday. Wednesday. No, I'm saying next week. Okay, I'm sorry. Next week will be Tuesday, a Tuesday show unless something changes. But the week after will be a Wednesday show, Druff. Will it? I didn't know. Well, well we will. I will not be able to be doing uh, radio on Christmas. On Christmas? Oh, you can't, you can't do the Christmas show even though you're a Jew? I, I, I unfortunately, my girlfriend is, you know, uh, Catholic and family and other things and parties, so yes. Well, I, I want so to ask think, you something, though, okay? Because I don't think we're going to get the, the for Sweeps Week a very good audience on Christmas well, Day. Well, okay, but well, I, I would think we might because uh, – I um, think people are going to be with their families, well, eggnog, is, open gifts, then turn into PFA radio. Well, I, I'll tell you why I they mean, might because – You might underest- I know, overestimate I, this. Look, I'm, I'm, not a, I'm not a goy, but I can tell you this, that I, I believe that the big deal is, as far as Christmas is concerned is a combination of Christmas Eve – and early Christmas Day, and once you get to about noon on Christmas Day, even though everything's closed, um, I, I think a lot of people are bored. I think a lot of people, they've opened their gifts, that's it, they need something to do. So I think if we were on at night on Christmas Day, I think a lot of people, especially that they didn't work that day, whatever, uh, I think a lot of people would listen and would have time to listen. That's just my guess as a Jew. Uh, <clears throat> what, about, what about you, Thomas? Are you a Jew? I don't think you are, right? No, no. I'm a what is it? A Gentile? Okay, so so the question for you is: What I said correct about Christmas? Or, um, or, or, or well, hold on, let's wager. Well, you owe me a burger from something, Jeff. I don't remember yeah, what it was. I remember owe we had a burger, a burger bet about something. Yeah, I think I owe you a burger somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, you do. But okay, let's bet a, a burger and just give us an honest answer, Thomas. I know that your you, you, your reputation precedes you. Okay, do you want to go double or nothing on a hamburger, sure, with me, Jeff? Sure. Okay, what do you think? Whose theory do you think is more accurate? More, more, or, or basically the same audience on Christmas Day, or, or less of an audience should not do it on Christmas Day? What is it like? Aladdin thinks. Yes, this is called Thomas. What Thomas thinks. Okay. So we're waiting for Todd's answer, right? No, no I, we're I, for no, your I answer. Oh, okay. For your answer. Uh, more or less, I I would guess less. Listen, when I when I uh, on Christmas I go to my grandparents' house, and I get there around 11 a.m. and we eat dinner, and then we sit around and we open presents, and I generally don't get home until about 7 p.m. Thereabouts. That's what we'd be on. That's two burgers, Jeff. Jeff, I was so good at guessing prop and just and everything it seems. Wait, 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 wait. I'm not giving this one up yet, Harry. You said you but it was until- his answer. You can't challenge how he thinks. But he just said he doesn't get home till seven. We would be on at uh, nine but o'clock. His answer was he thinks it would be less. But it was another, another factor is there's uh you know there's usually some drinking involved depending on you know who it is. Right. Uh, I don't I don't drink anymore. But when I in years past <laughs> years past I'd be you know rather uh rather buzzed by the time I got home. I, probably I would think that would listen. help given all the technical problems we have. People wouldn't notice if they're drunk. <laughs> so, are you still contesting this, Jeff? You know, I used to, I used to have a college radio show that that was a fail show in many ways. Um, that really? it was it was on at uh, Friday Blog night. Talk? It, it, it was mostly talk. I also played some comedy music on there, like like Doctor Demento type stuff. Um, but um, it was on at Friday at midnight. I guess you also call it Saturday morning. And everybody who listened were drunks. But I liked that because they they couldn't be critical of the show, nor did they remember anything I did. Were you but, somewhat of a poor man's Christian Slater and? Pump up the volume. I, I kind of was, in fact. In fact, I posted a story. I'm not going to repeat it again on the radio here, but I, I posted a story on this site 
about uh, there were two stations in in one building. There was a smaller station for the school and the bigger station. Mm-hmm. Um, I was on the smaller station, and there was a girl do, doing her shift at the bigger station at the same time every time I was there, who I mm-hmm. really liked. And uh, you know, she 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 was kind of like an alternative type that I that normally you know me and her wouldn't be too compatible. But we got along really really well until I did something to really piss her off, and then uh, that was that. But, uh, now, let me ask you, this is coming off uh, from the wire. Uh, we have some users wondering, where can they find the, these, these shows in the archives? Uh, unfortunately, they're gone. I did, I did actually tape them, but uh, since they were taped on, on regular audio tape, I, I've, I've lost the tapes. It's been 20 years. Oh, you've lost the tapes? You didn't yeah. have them? Yeah, I've lost the tapes. I, I don't think anyone has saved it either. Unlike the Howard Stern appearance where it was able to be dug up from someone else's archives. Uh, yeah, the, these uh, there were actually some funny shows on there because as I moved away from playing music and having more of a talk thing, I had a lot of weird characters calling up, and I made a lot of outgoing calls. It, it had some similarities to this show, and even Ken Scaler appeared on there a few times. And uh, Lauren, the former programmer, or in case the current programmer of our former site, he was on there sometimes too. Well, he's actually just in all fairness, he only gets paid hourly. He's a con. He's an independent contractor. That's right. I forgot about that. So, so um, anyway, oh, the, see, BCR, who's one of the smartest users on our site, said, "I love the, that guy." For the, for the record, I think Druff is mostly right. Christmas Eve plus Christmas morning slash afternoon is the busy time. Christmas night is open. I mean, they they you know what they had, right? And they probably but still this have. wasn't unfortunately what BCR thinks. This was what Thomas thinks. They have That's... NBA games that go on Christmas because they know people are going to want to watch because they're sitting around bored, right? But we're not NBA. We're not the Heat and the Lakers. We're, you know, we're a different kind of odd. You think Beebs is going to be listening to Radio on Christmas or she's going to be out, you know, with the dildos and drinking? And I mean, come on. I, I think at night she'll be here. I think on Christmas Eve she wouldn't be available. Uh, by the way, uh, Muck Ficon wanted to know, why is IcemanNightlife.com gone? And I just went there. He's right. No, I'm sorry. I, I'm not looking at the chat. I did not see the question. Uh, I swatted uh, the domain. Well, no, I, that's been gone for a while. No, really? We have, I just went there. Well, and, yeah, it's, it's it's a GoDaddy Park page. It's very when, no, that, when we had him on last time, it was addressed that he had taken down that site and he had a new site that was coming up. Oh. Uh, he even gave it out, but it was even more fucked up to, to remember. And like there was a, like letters and numbers and symbols on the website, and, and we couldn't. Yeah, but he gave. I don't even remember what it was. But the last time we had a Mondroff, he told us about his new project. I don't even know what it was. We did the interview. Yeah, well, the, well Chico with, oh, Loco was. Uh, there was the El Chico Loco. Yeah, no, Chico Loco was uh, yeah. dominating the call. It was hard to. Right. Well, before Chico Loco jumped in, he and then, and then again after he told us something he was doing. Oh. And, uh, but of course, and he also said we'd be the first ones to get a sneak peek of it. And <laughs> I wonder what music he'll have this time. That's my my favorite part of his website, so the music that plays yes. in the background. But um, yes. have and, we decided? Do we accept Thomas's answer then as a verdict? I, mean, I guess or we you, have to because that was what I. Or I mean, it's not a challenge. No, I, I can't can challenge it. It's, it's what he thought, and he thought yeah. that it was uh, going to be a lesser audience. So uh, okay, so I guess uh, I guess the answer is to. Uh, Backdoor B, I think that was who called in about this, who uh, was going to donate the fifty dollars. Uh, you can you can do it because two weeks from now, we will be broadcasting on the twenty sixth. Even though people in the chat room are agreeing with me, uh, I guess. Well, I'm... I mean, to be honest, I'm not trying to force your hand. No, no. I, look, we, radio, we, we, we made do it. Bet, I just, we... I have, you know, I I won't be able to unfortunately because of the family and, I mean, you know what? I, I mean, I'm not Jewish, but you know, my girlfriend is, and I'm gonna, 
already been invited to Christmas dinner and just you know all that. No, kind of no, stuff. I, under, I understand that, that you can. That <laughs> I can't. I can't do it because I'm doing the radio show. You, yeah, know, you know how it, it is. It is true that some people are with family on that day. Where uh, now a lot of times by that point at night, the family's kind of just sitting around and watching TV or whatever because they've been with each other all day. But uh, you know, I, I can see where people wouldn't be available to do things like do a radio show. Uh, though I think for most the most part, we would gain a lot of people who otherwise couldn't listen. But but you know, if you can't do it, obviously. Uh, we're not going to do Wait, it. So you think that we'd get more people than we normally would get? I think it'd be about equivalent. But hmm. but that's okay. We'll, we'll we'll I don't care either way. We can make it Wednesday, and um, you know since you're busy, you're busy. Might as well make it Wednesday. So well, I'm sorry. Week, I feel like I'm just kind of you know what? just. Well, no, I feel bad. I don't want to dictate the days of the show. Well, no, but then no, on the other end, there's going to be more money. There's going to be more money now for the users because of backdoor, uh, you know, be and so it's you know it's a really a win-win situation. Well, look, look, I, I we've had so many Wednesday shows. I don't feel terrible about having it Wednesday again. I'm just saying that um, uh, you know, fine, we, we'll do it Wednesday. I, I don't really care. I uh, I'll be just as available on the 26th as I am on the 25th, and. Um, you know, I, I probably might as well just make it official at this point. <laughs> I mean, I would do like a midnight mass, like Christmas Eve show, <laughs> like on Monday. A midnight mass. Yeah, this is a very religious <laughs> site we have here. I'm sure, we get a lot of listeners. I, would never, that I don't care. Like if, if I mean, it's not that. It's just the whole principle of it. I, I would end a relationship before I would go with a, a girl to midnight mass. I've never done it. I mean, I know you haven't. Thomas, have you ever been to Midnight Mass? No, I, I didn't even know there was Midnight Mass was a thing. What What is Midnight Mass? I was going to ask you what it actually is. I mean, I've heard the term for many years. I know, like, people go there at midnight on Christmas Eve. Like, right, well, actually, it's technically Christmas Day, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know anything about well, it. Hold on, hold on. We, we have somebody that, that did go to it in our chat room, China Maniac, who uh, who has a show on, on your He's site, Brandon. He was going for praying for the poker. Maybe, so that's maybe. not different. I, I, I don't know. He said, he said, I did it last year. It was cool. Yeah, but he did it because he needed to run hot, and that it worked. China's had a hell of a year. Druff, uh, what kind of odds can I get that? Or if you had to set a line, that bad guy 23 has ever been to a midnight mass in his life. I, I'd say yeah, it's, it's probably probably about ten to one against. Right. Yeah, I, hmm. I just I don't think uh, he though he says I was an altar boy at midnight mass back in the day. So <laughs> you would have lost that one too. <laughs> you know, I, I shouldn't have made it. I shouldn't have made the odds. So, I shouldn't have made them so long because uh, you never know what someone's background was as a kid. Sometimes uh, the people who uh, at the as a kid would be. Uh, very different than what you know of them now. Sometimes the biggest degenerates now were very different when they were children, especially if they're uh, they're kind of uh, oh, I, you know what? I, how did I how did I mess this up? His mother's name is Immaculate. Yes, of course. Of course, he's been to Midnight Mass. That's uh, that's why I was going to try to get <laughs> that, that came from William McFML, but he's totally right. I, I I ignored the Immaculate factor. Had I, had I remembered that, <laughs> I, I would have totally made the line difference. Yeah, Damn that's it. funny. Brandon, what's the deal with Stephanie? Is she warmed up to you yet? Oh, Stephanie so, just got back. She was in um, she was in uh, New York mm-hmm. with uh, with his roommate Genevieve, and uh, she just got back. I don't know what they were doing, but uh, she's emailed Ken a few times. Ken has not seen her or talked to her since that Vegas disaster over a month ago. Well, didn't she say she was never going to talk to him again? Well, but that's BS. She she has emailed him. He just hasn't. She responded. seemed very, very adamant. Well, she, she did. Really seems that way. She. I, I can mm-hmm. guarantee you, 
I can guarantee that Stephanie is obsessed with Ken. She's like in love with him. And there's no way she would ever voluntarily keep out of his life. Like she'd be I could totally believe she would drop me. I'm not that important to her, but but Ken is a different story. So she has attempted to contact him and he will not respond to her. But um, I, I don't know how she would react if we called her. Not, not that I would care. I'm happy to call well, her. Well, you know, i got to be honest here. And, you know, if people want to kind of mock me or whatever, that's fine. I don't know. You know, maybe I'm just a little – my head's not on right. You know, after that whole thing with, like, that nurse in, you know, with the, in England and, and, you know, I don't know. I don't want to upset – like, I know it's good radio. But and you know her better than me, but I don't want to ever aggravate her to the point where it's going to just make her do something nuts. No, I, that's she, what I'm kind she, of worried she isn't about. Going like, to I, the, I mean, if you don't want to well, do it, that's know, fine. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Well, no, I don't mind it, but I mean, if it's just for fun and she's really not mad, and it's just, but you know, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. No, Stephanie, uh, she has pretty thick skin for this sort of thing. Okay, so, and, that's and, what I'm she's not going to jump off the roof. Or, no, like, go, she has go, pretty go. thick skin for this, and she also, uh, yeah. you know, she she doles out a lot of abuse herself. So, oh, okay. Uh, so, like, you don't basically need to feel bad. she's a, she's a bad person. Yeah, and pretty much. Like you, she doles out so much abuse to Ken and other people. Even I've been on the receiving end of this at times. That uh, you, you don't even have to feel bad when when you call up and mess with her like this. Right. As, long, as long as it's not like too. Like I wouldn't say you should do something terrible to her, but just like to just just to mess around with her. Uh, when I asked her last time if she had uh, fucked the guy for coke, I mean that's pretty terrible, Joe, from my book. <laughs> I mean, it's a reasonable well, question. Well, yeah, I, I get. Now you know, I think. I'm not sure. Seriously, serious, or Thomas has his charm. I think he. I mean, we could both try it. But what do you think? Over the long haul, she would warm up to more of a brute like me, or more of like a pretty boy sweetheart kind of charmer, like serious. Well, I don't Tom. know, Brandon. I mean, you've you've done a fine job at uh, you know charming the ladies in your lifetime, and uh, you know I, I think serious is serious. Yeah, but Thomas is an artist, and I think Stephanie's the kind of gal that like would be into like musician, artist, creative kind of guy. Yeah, she might be, but the only problem would be getting his foot in the door because once we call up and then uh, she hears, like, he can't just talk on his own or she'll say, who are you, where do you get my phone number? And then, like, he won't be able to get past that. He can introduce as a new friend. He can even make a, like, like, this is an example. What could I do for her? Maybe if she comes to Vegas, I'll, you know, call someone from yesteryear and get her an eight ball. But Thomas will get a video that have, you know, 500,000 hits about Stephanie on on YouTube. How am I going to compete with that? I'll make you a star. (laughs) <laughs> you know, by the way, uh, we're going to lose a listener if we call her. Jstat just said, Stephanie blows out my headphones when she's angry. I'll take them <laughs> off if you call her. And then Bad Guy 23 says, I'd be minus 300 to fuck her. Now, this is a prop bet I, th- I would easily take and win. I-, I would easily take that minus 300 because I can tell you, Bad Guy, if you met her, uh, you definitely would. You definitely would be able to. So I would take the minus 300 that you'd be successful and win. Yeah, but then you'd have to account for how much you're betting in terms of then the airfare to get there, to meet her. It'd have to be a high wager. Well, yeah, or he could pay his own expenses to get there. But uh, But what I'm saying, right, but that would have to compensate for the amount that he's winning. Well, no, but he he would get the pleasure of fucking Stephanie, though. (laughs) Did we ever – did a picture of Stephanie ever get posted? What does she look like? I don't have a picture of her, believe it or not. It's it's funny. I just – and she doesn't have a Facebook. There's nowhere I can really get one unless I just take one. And uh, but I, I don't have a picture of Stephanie. I wish <laughs> I did. I would post it if I did, but I don't. And um, uh, you know, I can describe her. But yeah, you've uh, met her, right? Oh, many times. I, I've known her actually since '94. Uh, 
but uh, she's... Well, I remember the first description you ever gave me was she was overweight and lumpy. And then I think you mentioned in more recent days that she's lost some weight. Well, she That's actually she got diabetes. And uh, she lost a ton of weight from it. That's actually what happens is uh, uh, one of the signs of being diabetic, one of the big signs, is a sudden unexplained weight loss. And I guess uh, she was so thrilled to just be losing weight for no reason mm-hmm. that uh, she didn't bother to go to the doctor about this. Like, like I don't know how anyone could lose all this weight and not question it, but she just didn't go to the doctor about it. And then one day she passed out. Mm-hmm. And um, went to the doctor, and uh, yeah, it turned out she was diabetic, and uh, so the if problem they, is, now with the sudden weight loss. If they would have found lesions as well, that's probably the AIDS. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was raising this point on 408 Mike's Fitness Show today. What is the best disease I can contract to lose weight extremely fast? Turns out, I guess the answer is diabetes. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. a, that's a, in fact that's how I know I don't have it because I'm I'm not losing weight. I you know. Uh, What's the best way to to get diabetes if you're perfectly healthy, male or female? Like just pound sugar? Yeah, yeah. See, I drink so much uh, sugar soda. I'm, I'm always I'm always worried that it's going to hit me. But I'm not can, losing any weight, so I know I don't have it. Can I tell? Can I tell a little bit? I know, Druff. You know, I've gotten to know you more in the last you know six eight months than in the previous four or five years. And I'm not to say we weren't close before, but you know, not it's a whole new level. I know you have the uh, secret. This of the giraffe lore that you don't like to get out there, but can I? Do you trust me enough to just share with with your fans and the audience just a little tidbit of of, of your personal life that I learned? Go ahead. You trust me enough? Go ahead. Okay, I uh, was in Caesar's Palace. I had a, a room there, and Druff was there the same exact weekend. In fact, this was for the uh, uh, seven star signature event, and I came up to Druff's room real fast after we had a nice, lovely outdoor buffet at the flamingo that was closed uh, by the pool it was closed to everybody else except for uh, you know people of you know drafts in mind gambling stature true story right Druff? yeah and uh, after we gave did we end up yeah didn't we we gave uh, or extra tickets to the, to this nice like, really gourmet buffet to a nice asian couple if i remember right Druff? yeah yes so then we walked back to Druff's room and uh, it was in one of the night newer towers, and you know, the room was nothing out of the ordinary. A laptop closed, and I noticed he had brought his own, uh, my, maybe an eighteen pack, but at least it was a twelve pack of Pepsi with him. Yes, <laughs> he carries. I mean, no, I, I just, I don't know. I thought that was just kind of like you was a twelve pack. I thought it was even bigger. It, it was a twelve pack, yeah. Okay, but uh, yes, I just walked in the Druff's room, and it, you know, this was the closest to. Him, like, personal-wise, I've ever been, and, you know, normal, nothing weird going on in the room, laptop closed, and just a 12-pack of Pepsi that he brought from. And it wasn't just a normal Pepsi. As I recall, it had, like, that uh, special logo on it. It wasn't, like, one of the old – it had, like, that old it, – it, It's, like, it's a Pepsi throwback. It's actually with real sugar. Yes, yes. yes. With real yes. cane sugar rather than yes. corn syrup. Yes, exactly. When Druff was gambling and, and, you know, walking around and just around the time, he was always carrying these throwback Pepsis with them. <laughs> I just thought it was. Funny. I, I, I do. I do drink a lot of Pepsi, and uh, you know the reason I bring those uh, those twelve packs to the hotel. It's uh, you're kind of on the right track, but not completely there. Here's the real reason. It's a Jewish thing, because I don't want to pay for it out of the mini bar. It's just uh, I, I drink so much of the stuff. If, if I were to pay right. for all the sodas I take out of the bar, first of all, there wouldn't be enough for, for a long stay. They had to keep refilling it. They only put a few of them in there. 
that I don't drink diet or any stuff like that. So, uh, but but also I I don't want to pay five dollars a soda when I could just bring a twelve pack in that costs less than one soda from the mini bar. So that that's what I do. And uh, yes. but I, I do worry that uh, one day I'm going to find I have diabetes, and uh, mm-hmm. um, th- at least at least I know because I'm not losing any weight that uh, that I couldn't have it. How many how many Pepsi's do you average? Just a day, not you know, like a normal or not an abnormal long day where you're up for twenty something hours and you're gambling. Average day, how many Pepsi? You know, I've never counted that. People have asked me that. I've never counted. There, there. I do have several, but there is one exception when I don't. When the answer is actually zero, when I get a bad cold, it just seems disgusting to me. So I, I, I will hmm. not drink any Pepsi or Coke or any kind of soft drinks when I get a bad cold. I, I just uh, I, I want to drink orange now, juice or other juices. I I just don't want anything carbonated. Or are just, you one of those types that when you wake up in the morning, co- uh, Pepsi is your coffee? Yes. It's like the first thing you go, you okay? You wake up. Druff wakes up, checks the internet, uh, blocks MWH through eighty-eight more proxies, and then <laughs> how long until you drink a Pepsi? Sorry, I'll, I'll I'll tell you what what I, what I do here is, is that uh, out of line. If it was out of line, just no, no, it wasn't me. out of line. Listen, I thought when, it was funny when I when I, uh, I this actually true. started. I'm gonna there's a history on this. This actually started 20 years ago when I was I worked a summer job at a um, actually like a big company that uh, does mostly to, like defense contracting and stuff. I was it was a programming job. I uh, I had to be there at 8 a.m. every day. And I love staying up late. I, I did back then. I do now. I did it as a kid. So I would stay up very late, get very little sleep, and, and go to my job and, and feel tired in the morning. So uh, one thing I would do to help myself wake up was I'd always bring uh, you know, a Pepsi or a Coke to work. And actually I, actually, I didn't bring it there. I bought it out of the machine there. But whatever. I always had one like right when I got there in the morning. And, uh, and I got used to that. And then from that point forward, for the last 20 years... I just got used to it, and I've been drinking a, a Pepsi or a Coke right when I wake up. And uh, even if I get enough sleep, like it's not necessarily a caffeine thing. It's just uh, that's what I do. And it just doesn't feel right to drink something else. Like I could drink orange juice. I, I could drink something else. It just doesn't feel as right as to drink a Pepsi or Coke in the morning. And I, I know it's not very healthy for me. And, and by the way, the X Factor in the chat thinks I weigh 270 pounds. I don't weigh anywhere near 270 pounds. No. <laughs> but, uh, it's going to be a, a pound over, I'd guess, oof. I'm going to guess, I saw you recently, maybe, I mean, because you're also tall. Yeah. I don't no, know that, if you realize how tall yeah. you are. Yeah. I mean, you're not, you know, you're with six, six and chain. I'd, I'd guess you're 224. You're very close. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm too, like, between two twenty-five, two thirty. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, no, not two seventy. If I was two seventy, I'd really be kind of in a panic. I, I wouldn't just be. Uh, I mean, I'd like to lose weight now, honestly. But uh, I, if I was at two seventy, I would really, really be putting a lot of effort to, to get lower than that. I, I don't want to be uh, two seventy, and uh, you know, hopefully that'll never happen. But uh, I, I, I do drink more of that. The problem, you know, one of the reasons actually that I'm having a hard time losing weight. Is because um, every drink I like has a lot of calories. Like at one point I thought, okay, I'll cut down on the soda. I'll just drink like uh, mango Snapple. Nope, that even has more calories. I said, okay, I'll drink orange juice. Nope, that even has more calories. Like a, you, you think orange juice is healthy, right? But it actually has more calories 
per ounce than than, than uh, Coke does. And you're talking about the squashly, the freshly squeezed Tropicana, not like the sugary stuff that's no, in no, the, like, like you know, Tropicana. Yes, yeah. I, I don't, I don't oh. drink this crappy orange juice. Like I drink the good quality orange juice. Like, Tropicana. like you're not chugging like Sunny Delight. Yeah, yeah. I hate. It. I've always hated Sunny. No, Delight. no, that's, that's gross. I never got that. No, I never it's got it. Like battery like, acid to me. Yeah, like I remember when I was like, <laughs> everyone always had that friend that like their parents bought them Sunny Delight and the kids loved it and. I, don't, I, I, I couldn't stomach it. You know, I, I, I was, it's hilarious how on those Sunny Delight commercials, they always try to promote it as a healthy product. Yes. I mean, that couldn't be further from the truth. It's like reverse marketing. Let me like, take you know, the biggest flaw of my product and, like, totally switch it up. <laughs> you know what bothered me on those commercials? Where they opened up the refrigerator and, uh, and they were going over what was in there. And uh, here, here's the uh, – wait, hold on. I was going to flip <laughs> – I'm going to play the, not the commercial I wanted. Here it is. We got soda, OJ, purple stuff, and two kinds of Sunny D. That's the part I wanted to get to. The, the soda, OJ, purple stuff, and then two Sunny Ds. Now, I, I, I actually liked all those stuff. alternatives better. The purple stuff was great. Do you remember the purple stuff? Yes, I do. The, the purple stuff was really tasty. Like the, I guess now it kind of seems gross, but it was it was really good as a kid. I loved the purple stuff. That was like a treat. The cold purple stuff. Yes. Uh, and then and then like the, there's the there's the soda. There's the orange juice and the sunny D. Now look, if I'm not in a purple stuff or soda mood, I'm going to take the orange juice, not the sunny D. Like who would ever choose sunny D over the orange juice? And Thomas, in general, what is your beverage? And of course, I'm not meaning alcoholic. Uh, just daytime throughout the day when you have a meal of choice when you're at okay. home. I have a really. I have a. This is awful. I have a bad addiction to uh, energy drinks. Yeah. I drink generally like two a day, sometimes more. Okay, I'm, I'm and scare, coffee in the morning. It's bad. I'm going to scare you here. I, I had a girlfriend in uh, 1990, and me and her stayed in touch over the years. In 2006, she popped a Red Bull, mm-hmm. drank it, and um, I guess she, she made a call to me. I was actually in St. Kitts, left me a message on my uh, voicemail about how uh, she hopes I'm having a good trip, call her when I get back. Less than 24 hours later, popped a Red Bull, had a heart attack, and died. Shouldn't have been because of the Red Bull, though. Yeah, that's got to be a coincidence. There had to be other. It was stuff. actually. It was actually. Um, it found like an enlarged heart, or well, no, I she mean, did. It, she did have some seizure problems of the past that had not happened in a long time, but it, it was theorized that uh, the Red Bull combined with with some medication she was taking for her back to bring on a seizure, which then caused the heart attack and instantly killed her. Hmm. Oh, Druff, you're stuck two burgers to me, and I know you, you don't like to lose. You're a very competitive guy. Now I have a. I bet, and you don't have to take it, you can, but this is what I want to ask. Now, uh, don't say anything else other, uh, Thomas, and do you have one preferred energy drink that you drink? Yes. We got soda, OJ, purple stuff, and two kinds of Sunny D. <laughs> <laughs> is there one specific brand you're loyal to? Yeah, I, I don't drink any oh. energy drinks. Okay, now, Druff, I will give you the option, okay? I will give you Red Bull... And I'll take every any other brand, or you can have Red Bull, and I'll take any other brand. He's specific to one brand. And, you know, there's other kind of – and, well, well, you're down two burgers. I'll give you a chance to get unstuck here. 
What do you think Thomas drinks? Is he loyal to Red Bull or some other, you know, Johnny Chan, uh, Rockstar, any of any other ones? I have to say, I'll take that he does the uh, the Red Bull. Okay, Thomas, Rockstar. Damn it. <laughs> Three burgers. And, so always, and just for people that are – thank you, Thomas. Uh, and I'll give you a percentage. We'll talk about it. And for right. people that are, that are keeping track at home, these are Kobe burgers. These aren't like your run-of-the-mill hamburgers. These are good like $18 burgers, $20 burgers. God, I'm running good. I'm running really good. Um, you know, on those Sunny D commercials, when they have the soda, it's always <laughs> – if memory serves, because it's been like at least 10 years since I've seen them. The soda bottles are always this, and they're bottles too, which is also, um, which is not always the most desirable thing because they go flat. They're always these bland, generic brands, and they're gray. They look like Diet Coke. Yeah, they just say cola on them. Yeah. Now, uh, let's see, we got soda, purple stuff. Oh, Sunny D, all right. That, that was Stewie all Griffin. All right. <laughs> see, even, even Stewie Griffin likes Sunny D. Uh, gentlemen, I'm just getting a report from our on site reporter. Uh, Cletus, uh, as it says on my phone, Cletus New 3. Um, and he is our on-site reporter. He is again at the ARIA, and he is reporting that, uh, you know, reasonably long-time forum member and radio listener, uh, Jeannie, Jay Ryderson, as I call her, or Jean Ryders, is playing right now action poker at the ARIA, live. Oh, I forgot about action poker. Yes. They're do doing think- Omaha 8 now, aren't they? That's They have to be, because that's why she would just be there. Now, what do you think? Should we call her and try to get an update? I mean, sure. Well, you, if you give me your phone number. Okay, well, let me let me just. She's not going to answer. She's a total unknown uh, caller. Hates answer. The unknown thing. Yeah. So let me just see if I can get her on the line here. By the way, speaking of the the generic cola, why does anybody ever buy the generic cola in the store? Like the there's the crappy store brand cola, like the the two liter bottles. There's like the crappy store brand for like seventy nine cents. And then the real Coke for ninety nine cents. Hey, this is Well, they're cheap, and some of them aren't bad. Like, but, but why I, save I twenty cents? I mean, isn't that stupid? Why not just go with a real thing for twenty cents more? Well, and then uh, Muck Ficon saying RC I, Cola in our chat. I don't want to be reminded of RC Cola. Actually, not RC. It was Shasta. It was it was Shasta where I had those uh, those Mexican girls over in ninety four, and they stole Shasta from me. <laughs> I remember that story? That was the worst story, one. man. Like a, a Mexican like ghetto girl comes over, tries to grab my dick through my pants, and then steals my Shasta. <laughs> this really happened to me. <laughs> I read that, that, uh, Doom eight hundred five asked in the chat, do they still sold sell Jolt Cola? No, they don't. No. No, sadly, the, that has been discontinued. That's kind of the precursor to the energy drinks. What about Surge? I, I think Surge is gone too. What about Tab? Is Tab still around? I don't think so. They they made a joke about it in Back to the Future, but I think it's gone. Yeah. What what was your favorite drink that is either just like very hard to find these days or not existent? Huh. Oh, hold on. I have one. If you want to bet a okay. burger on it. Hold on one I, second, though. I mean, it's going to be. <clears throat> if I keep losing these, I'm going to my whole net worth will be. Uh, Jay, Jay Ryderson. You're on the radio right now, but not really. Is it true my on-site reporter has, has told me you're playing the uh, multi-action, what have you, at the ARIA? Okay, we're gonna yeah, we're gonna call you right yeah, now. We need you to give call. us an update on on it. Okay, it's a fail. Okay, but I'm at the airport, so it's you're at the airport. It's always the airport. 
What do you leave multi action poker to go to the airport at ten o'clock? Who does that? Oh, okay. All right, we're gonna call you on the air now. Okay. Call me. All right. All right. Let me send you the number, and uh, we'll give her a call and see what's going on. Why is it everybody? Everybody you know, Brandon, is always at the airport. It's very, 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 yeah. Um, but to answer your question, my drink of choice that I love, and it's still out there, and I shouldn't say I love it, but I, it's, it's hard to find, and when I do find it, I always drink it. And it's like a, maybe a two sandwich shops that carry it. And I think it's a Pepsi product because I was a huge fan, and still am, of Mellow Yellow. Someone mentioned that in the chat. Did they really? Yeah. Okay. It Either one of you a uh, Mellow Yellow fan at any point? No, but China Maniac liked it. No, I've never even tried it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to send you the number now. We're going to find out about Action Poker, the the multi-hand poker you can play at the Aria. That was a big-time fail last week. God, everyone I do always calls always at the airport. Was it a big-time fail? I I thought it went uh, pretty smoothly. They they had five people on the game, and then the game just died. They actually... Like, okay, there you go, buddy. That was on, to, on the uh-huh. inaugural night. After all the publicity, they couldn't even get a full game going, and then a, and then any game going. So I'd say that was a fail. But uh, I guess that's weird. Game. You would think just for the novelty of it, they would have some interest. That's what I would think. But uh, the problem well, is I think it, because the stakes were so small. Yeah, I guess that. that yeah. Uh, anyhow, I sent you the number. Yeah, it's it's uh, calling up. It's a weird ring. And thank you, Cletus, our on-site reporter. Hello, Jeannie. Jean- hello, you're on. Jerry uh, Anderson. Yeah, Branderson. How What's are up, you? Dude? You are Hi, on honey. the radio with uh, Druff, myself, and special guest host, uh, Seriously Serious. Hi, guys. Jeannie, Hi. have you met uh, or any interaction, contact, uh, videos made about you or anything? Seriously Serious. Have you guys ever met? Of course. Come on, he's the best. Love Love the guy. Have you met? Have you guys ever met or talked or communicated before? I've never met him in person. No. All right. Well, Thomas, Jeannie, Jeannie Thomas. How you doing? Hi, Thomas. Now, our, so our, our just so track- you know, mm-hmm. I'm in an airport. So, and I'm trying to get to my car. Um, so, if it gets a little noisy, let me know. Okay. Now, our on-site reporter uh, just texted me that you were playing the uh, multi-action. I guess I assume it to be Omaha. That- Here's, we played um, eight-handed. Well, first it was pretty short-handed. We played eight-handed, six-twelve, and five-ten. That's limit. Omaha right. high-low. Right. How, okay. how, did, how did it go? Did it go well, or not for you personally? But like, how did the game go? I think it was a massive fail, and here's why. <laughs> there was a couple of observations that I had about the game. The first one was the dealers. Um, the dealers are good, but the problem is is that they were already coming into this game. Is it If it's a little noisy, just tell me and I'll move. No, no, go ahead. It's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, the dealers were getting a little frustrated, and they were very aggressive when the action was on a certain person, and sometimes the action was on you for both hands, so it was... A little difficult, you know, look, you only have two hands. You can only do one betting at a time. The other problem is if you have players who are not versed in reading their hands and being pretty quick in Omaha, it will be a horrible experience. And that happens. We had a couple of players who just... 
Some of them think they Go have ahead. the some of them think they have the low and they don't. Some of them don't realize it. Just uh, what about ones who want to use, use all? What, what if they want to use all four cards? Do you have that? <laughs> we didn't have anybody who wanted to use all four cards. The part the problem was is that players just kept looking at the board, looking at their hands. Instinctively, they could not figure out what they had. Mm -hmm. They were getting confused with one hand. They used big cards for one hand, um, little cards for the other. Each deck is a separate color. They use red and black, and they have two separate felts in front of you. So you have to keep your chips segregated. They also use different color chips. For example, for the 510 game, we were using red chips. For the six twelve game, we were using the three dollar green chips that the RU uses. I don't know if the whole table is a massive fail, but I think Omaha is not your best game that you want to play on it. I agree. Right. That, that does sound like a big mess. I, no. I can only imagine people like they, they they forget which hand is which, and and then they they think they've they've hit something big. And then it turned out yes, the other that, ha- that happened. Um, the other issue was with the dealers, they were pitching problems. So they're pitching to the wrong person, they're pitching to the wrong section of the table. It was right. just, it just got very confusing. I think that if people are playing limit hold'em or no limit hold'em, it's probably fine. But in the long run, I don't think that it's going to sustain. Right. Oh, you I should to, call Alan. You should call Alan well, Kessler he's, because he, yeah, he's contracted on another uh, another yeah, show. Yeah, another oh, so until the okay. contract um, January first, so he, the negotiating rights open up. So we'll negotiate. He gets released from his contract. Well, no, it's, it's over. Yeah, but we can't comment more. But um, I well, we just hard... spoke about it, and I and mm-hmm. I can tell you that Alan and I probably agree on all of the points. Okay. Well, then why do we need to call him? We we got yeah. it from you. Yeah, and you have bigger breasts because, than he does. Because I'm in an airport, and I just picked up my friend from New York, and she's exhausted, and we're about to get in my car. Since you're at this the airport. This is a friend. I'm going to see her tomorrow, right? Absolutely. Since you're at the yeah, airport, hold yes. on. I, I want to I do something here. Tell me okay. if this sounds like the tone that means you can take off your seatbelt on the plane. Okay, you ready? Sure. That was good. I like that. Real fast, uh, I got to ask the hard hitting questions now because I know you better. Uh, First off, uh, many people might not know you finished uh, four or six today, and the MGM two hundred fifty dollars horse tournament, decent cash, great job, congratulations. And then immediately, thank you so much. Playing two days of horse, I guess you don't have enough gamble. You didn't get enough gamble, so then you head to the Aria. Uh, to no, play. that's not true. After uh, I played the horse, I went to my doctor's office because I had to pick up papers, and then I went to the Aria. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, I took a forty-five minute break. How did you do? In, how did you do in the uh, at the Aria? Did you book a win or no? I lost a hundred, but I made a hundred on the bot. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, I'm it's fine. Jeannie is one of my bot students. It's fine. I am a bot student of Brandon's. This is true. So I pretty much, I'm pretty much left even. Um, at least I didn't blow the cash that I made today in the horse now, tournament. What cardinal rule did you break that I chide you for every time, Ryderson? Say that again? What cardinal rule, though, did you break tonight that I chide you for every time? Uh, it's either going to be raising out of position with 5-9 off suit. No, 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 no. What, did, I wasn't there to watch, so I wouldn't know what you how you played. But what cardinal rule did you break tonight? I don't know. What you did I do? You played a bot that does not give you any comps. Well, how yes. many comps have I told oh, you not geez. to play at the... Tell the audience. What do I tell you all the time? 
Right. Yes. No, You're absolutely right. But but I was waiting for the game to start. What am I supposed to do? I'm a degenerate. I had to play. That's something. what they're hoping you're going to do. Makes me exactly. Todd just said it best. Exactly. Now, now lastly, did, uh, were you wearing something? I mean, I, I don't mean to be rude, but Ryderson is known for her uh, brazier. She's like a Dolly Parton of poker, in a sense. Were you wearing something loose fitting in 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 that in your bosom area today? Um, well, no, but they're always sticking out. I mean, they're big, Brandon. What do you want me to do? Well, okay, I realize that. Now, playing the multi-action poker, do you think having big breasts in any way gives you an edge? No. Absolutely. I mean, I, w- I would think in Omaha it might because everyone's so confused to begin with. This just confuses them further. Right. That's what I'm thinking. If I thought it would help, I would flash them. It wouldn't matter. Um, I, you know, I to me personally, that. I really don't think about the fact. Was I the only woman at the? T- I just had to think about that. Um, I was not the only woman at the table. There was another woman there. She was quite confused, but no, I don't think it has any bearing. Well, I know, but if she was already confused, I guess you if you're you double D's, confuse. you know, and they're you know huge, and you're like ninety pounds, it probably would be distracting. Uh, you don't have to be nice. I admit that uh, with another woman there, you know, you're not going to probably distract her, but uh, she's already confused as it is. So, uh, you know, you can just confuse the men there. And you, you don't have to be 90 pounds. You know, they, they just, uh, you know, you'll just pull them out, and the guy, that's all they'll see. Exactly. So, listen, I have my friend Stephanie in the car, okay. and I have to go. Oh, but um, Thank you for checking in with us. But I, but I would be totally surprised if in a month, this table was still running. Oh, good. I think I'm going to win that bet. I'm going to win one. Yeah, I have, val- I, have Valentine's, I have Valentine's Day. I'm going to win that... one of my burgers back. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. Burgers. Yeah. Yeah, I, I owe Brandon burgers. a lot of burgers right now. Yeah. What, when are we going to the buffet again? Uh, well, I think uh, whenever Todd leaves his secret location and comes... This way, well, I'll He's in a buffet. secret location. He's yeah, always in a secret I, I usually am. Yeah, but but I, I'll be back for another buffet. Don't worry. Yes. All right, dear. Right, had a, our friend. Uh, I guess I can say no one knows who she is. I had a Stephanie and tell us. I'll, I'll see you both tomorrow. Huh? Hello. Yeah, her I'm phone's coming. Putting out. you on speakerphone. Go ahead, say hi. Hi, Brandon. Hey, Stephanie. How are you? I'm good. How are you? We're on the radio show. That's good. Big boobs rule at the poker table. Yeah, Stephanie's got big boobs too. Uh, Stephanie, I'm look. I'm glad you got her safe. I'm looking forward to seeing you tomorrow, one o'clock at the secret location. Let me, let me tell you something. Her boobs are so looking at him. Holy <laughs> shit, Stephanie! What the hell? <laughs> We're. I'm going to get hurt here. <laughs> well, ladies, drive safe. Don't crash because of the boobs. I will see you tomorrow. Okay. All right. Hi, everybody who's in the chat room. <laughs> Okay. I can't even stop. Da 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 Yes, it definitely was. Definitely was. By the way, people who who wanted to hear this outback segment that was discussed last week, we we've killed the segment because I we we didn't like the direction. That that was taking for the show. This is called Poker Fraud Alert, not Poker Fraud Radio. So uh, while it, while it can be funny to do things things like this, uh, we we didn't want this to become a staple of the show where the show is being used to uh, 
to scam businesses. That we're really trying to talk about preventing scams. Uh, before I, I get back into the Kathy Liebert story, which I never finished, uh, Brandon, why don't you tell people how it backfired last week, where, where you thought at first you might be getting free sushi as a result of bad guys' handiwork. What, what ended up happening to you? <laughs> well, you know, it was very, very interesting. Uh, and I thought about possibly calling and, and discussing this with them, because we do have it recorded. I called and I placed a sushi order. And I had the lady ring it up and tell me the price. And I even went back and looked at what it was. And I, I believe it was like 49 or $50. Yeah, it was $49. Like and, and the one thing you want to, may want to mention, I hate to interrupt here, but the, that mm. you ordered the exact same thing as bad guy tried to scam them for, which had to be a little suspicious if they were paying attention. No, I actually changed a couple things. Oh, you did? I didn't notice that. I, okay. I ordered like a World Series of Poker Roll. I, the only thing I think was the same was a garlic tuna. But anyhow, nonetheless, uh, what ended up happening was that I uh, called them, placed the order. They gave me a quote on air of what it was going to be, and I sent my girlfriend to pick it up for me, and they ended up charging me $28 more than what they told me on the phone it was going to be. And I looked online, and I was erroneously charged, and it wasn't as if she ordered or I ordered extra things that that, uh, they gave me and I paid for. I I got what I paid for, but without the the correct price. So... uh, that really tilted me. Um, I mean, I, I still ate it. I haven't called them. I never complained or did anything. But I also want to admit one more thing, Druff, and and you may be uh, maybe dis- disappointed. I'm almost ashamed to uh, to tell you this, but anyhow, I'm going to tell you. Just out of curiosity, uh, I think it was like the next day. Even part of it was because I was semi tilted about getting rolled by self, and after I read a thread. Uh, on Poker Fraud Alert, I ended up just writing a brief letter of, and I have not been to an Outback in, in quite some time. I ended up writing a brief letter to a local Outback in Las Vegas and uh, just exp- expressing some fake displeasure that I encountered at said restaurant. And uh, didn't, just kind of was curious, didn't even really pay any attention to it. About two hours later, uh, I got a message, you know, on my email telling me I had like a, a new email. And I checked, and it was the manager of the restaurant, and he had responded within two hours, and uh, told me that he wanted to talk to me. He's very, very upset about it. Um, ends up calling me the next day because it asked you to include your phone number. And I was just, you know, I guess I wanted to see if the poster who talked about this, if his, if his actual theory was right. And I talked to him, and I even felt bad and tried to, tried to downplay the experience once I had he called me and I was on the phone with him. Nonetheless, he ended up mailing me. I've not received it yet, but this is only you know a couple days ago, and I was out of town. He ended up mailing me a $100 gift card. For, for, but, now, but this is the thing, and so this is what I'm doing. Since I feel so bad about it because I, I, I just want to see if it worked, and it, not that I need the money or I'm trying to scam anybody – I'm going to be sending that $100 Outback gift card to that poor girl uh, with the two kids whose family died in gang violence, uh, Marissa. Oh, okay. That's been on radio. And I, I will be sending it. I'll be getting her address, and I'll be sending that to her, and then they will have a joyous Christmas. So, so, courtesy of Outback Steakhouse, a girl who had a, a very difficult life will be eating a nice steak dinner That's a, and, and, a, and a blooming onion, too. Yes, nice. I, I'm, re- yeah, I'm reading what Natural Born Hustler wrote. He's writing. He got confused because I switched stories. Nothing happened. They rolled me. You know, I ordered online. I checked the prices, 
And it should have been what they quoted me at, which was like $49 without tax. So it should have been like 50 something, you know, I don't know, $54. And it ended up being closer to 80 when my girlfriend showed up to pick it up. And uh, we have the call actually recorded from last week when the woman told me the price. And according to her conversation with Bad Guy, uh, Druff, this particular woman can go back months and months on a Saturday night and tell you what you ordered and how much it cost. Well, Bad Guy was right when he said that the Asians, they're just uh, very tough to get anything out of and that they're, uh, they're on the ball as far as preventing you from rolling them. So I guess he's right. Yes. So. so but I, felt, I did feel bad. I'm being honest. And then I thought about it, and you're right. So what yeah, you're thinking? Did I do something really bad? Well, I wouldn't say really bad, but uh, you know, it's not something I would support doing. And I'm glad that you were getting away from this because I'd much prefer to cover scams, not to right. perpetrate them it's, myself. It's worse than stealing from Starbucks because that's just one cup of coffee. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a greater value at least. But uh, you stole like twenty cups of coffee. But what I'm saying is the fact that I'm giving it to a poor twenty-year-old with a bunch of kids. That no, hasn't no. had red meat in forever. It doesn't justify it. The ends do not justify okay. the means. I it is know. still still dishonest. Well, uh, you know, one thing that I, I just never felt that bad when people did, and I, I guess time has kind of proved that feeling right, was when people would roll poker sites. I like I like never felt bad about that happening. Yep, site. Yeah, like you have to, like I never felt all that bad about it happening because I'm like these places aren't regulated. You never know; they could be stealing from us. They could be there could be all the shady shit they're doing that we don't know. And it turned out, you know, UB full tilt, like you know, like like yeah. look look what a, a genius ahead of his time website was for who, for rolling full tilt it? over and over. Who was it? I, I wanted to think or say it was C Money, but it might have been someone on another site that posted a picture. Of the casino on Ultimate Bet, in which it was roulette and it hit either red or black like 28 times in a row. Do you remember this? I don't remember that, but I do remember it was found that uh, their like Kino thing wasn't random. I think No SD proved that. Yeah. And uh, like there was so much shady stuff going on at UB both before and after their their scandal. And uh, but I just always felt like these poker sites. Like I, for example, I I had a friend who used to play on Paradise a long time ago. And um, they double cashed him out. He cashed out like seventeen hundred bucks, and they double cashed him out. And uh, then they caught it and asked him for the money back, and he gave them the middle finger. And I, and I think at the time he had no- nothing left in his account, so they said, "All right, well, you know, we're going to close your account." He says, "Okay, fine." So then he asked, uh, "You know, can he borrow my account?" And at the time, I wasn't playing on Paradise; I was focusing on on playing on Party. So I said, "All right, fine. You can have my account with the with the agreement that if they catch you." And threatened to close my account that you have to cough up the seventeen hundred. And this was a good friend of mine, so I, I knew he wasn't going to roll me. So he agreed if they ever catch it that uh, he can cough up the seventeen hundred. They never caught it, so he, he you know he had seventeen hundred from them that uh, he never deserved. But I never thought like, oh, what a thief, what a piece of shit for stealing seventeen hundred from Paradise. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, good, good job. You got seventeen hundred dollars out of them. I just I just always felt like because they're not regulated, because they were like, there was no assurance that you weren't being ripped off and that uh, they were just operating under their own rules. It, it almost was like just whatever happens happens. If you can roll them, great. Like that was that that was like for some reason I just didn't feel like it was that immoral to um, occasionally get something off of these poker sites as a player even through dishonest means as long as you're not cheating other players because you never know what they're doing to you. And, and I guess that kind of ended up being right because uh, um, that really is a problem. 
So, pardon my ignorance here, but uh, how successful were Yebsite's e-check scams? Did he actually get? Actually, Yebsite did not get a lot of money personally, but uh, he did successfully deposit and dump a lot of money. I don't know how much through the e-checks. I think he. I think he realized that. Uh, they basically didn't put anything through any kind of checks, and that uh, you know when they were having their processor problems, uh, he, he realized as long as he has a realistic routing number and a realistic looking uh, checking account number, even when just he makes up at the top of his head, that they'll accept it, and 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 let him deposit up to like you know two thousand dollars or whatever. And I, I I I don't know how he got the accounts approved for real money that fast. I don't know if he. I, I assume he probably didn't have to send ID because he wasn't cashing out, and then he would dump the money. And um, I, I know he dumped to a number of people. I don't know how, what figure is involved. I don't know how, how much he rolled them. But, you know, if you could bring me back in time and um, I knew if I could have known what Full Tilt was really doing with the money, I would have done it, too. Because, oh, come uh, on. <laughs> no, of course I, I, I totally would be. Who would, buy, who would I be stealing from? I wouldn't be stealing from the players. I'd be stealing from Howard and, and Chris and, uh, and, and Ray and Rafe who were uh, stealing our money. Eh. Uh, really? Who would I have been stealing from? Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't know. Something about it just feels wrong to me. It, it, it would have until you think of it. I'm saying only if you could go back in time and know what was actually happening to your money. That's that's what I'm saying here. Is it, um, it, it's it's a, if you knew what was going to eventually occur anyway, that they whatever money that they have at full tilt, they're going to blow. You might as well take it yourself. You might as well steal from them before they can steal it from you. I so. mean, I could sleep at night having done it, but. I wouldn't go ahead and do it. Yeah, see, I I don't ever feel any kind of remorse about stealing from thieves. If it, if if I can if they're going to steal from me and I can steal from them first, if I as long as I knew with a hundred percent certainty they were going to steal from me first, or they were trying to steal from me, then I'd be happy to gain from the, stealing from them. Like well, yeah, when you when you put it that way, that makes sense. That's like you know if you're in a fight to the death, then it's either me or him kind of thing. It's not even either me or him. Like let's let's say I could look in the future. And some acquaintance of mine, or even current friend or whatever, if I could look into the future and know with 100% certainty that this friend was going to steal $20,000 from me, and, and I, I can be certain of that future. God himself tells me this is your future with this guy, uh, unless you change something. I would not feel bad at that point, if I could get away with it, to steal 20000 from him, knowing that he was going to do it to me. Uh, that, like, I, I just wouldn't feel morally wrong with that. Like, if it's okay for him to do it to me... I feel it's okay for me to do it from hit to him, so I wouldn't just prevent it. If I could actually steal from him instead, I would. And that's uh, you know, you may say two wrongs don't make a right. And I know some people would. Uh, you know what I want to steal? What I want to steal is a good radio setup, actually, because uh, this, <laughs> we keep cutting out. I think I think we're back, but we have to. Uh, I I don't know why it goes in these bursts. We went a long time without a problem, and uh, but. Uh, Someone saying in the chat that I would be inadvertently stealing from the players if I if I did this e-check rolling, but um, I don't agree with that because if you know the money's going to be blown anyway, then like if you know that if you don't steal it from Howard that he's just going to withdraw it anyway for himself and you'll never see it again, why not take it from him? That, that's well, that's that's what I was trying to say. Let's put it this way: how much how much. Um total money where they rolled for was it like 60 million dollars on full tilt oh no it was like it was like 300 million okay and this was a big part of the problem or one of the main obstacles to getting a deal done 
which eventually happened with Poker Stars, right? But but they were going to blow it anyway. Was the point is that is that is that they really just about spent all their money. So whatever money well, they had uh, was going it, to it, it wasn't just that the processors they were having trouble with that was a big contributor to the problem. But um, the, the truth is that even if they had a hundred million more dollars, yes, uh, they would have they would have found a way to blow it and 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 either steal it or waste it all because they their their operating procedure was basically cash outs that are, are taking place here and and as long as these cash outs uh, we can keep processing them it's okay to steal the rest of the money because no one will ever know that, that, that was the problem so they were just they would just infinitely pay themselves more more and more and more uh, as long as they keep that same bottom line that uh, allowing here are we out again no no we're, we're, we're on but it, it keeps cutting in and out and in and out this is just uh, it's funny they keep some people are saying never cut out here maybe I'll just like, pretend it's not happening yeah. Anyway, uh, so so uh, I know some people see it differently, but I, I try to look at like if I take an action that's dishonest uh, against another entity that's dishonest, what will the net result be? Will will any innocent parties be worse off, or will only the criminals be worse off? They could if a lot more people had been doing it, because then no deal would have ever gotten done, and nobody would have ever gotten paid. Um. If okay, it is true. If a whole lot of people were doing it, if, if it was if it was me and a, and a thousand people who knew to do it, and 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 made the three hundred million become four hundred or five hundred million, uh, then I agree with you. Attributed to all the players, things could wouldn't be entirely your fault, but you would have been part of the problem. I would have been a tiny part, but it would have happened anyway. What I'm trying to say here is that I, I don't think that Howard and, and friends were stealing a, a set amount. I think they were stealing. Whatever they could steal, whatever the excess was, they stole. So if they had, if they had a little bit more, they'd steal a little bit more. If they had a little bit less, they stole a little bit less. They, they could just keep stealing and keep that minimum baseline of money still in there. That, that's my point. Is that uh, I, I don't think the, that um, it, yes, if a mass number of people were doing it, then it could have uh, made the number so large that it would have changed the probability that a deal would get done. But um, but but I think if, if if I knew that just only I knew about this and I could get away with it, I, all I would be doing is stealing money that that Howard was going to steal instead. So uh, you know wh- why not let, why not let it go to me if if it's uh, if it's going to be my deserving of stealing this money than he is because he's an asshole. But at the end of the day, you're still doing something that's very dishonest. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not uh, dishonest okay. in a way, but yeah. uh, but I, I just I just don't feel like it's wrong to do. Bad things to 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 bad people. It's I, I've kind of more of an eye for an eye person. I don't I don't say oh uh, you know you're doing this and I'm above doing this back. I, I'm not. I, I'm not above. Sure, I can, yeah, I can see that. I, that I've never sense. I've never been one like that. And uh, um, so uh, someone asked in the chat, why wouldn't I just blow the whistle? Well, if if I could have actually blown the whistle and ha- and be listened to, and and actually put a stop to this earlier, I would. But they if I could blow the whistle. Unless I had evidence, everyone would just laugh me off. They'd say, "Oh, this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. This is just a conspiracy theorist." They they wouldn't. I I, I could have been able to see everything in the future, but without any hard proof, I could have been screaming my head off if it was really going on at full tilt. And then Howard Letterer would come out and say, uh, "You know, this Todd would tell us he's uh, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's making up lies about our company. He has he he's has no access rigid. to our fun, our, you know, our information. Blah blah blah. You know, and." No one would believe me. I'd have a few people who believe me. Most people would say I'm full of shit. There's no way I would know. So um, that's 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 how I feel about that. But you know, finishing, getting real back to, back a little bit to the uh, Kathy Liebert. Uh, I, I know I exp- explained it before, but the, uh, the the 
pyramid scheme they had for this the PPA. Uh, the PPA, the Poker. I would say Poker Players Alliance, but it's not the Poker Player Academy. And by the way, as much as they don't like the PPA, uh, they had nothing to do with this. They they just it's an unfortunate acronym that's the same, but uh, they they didn't have anything to do with scamming anyone. Uh, but uh, this this really was an opportunity to sell poker training. You're selling the opportunity to sell poker training. And uh, as I said, they got uh, Kathy Liebert, Chris Levick. Blair Rodman and Bruce Buffer in on this whole thing. And uh, I have to think that Kathy Liebert wouldn't knowingly enter into a scam, even though I, I haven't liked her recently. I, I haven't heard of anything about her being dishonest. I really don't think she would either, Todd. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. But um, she hasn't said anything about it. She hasn't apologized to anyone. She hasn't said, oh, look, I was tricked. Like, if this happened to me, let's say, let's say they came to me and said, uh, hey, there's this great idea we have for, you know, Poker training, where uh, people are also selling the opportunity to sell poker training. So, so yeah, you could call it, kind of call it a pyramid, but let's say they convinced me this was legit, and there was really going to be training sold, and no one's going to get cheated, and blah blah blah. Y- you could make it sound like it's more of an affiliate program. Yeah, that's a, so if, if I was tricked into do, yeah, if I was tricked into doing this, and and I, and I promoted it. Let's say I promoted this on this on this uh, radio show and on my website. Uh, even if I was, and it turned out to be a scam, uh, first of all, I'd probably want to pay back the people who got scammed, uh, that 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 got scammed because of me leading them to it. I'd probably give sure. them back their $25 each or whatever, even if it cost me $1,000 or so, whatever. Uh, but even beyond that, I would at least apologize to everybody. I would say, look, I was tricked. I'm a victim as much as the rest of you. You, I, they, they made me think this is legit. They, they attached my good name to it. I promoted it. It turned out to be a scam. I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. Uh, so sorry to put my name on this. I'm so sorry to have led you guys to paying for this. That turned out it was just ripping you off. I, I would apologize. I wouldn't pretend it didn't happen. And that's what Kathy Liebert has done. I don't think that Kathy Liebert set out to scam anyone. I don't think she ever knew that anyone was being scammed until it was too late. That's just my opinion. I don't know, but, but maybe maybe she was scamming people. But I, I just knowing her character, I don't think she was. But but at the same time, she's never apologized. She's never told people sorry. Hey, anybody who got ripped off by this, you know, send me proof you got ripped off because of me, and I'll I'll give you your twenty five bucks back. Or uh, well, has anybody has anybody asked her about this or brought it to her attention? Because Kathy Lieber doesn't attach her name to very many things, and I'm sure she's had many many opportunities to do so. So it really wouldn't make sense for her to you know knowingly do it this time. For something that well, you know, really I, I have to disagree with that. That she actually has attached her name to things. She just doesn't get that many opportunities because she's just not uh, a very marketable player. Uh, and that's a, she just that, that's the problem. A caller, you're on the air. Hey, what's up, Drew? It's China. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Hi. Hey, welcome, China. Welcome to the show. So, hey. so uh, do you have anything to add here, China? Or are you just calling in in general? No, no, no. The, on the full tilt thing, uh, I. I know this for uh, I know this happened to somebody I know, and they could they could probably verify this. But um, you know how they have the increased deposit limit that you click? Yeah. Full tilt. Well, yeah. So I know somebody that had like a two grand two grand deposit limit or something like that, and they clicked it like every day or every three days for as long as they could, and it raised their limits up to like fifty k before they wouldn't increase their limits anymore. So they could yeah, just I heard about that. Sorry, go on. Yeah. 
So, so they each acted no, up that, by 50k and then, and then rolled them. I mean, I can say well, that they extended me way more credit in terms of the limits that I was playing than they should have. Uh, I mean, I never, you know, I didn't balance anything with them, you know, to give them a reason not to increase it. But in terms of the stakes I played, they gave me an excessive amount of credit. And at the end, like China said, I kind of made a game. And I, I, I was one of the people that just kept hitting increase. And it wasn't like, yeah, I don't think, every couple of days. But, uh, you know, maybe yeah, once a week. Huh? You're the one I was referring to, but I didn't yeah. want to say. But No, you, it's fine. You, I know you. Yeah, you told me you clicked the button every day just to see what yeah, it would do. It, it was very. I, I, sometimes I would go like, you know, two, three days in a row and then wait a week. But my towards the end. It, I can't remember the exact amount, but it was it was between fifty and sixty thousand dollars, and uh, that I mean that was just yeah. way excessive yeah. in terms. Yeah. And, and to, someone else I know um, that you know, used to be affiliated, uh, you know, and someone Jeff knows that we were friends with at one point uh, that actually owes a site had a credit limit of close to a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, on there, and that that he still owes. No, no, we we actually about it was that. it was eighty. It's eighty something thousand. Oh, is this an open? Yeah, yeah, this, we talked about. Yeah, yeah, never win rolled them. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay. That's I don't, well, I don't know if it was. I didn't yeah, want to call him. Yeah, yeah he uh, he he checked. It was, I think that the final number was like eighty eight thousand dollars, <laughs> and, and, and and he hadn't gone through all his credit, but it just took them that long before they stopped it because they were they were coming back bounced. He could have you know, got at least. It might have been even over a hundred thousand. I mean that that he had credit, you know, in, in terms of e checking. But it was like eighty thousand before they cut on, and it was shut down. Let me show you how bad I run with customer service. Um, I actually had a problem getting my limit raised on full tilt, uh, and I was I was good for it. And they they just would not raise me. And in fact, now this is a number of years before uh, you know Black Friday, and probably before Neverwin had his thing happen, but. Um, I I had some ridiculously low limit, uh, max limit. I asked them, "Can you raise it?" They said no. I think I tried to press that button, and it said it's been denied after whatever time. Then I I emailed them, "Can I have my limit raised?" They said no. I emailed them again and and tried to explain why I should be okay. You know, here's my poker stars limits. Um, you know, I, I try to explain all the reasons. Here's the limits that typically play. You know, here here's you know, I try to give them all the reasons why. I should have my limits raised. I think I even used the bracelet card. They they would not do it. Then I, I talked to um, I, I talked to Silence, you know, um, Realena uh, Calabrese, who now D'Agostino, who was friends at the time, and you know, John D'Agostino was uh, he, he was uh, affiliated with Full Tilt. He was one of the red, not just red pros. I think he may have even uh, owned a small piece there, and uh, and he was there early on too. So. She said, "Hey, just just mention John, and and they'll they'll do it for you." So I, I wrote a letter back saying, "You know, I'm friends with John D'Agostino. He he'll vouch for me. Can you please raise my limits?" And I got this really obnoxious letter back from their support, telling me not to name drop, and they don't care who I know. It, the decision is final. I'm absolutely not going to ever get my limits raised. This is the limits I'm going to have. These are the limits I'm always going to have, uh, and that uh, that's that. Do not contact them again. Dropping more names like it's a really obnoxious letter. So then I, I, I copied and pasted that to Maria Elena and said, what do I do? And then either she or John contacted someone at Full Tilt, and then suddenly they raised my limits. But it took intervention from John D'Agostino to get my limits raised. Maybe talk to Hoyt Corkins. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, uh, Brandon, what, what do you think of this Kathy Liebert thing? Do you, do you think 
uh, I mean, I, I assume you think that she probably didn't uh, uh, knowingly. Again, just knowing uh, personally in my, my, you know, limited brief, you know, interactions with her and others that I know that, that know her better. I, I, I would say that I'd feel confident saying that she didn't intentionally do roll anybody. It's not, uh, it's not her style. Um, in terms of like cheating and just all that, she has way more integrity than that. And that's yeah, but, my but, opinion. No, but the question is though, I agree, I agree with that part, but the question is at this point when, um, it's come out that it's a scam. It's been, this isn't a new story. It's been out for a while. There's nobody's been talking about it. If she knows now it's a scam, which she has to know, and she knows people signed up, you know, thanks to her promoting it, uh, wouldn't you think at this point an apology would be appropriate, or, or you know, even trying to find out who signed up through her and, and try to make it right with them herself? Uh, but at the very least, apologize for it and say sorry. I yes. didn't know. I was I was tricked. And maybe, maybe maybe that's arrogance. Maybe that's her just not wanting the. Uh... Backlash, but uh, and again, you're right. I, I totally agree. She should have handled it differently, but I don't think her motives were to scam anybody. Yeah. So speaking of uh, accounts being suspended and people getting cheated or cheating poker sites, this is from Bobby Orr in our chat room. He says Poker Stars has suspended the Poker Stars accounts of people who owe money to Full Tilt and seized their balance. So, so if, if well, you know what that was. There was a lot of debate about that, how they were going to handle that. I remember reading. Um, you know, a thread on two plus two, and they had not come to a decision. But I guess uh, you know he he lives in Canada, so he's able to play on both sides. So I guess he uh, can verify that that is what they decided they were going to do. Yeah, you know, look now, um, and the other issue uh, was that certain people that were banned, and I, and I still don't know, and maybe Bobby Orr does. Uh, they they still did not know. They wouldn't give an answer. And this was you know getting close to when full tilt was going to op- reopen. If a certain person was banned, whether it was for underage gambling, um, for colluding, for any bannable offense, would that carry over to stars? And they still hadn't decided. But I guess judging by that, they, you know, what you what Bobby Orr said, I would assume they probably went that route as well. That if you're banned on one site for uh, at least certain offenses that were serious, that you would be banned on the other one as well. Well, this, either this, one of you know, I, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with that, um, but. But uh, what, what I my, my feeling on whether they should or shouldn't, I think as far as the money's concerned, they totally have a right to do this and should do it. Where uh, if you owe money to Full Tilt from the past, and they can prove you really do, that uh, now that they own the company, sure, I mean they they have a right to say uh, pay up what you owe Full Tilt before you can play on Poker Stars. We're the same company now. Now we can give you a consequence for for uh, for rolling Full Tilt. Uh, you know, even if Full Tilt was not holding the money, it's it, the point is they bought them. They spent a lot of money to buy them. They bought all their liabilities, and, and people who owe money to Full Tilt, I can see Poker Stars having the moral authority to to do this. However, as far as keeping bans in place for people who got banned, I think they should be on a case by case basis because Full Tilt made some bad bans of people because their security department sucked. So I think Poker Stars should allow anyone to appeal this. And give all the facts. Like, for example, this uh, uh, she never came on the show uh, on a previous uh, show I ran, but uh, or I, I didn't run, but I was part of um, this. Uh, actually, it was a show I ran. It was the, it was the EV show. I, I correct myself again. I was going to have a woman on the Dandruff Positive EV show who played as uh, uh, Poker Girl Z, who I believe got rolled by Full Tilt. She was banned 
for supposedly botting, and I played her personally. I don't believe she was botting. I've been pl- playing her for years on other sites. I'm pretty convinced she was wrong, wrongfully accused. Are we talking about the person I think we're talking about? I I don't think Is you know someone, No? It's, it's, a, it's a woman. She's like about 50 now. And a blonde woman. I, I met her once, actually, in person. To talk was to this her. the woman she started a threat on 2 Plus 2 appealing for help? Over yes, yes, that, so. is, that is her. So maybe you do know yeah. her. Yeah, yeah okay. So, yeah. So, but she, I, I, after hearing her whole story, and keep in mind, this is someone I used to not like. So this is not like some friend of mine or something. I, you know, it, it went from someone who I used to dislike to kind of being neutral on. But uh, I believe that she got rolled by full tilt and uh, that she was wrongfully accused of uh, of using bots on there, and they took seventy nine thousand dollars of hers. So, I think cases like that, even though she's not likely to play on Poker Stars again because she's in the U.S. and I don't see her moving, uh, I think they need to watch cases like that and see if Full Tilt really had credible evidence. And if they didn't, then let the people back on. Where if if it was very obvious collusion things, where there is very a lot of proof, then uh, don't let them back on. Like, uh, for example, I know that even though he was banned on both sites, like Stocks Trader, don't let him back on. He was, he was, you know, pretty strong evidence that he was colluding and, and soft playing with his friend. But, um, yeah, other people who have may, may have questionable cases, I say give them another chance if, if it looks like that Full Tilt may have given them a bad ban. By the way, someone, uh, Lou Father in the chat thinks it's Shirley Rosario I'm talking about. No, that's, that's not who it is. Uh, so... She actually filed suit against them. Her, I'll give you her name. She, there's a public lawsuit about this. Her, her name is Larry Kennedy. It's actually a, a woman named Larry. No, she's not a tranny. <laughs> L-A-R-Y Kennedy was her name. You can Google that name. And uh, I actually met her in person just for this purpose of talking about Full Tilt. And and she told me all these shady things that she heard were going on there. And um, not not what they ultimately ended up being accused of and, and doing, stealing all the money, but she did say it was a very shady place and that, uh, you know, one day it's, it's going to come out. And I guess she was vindicated. But uh, I met her in person. She was actually, uh, she was an older woman, but but surprisingly attractive for her age. Like, I could tell she was older than me. I think she was about 10 years older than me. But uh, looked looked very good for her age. She's like a little blonde woman. But anyway, um she filed suit against them, but as far as I know, uh, the suit got thrown out, probably for jurisdictional issues. And uh, I, I tried to get her to come on the show, but uh, but she wouldn't. Um, she, if, I think, because of the lawsuit or whatever. But uh, yeah, these are interesting questions about uh, what to do about people who were had issues on full tilt that are now playing on Poker Stars. And uh, I think they're definitely right with the money thing. But, Thomas, what do you think of this whole thing? Well, if you're banned on if you're banned on full tilt for uh, colluding and cheating, it's the same company now, right? I mean, Poker Stars yeah, yeah, absorbed full tilt. Yeah. So yeah, if they were banned, they should remain banned. I, I see no reason to change that. Yeah. So, uh, uh, by the way, speaking of full tilt, uh, Phil Ivy has a new screen name on there. He actually has returned to full tilt. I don't know. He must be going on there when he's traveling or something because he lives in the U.S. He shouldn't be able to play there otherwise. But I thought this was a joke at first. It turned out it wasn't. Uh, do you guys know his new screen name on Full Tilt? Yeah, it's I, polarized. And I heard that Full Tilt sent like an email out announcing this to everybody to make sure they're aware of the change. And it's weird and I don't really understand it. Yeah, I think it's polarizing. 
Okay. But whatever. But it, it's kind of a weird name, especially because that's not really even a good description of Phil Ivey. He's not really polarizing. I mean, I guess the only thing polarizing about him is uh, what responsibility he has in the whole full tilt mess. But someone who I'd say is polarizing is like Phil Helmuth. Uh, I think I know why he picked. Why? Because I remember when he was on high stakes poker. Uh, I think Daniel was talking about, like, uh, he asked him if he knew what EB was, and they were talking about polarizing ranges, and he had he said he had no idea what any of that shit was, so <laughs> he might have just picked polarizing as a joke. Yeah, that, you know, you that's, know? that's true. It, it, it is it's funny. A good point. It, it is funny. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, um, there was actually a, a discussion on 2 Plus 2 recently where uh, they were talking about how Matt Haralenko said in an interview that he thinks all winning players use a lot of math in their strategy. And and a lot of people called him out for this and said, you're wrong. There, there are actually some very good poker players who really don't know anything about that stuff. They don't know about calculating uh, EV and, and, and using math concepts. I mean, some are inadvertently using math concepts when playing. But but a lot of them really just are feel players. They're, they're, they're kind of like the equivalent of, of baseball's guess hitters, the ones who just like think a certain pitch is coming and, and, and swing based upon that. Like Jim, Jim Edmonds was a well-known guess hitter. Uh, uh, and and of course they go through big streaks, the guest hitters, and the, the so you have the the field players, and and Phil Ivey is definitely one of those guys, and and someone that we're much closer to never win was definitely a field player, and uh, you know at one point he was very successful. So um, the, so Jeff, do you do you have any idea why Full Tilt felt the need to email all their players and say we don't normally do this, but uh, we're making an exception here to change the name. Of one of our players, that player is Phil Ivy, and this is what his new screen name is. I think that they were, oh. uh, they they just felt like they didn't want they they wanted to be one step ahead. I hate using that term, but one step <laughs> ahead of, of the controversy that was going to come up with Phil Ivy returning instead of letting the players figure it out and, and announce it and say why didn't you tell us and you know like uh, you know we didn't know this is Ivy or why is Ivy allowed on the site? I I, I think they wanted to beat. The controversy. I, I think I would have done this myself if I was managing full tilt, and Ivy returned. I think okay. it was just one of these things they had to they had to say. I mean, I, I you know, poker stars they they usually do things right. They usually come up with a the right thing to do. They, they've made some mistakes. I've, I've talked about. I've I've been very open about criticizing them for things. But but you know, they they tend to make the right business decisions. Even sometimes the business decisions I think aren't good moral decisions. When it comes to business decisions. They tend to really, really get right on with that. And I have to respect them for that. Is that an airplane that's passing yeah, somebody? Yeah, what what's this airplane? Somebody at the airport? I believe oh, that's it's China. It's always China, China are you in an airport? No, it's not me. I mean, I definitely hear like an airplane. It's not here. I, I'm hearing it through the headphones. Oh, I but think it's it just here. landed. It, it sounded like a smooth landing. Yeah. <laughs> it really tapered off. My first thought when I saw that email... And this could be totally off base, but my first thought was that perhaps Phil Ivey doesn't want to be officially affiliated with Full Tilt Poker anymore. He wants to keep his options open, perhaps to get sponsored with another website. I believe this was one of his points of contention uh, before the sale of the company took place when he when he uh, made that weird statement through his lawyers. And perhaps he demanded or requested the name change, and, and now Full Tilt is is announcing this to everybody to sort of make it clear that he's no longer one of our official full tilt pros now? 
but he might still want to play on the site from time to time. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I mean, I, I could see this where he where he wouldn't want to play as Phil Ivy and have people be confused that he's still a pro there. So he was he was so uh, he was one of the major faces of the site uh, the first time around, and this is maybe like now he's not playing under his own name and he's just a screen name there. Uh, so it, it could be something like that, like that he definitely just doesn't want to play as Phil Ivy. He wants to pick something that's totally not associated with his name beforehand. Not so much to hide, but just to kind of not be uh, not be shown that way. So uh, anyway, he is back on full tilt. And uh, something else related to full tilt I want to talk about this week was uh, Rafe First, who is the kind of the least talked about board member of full tilt, who has uh, an amount of guilt that isn't really known. Um, everybody knows Howard's guilty. Everybody knows that uh, Ray Batar is guilty. Most people believe that Chris Ferguson is guilty. But what about Ray first? He was on the board. He was the last member of the board. And he has really not been mentioned very often. He did own much less of the company than the other three did. Much less, probably by a factor of like six. But uh, he only owned 2.6% of Full Tilt. I thought he was one of the original guys. He was, but he just for some reason didn't own as much. But uh, Rafe first, it, it's never been really, it's never really come out that he was actively involved in these decisions to uh, steal the money from Full Tilt. But at the same time, uh, no one really believes that he was completely ignorant to it, or at least that's not commonly believed. It's kind of in the middle that uh, people don't, they don't know exactly how much culpability he had, but... Uh, He's not totally innocent either. Uh, but anyway, here's an article from Card Player. Rafe First is waving goodbye to his Swiss bank account conti- containing shady full tilt money. First accused in September 2011 of helping orchestrate the biggest fraud in online poker history has settled with the U.S. government for an undisclosed amount. He will pay a fine of 150000 which is very little for considering what he got from full tilt, uh, in addition to handing over money in a, quote, trust account tied to his full tilt proceeds. Prosecutors dropped the civil money laundering penalty of 11706000 which is the amount he allegedly received in distributions while with the company. Government said that at least part of the $11.7 million was deposited into, into a bank account uh, in Switzerland. So uh, they're not taking $11.7 million from him. They're taking whatever's in the Swiss bank account, which could be anything. It could be... Uh, a dollar, it could be a few hundred thousand, it could be a few million, but it it apparently isn't uh, all that close to eleven point seven million, or else they'd probably say it. But um, isn't isn't one of the reasons to p- hide your money in a Swiss bank account to avoid exactly this? Yes, yes, that is kind of funny. But uh, and who knows, he may have two Swiss bank accounts. <laughs> He's Maybe this part is the decoy Swiss bank account. Yeah, that would actually be a smart thing to do. Is just like have a few Swiss bank accounts. And you have one you're ready to hand over if you get busted as a settlement. And then uh, make it look like you're cooperating. Maybe that's what he's really doing here. Mm-hmm. But uh, that, that's what's happening. And um, uh, he owned 2.6% of uh, Tiltware LLC. It, it kind of surprises me that he only got $11.7 million during the lifetime of his full tilt ownership with 2.6%. That sounds like a small number, 2.6%. But you got to keep in mind, guys like Eric Lindgren, who I believe owned less than that, we're getting like 250000 a month for quite some time. So if you get that for four years, you've made $12 million. 
and and Ray First is, was there for so long. Uh, you have to think he got more than eleven point seven million, but you know maybe that's all he got. I don't I don't know what to say, but um, he is giving up this this Swiss bank account, and they're dropping the money laundering penalty that they were trying to hit him with. So I I think he's going to get out of uh, anything further at this point. Which, which so is, no criminal charges, no possible jail time. Yeah. but they're taking his money. I mean, it really is like a slap on the wrist here to to get away with this, and you know they're still going after. Uh, Howard Letterer and Chris Ferguson. That's it's not clear what's going to happen with them and their money. But uh, actually, that that seems pretty harsh. I mean, the way it usually goes with white collar crime, isn't it that you do a little time, but you still profit massively? No, they they try to they try to take it from you. They they try to uh, you know pay back the victims or whatever. There's there's, there's the restitution phase of a, now if you if you've blown through all the money, then there's a lot of times nothing can be done. And, that Michael Milken went to prison and made like four billion dollars. That was a little bit of a different story, but uh, yeah. you know. So so anyway, they uh, that so that's what happened to Ray first, and you know, Ray first. I I had a personal story with him, not about scamming, but uh, one of my unfortunate moments in the World Series in the 2007 World Series. I sit down. I'm playing the very first event. I think the very first event of the year of anyone. I think this is the first event that anyone can play that was an open event. It was the five thousand dollar buy-in. Mixed limit and no limit hold'em event. I think the only year they had a five thousand dollar one of that. So I buy in, get Dell Pocket Fours. Um, I, I think it was like Ray first raised. I think I flatted. I think there was a three bet behind me. I think Eric Lindgren did it or something. But anyway, we we uh, both called, and the flop came like uh, uh, eight four deuce, and. Uh, we both checked the the original three better. I think it was Lingren bet. Uh, Rafe called. I raised. Anyway, after a raising war, uh, me and Rafe got all our chips in. Uh, the original three better pre flop said he had aces. That you know you can understand that folding after all that action. I had fours. Rafe first had eights. So that was the end of me. I think the second hand of the tournament. Interestingly enough, Alan Cunningham, I believe, busted on the first hand of the tournament. I wasn't even the first one out, but uh, but that was a terrible way to start that series to uh, set over set on the second hand in the no limit part. Uh, so uh, that that was my Ray first story, and uh, you know, as as if he didn't need more money. I don't know if he cashed in this, but uh, of all people to take my money, he takes my money twice. Ray first, you got the one two Teddy. So, <laughs> so that's that's what's happened this week. We, we uh, uh, I'm out of uh, stories or things to talk about. We are uh, on, on the later side right now. Yeah, um, so, I'm getting a little hungry. Again. And, and you're getting hungry, and uh, you, know, you can go play uh, multi-hand poker. Yes. And if anybody wants to call in for a river phone call or whatever, seven seven five fraud fifty five seven seven five three seven two. Eight three five five, or I, I don't want to neglect the Mount Charleston phone number. I knew you wouldn't. I I I almost went there just to see my phone, it, but it's just a little bit of. A is problem. in that what is it on the east side cabins or the west side? It, it's it's on the east side, and it's uh, you know it's it's pretty high up there. But uh, I almost went there to go visit my phone, but it just it just seemed like too much effort. Forty five minute drive each way from Vegas. People don't even know that there's a real rotary phone sitting up there on the stool on a pedestal. 
uh, on a pedal stool, yeah. And uh, I really wanted to see it, but uh, maybe next time. But uh, um, you, it'll be snow on top of that mountain very soon. And uh, you know what? Before you do that, there's one thing I wanted to read. I wanted to give a brief Jenny Anderson update. Jeff, did you happen to uh, catch her uh, recent Facebook post? I didn't, but let's see, let's see if I can go over there and look at it right now. I, I have a, I don't think you know what I may not even have her on my Facebook. I know I have Young Smooth. Let's see if she. Well, let's see. I may two, not have two, Jenny Anderson. Two mutuals, or she might have. Who are our two mutual friends? Uh, no, it's only yeah. You're not a mutual friend of hers. Ah, oh, jeez. Let me find it. This is pretty. This is some fucking funny shit. Well, this is ten hours ago. This isn't the one, but she just writes. Like all of a sudden, like she's happy and like talking about drinking coffee, and then it's like, "You're a fucking bitch to try to sit here and ruin my relationship with someone I love more than anything." <laughs> That's out of the blue. And then, then, then of course, sorry. This is like she's a massive fa- Facebook tilt. Sorry, friends. It's time to deactivate my account. Hit me up on the phone. Right, hold on, let me. Oh, you know what? I was actually tagged in this thread. So hold on, let me just go to my Facebook. I'll you know, all, all these people disable their Facebook accounts. I've never done yeah. that once. I, I don't get it. They I, make I it very, either. very difficult. If you ever tried to delete your Facebook account, Facebook is very reluctant. They, well, they, do so. they do kind of, it's not that hard to do, but it is. They do try to kind of make you, like, talk you out of doing it on the way. But What uh, do they do? I mean, I just see deactivate. I've never done it. But oh, no, it says, like, that. are you sure you want to? Or, the, you know, what, what's the reason? Like, they, they do put you through And then like, you even have an easy way to re-enable it. It's, like, never really deleted you can easily bring it back, but well, that's uh, what I'm saying. I, I think it's fairly, I think it's fairly simple to deactivate your face account. But if you want to just get rid of it altogether, oh um, yeah, they make very, you jump through a lot that. of poops. And I think the reason is they really want to retain your personal data because that has real financial value to Facebook. Yeah, and, and Facebook, uh, I just hate when people disable their accounts, and uh, I'm like, oh okay, you know, I want to write to this person now. Like I, I just. I just take for granted that once they're on my Facebook that I'll be able to reach them at any point. So I don't bother keeping up with what their phone number or e- current email is or whatever. I just say I can Facebook them. And then I look and they're gone. And they haven't unfriended me. They've actually just deleted their account because of some drama. And, and I, I just yeah. think this is stupid. Like, why? I don't think you can actually – you can correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Thomas. You probably know better than me. I don't think you can delete your Facebook can't does don't they just make it so you can deactivate it? Yes. But even if it's a year, like two years, every you can still reactivate it, and it's, everything just reappears. Is that correct? I, I've never tried. I don't know. I don't know personally. I just hear oh. that it's extremely difficult. Maybe impossible. Maybe it is impossible. You know, I'm, I'm gonna. I probably shouldn't tell people this, but uh, oh, tell us what the hell. No, it's not. A, it's not a personal story about me. It's a. Uh, um, it's something you can do on Facebook to cause oh, a lot oh. of havoc. Um. Oh, oh, Facebook is very easy to fake being someone else. All you have to do is take their picture, their main picture, make that your picture. Make you make a new fake account, make their main picture your picture, and choose their same name. And then the worst thing is, it's so easy to fake being them. You just go to their friends' pages, which often are just open for anyone to comment, and then comment there. So, like, I could make a fake Brandon Gerson. Go to people I know that would know Brandon, that have an open wall that isn't that doesn't have like a page that's uh, like all privated up, like one that's just open. With like yours? Not yeah, not like mine. But you just go to someone's page and uh, I know knows Brandon. I know that it has Brandon as a friend there, 
And and you can't usually can't make a wall post there, but you can make a comment on their wall. So like the person says, "Hey, it's nice and warm today," and then I post back as Brandon with Brandon's picture and Brandon's name. You know what's also hot today? All the guys that saw Chippendales. Look, I guess it's time I come out of the closet here and tell you that this whole thing with being the Vegas ladies' man, it was all a cover. I've really liked dudes my whole life. Like, I could write a convincing-looking thing. Druff, would it be really fair to say that you have better Facebook security than some Midwest banks and small cities do on their banking systems? Well, definitely better than the Sun First Bank in Utah. <laughs> but, uh, um, you know, the, the thing is you could do this and, and really come off convincing. Like this is as long as you don't go too over the top with it, you could easily fake someone who who already thinks you're on their friends list, or that you know they they you are on their friends list. You just make a fake one of them and post on their wall, post something like semi outrageous but not so crazy they'd know it for sure it's not true. And and you could really create a lot of havoc. And I've seen it done before. It'd and, be really hard to verify too. Even if they look at your page, you have all the right friends and. You know, yeah, yeah, probably that's the, all the right information. This is great. We're on Poker Fraud Alert Radio, teaching people how to be imposters on Facebook and roll Outback Steakhouse. Well, no, but I'm, I'm trying to give this information <laughs> for uh, purposes so you can understand if it's being done to you. Like, for example, a yes. fake Chris Ferguson tried to add me, and Chris Ferguson actually had a lot of poker friends that fell for the fact that, that they thought it was Chris Ferguson because it all looked real. But then I noticed there just weren't enough friends. Like it, it just was, it just looked wrong to me. And then I looked more carefully, and it was clearly a fake one. And I, I, I think it was actually Yebsite who did it. But uh, whoever... <laughs> does, does Facebook not monitor these things? Because I know Twitter is very militant about tracking down the uh, imposter Twitter accounts. That's why all the fake celebrities you see on Twitter usually have something in their description saying this is not the real Chris Rock or something. Well, like that. they that's because the, yeah, Twitter has like verified accounts. I don't th- uh, of people who are celebrities. I don't think that Facebook has any verified accounts. So you'll see, like, if you type in certain names of celebrities, you actually see a lot of names come up that are that with the pictures and everything of, of that celebrity that are not that person. And, and, of course, morons on the page that have fallen for it. Uh, but, but forget celebrities. It's actually fairly easy to just impersonate people you know and then go to their friends' walls and, and make posts and, and just get them in trouble. And, uh, you know, I'm telling you guys... Well, look at El Chico! They got people out there now impersonating, impersonating, impersonating someone. <laughs> there, there is a, there's an El Chico loco, I think, in the Philippines who uh, runs a runs a radio station. I found him on YouTube the other day. Really? Yes. That's, That's hilarious. He does one of those wacky drive time shows with the sound effects. I'm gonna have to get in contact with him. But, uh, but drive time in Man- in Manila sounds like an exciting show. Um, anyhow, so this ends up on my wall, which is the only reason I read this. Thirty-eight. Uh, thread uh, post on Facebook, or 38 post thread, whatever you want to call it. So she, for whatever reason, uh, Julia the Porn Star writes on Facebook, moving back to Vegas with Brandon Gerson and Anthony Salvador, which I have no idea who that even is. So one of her, I guess, girlfriends, Sarah, named Sarah Munoz, writes, when? uh, Julia writes, like a week probably. L-O-L-Y. Sarah. I was going to say, I should go see you before you move so far away again. Jewel, Julia, yes, please do. I want to see you so bad. Sarah, it would have to be next weekend, though, because I work all week. You, you should stay till then. Jules, are you busy tomorrow night? Sarah, I already have plans all day, and I work early on Monday, so I'm usually in bed in the week, uh, early during the week. 
Jules, okay, I'll stay if you come see me Saturday, but you have to promise. I'm only staying for you, so you better promise to come see me. Sarah, we can come tomorrow, actually, if you pitch in with some gas money. Or if not, we'll have to wait till next Saturday after I get paid. Ju- Julia, how much gas money? Sarah, like 25 Sarah, again, or we can wait till Saturday because I get paid next Friday. Julia, let me see if I have that on my card. If not, I have a check. <laughs> For fifty dollars, I can sign over to you, and then you can give me twenty five dollars, and then we're even. He sounds like someone needs to get back to porn. <laughs> Julia, again. So just come tomorrow, bring the twenty five, and I'll sign over the check to you. Oh, okay, Julia, again. Or I can give you fifteen cash because I only have eighteen in the bank. Sarah, that will be fine. Send me your address. I mean, is that me or is that just, that's insane, these, these right? Big money transactions being discussed here. <laughs> it's crazy. You know, you know. By the way, I was thinking of what I was just talking about with the Facebook uh, thing, and uh, yeah. you know how they talk about the cyberbullying nowadays in high school, where people you know use Facebook to create groups about people in their school and talk shit about them, and uh, you know people get all depressed and even some suicides and all that. Now, I, I didn't grow up in that time, and I, I know uh, you didn't, Brandon, and even, even Thomas here, who's younger than we are. Um, I, I don't think, Thomas, when you were in high school, there, there was no Facebook, of course. And there, you know. uh, that was during the MySpace era, I oh, believe. Was there MySpace then? I, guess I think was. towards the tail end of high school, uh, MySpace was okay. a thing, yeah. Okay. But so what, do you, did, did you know of any cyberbullying that was going on then, or had that not really been discussed at that time? Um, not really, no. It's only recently do you hear about things like, the mother creating the fake Facebook profile to antagonize her daughter's enemy and then their suicides and nasty yeah. stuff like that. I, I have to say, I, like, if I was like 16 years old now but the same person, um, even if you take away the, you know, all the years of experience I've had since then, um, if I was the victim of this, if people like, like talk shit about me on Facebook or, or did any kind of like cyberbullying to me, like I would have so many ways to respond to this. Like, I, I, I could trash someone so hard on Facebook with like, what I just talked about. I, I could just like I, I could just do so much damage here. I would uh, I, I actually kind of wish I was a kid back then and was cyberbullied just so I could like re cyberbully people. But uh, I'm never gonna get that chance. It's sad. I, I do wish I could be like a re cyberbully. But uh, well, I mean, you still can. No, it's not the same when you're 40. You know, I, I mean, <laughs> it's not the same. You know, but I I it, you it, have been the victim of cyberbullying. Well, I mean, I, I guess, so, but it's not the same thing. You, know, you have I'm just not, cause. I'm not. I'm not a kid here, but uh, possibly. But <laughs> it's it's just. Uh, I I can imagine some of these kids are very mean with what they do when uh, you know when they, they do the cyberbullying. But I've always thought like like how appropriate how how often does it happen that the cyberbullies then get rebullied? Almost like like the bully in that uh, Johnny Chan video got bullied and thrown in the pool. Like, like, how often do the cyberbullies get rebullied by someone who fights back and just like totally fucks up their world on Facebook? How often does that happen? Know. They, they're they're trying to make this illegal. I I don't see how this could possibly be enforced. But uh, I, in fact, I think there may already be some cyberbullying laws on the books. We might be talking about illegal activity here, Todd. Yeah, yeah. Someone someone just uh, said in the chat. Maybe you'll get lucky and Benjamin will get bullied, Druff. Well, you know, if Benjamin, if, if he gets cyberbullied when he's in high school, you know, uh, uh, 13 years from now or whatever, um, I, I think I'll, I'll have some good tips to give him on how to fight back. I think, uh, I think he'll have the right father to, uh, to deal with that. But, uh, you and, see, I don't, I don't take cyberbullying all that seriously because 
the internet's kind of a messed up place where people say horrible things to each other under the veil of anonymity. It's not anywhere remotely the same as having people saying horrible things about you in real life. Well, yeah, like, well, you, know, you know who's actually more of the victim of cyberbullying, it seems, from what I read, is girls. It seems to be more girls that have this problem. Like, I guess, I guess the two big things that seem to be done to these uh, teenage girls by other teenage girls are, one, spreading around that they're a slut. That seems to be a big one. And then, and, and two, spreading around that they're a lesbian. Like, those, for some reason, these two things, uh, they, like, the bitchy teenage girls do this to other girls maybe ones that are less popular or whatever. Like that, that seems to be the big thing that are done. And then the ones that kill themselves over cyberbullying, not always, but again, typically are, are teenage girls. And for whatever reason, it either doesn't happen to the boys as much or they take it better. But I mean, um, the same the same thing happens in the hallways of schools, you know, just well, gossip I, 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 and, and things like that. The, actually, the one thing that's really bad that, uh, that didn't exist before is the leaking of, of like um, – Compromising photos. Oh yeah, yeah. It just gets spread all over the internet. That's horrifying. And yeah, yeah. That that is true. Really in my day, like you know, in the, in the eighties, uh, even if compromising photos did get leaked, they were digitized. It would be it was such bad resolution. You'd be looking at uh, you know a, a sixty-four color picture of my penis. You know how much could you see? You know. I mean, back back in the day where I came from, you know, there wasn't any cyber bullying or any of this. When they were mean to the girls, it just usually made them become bulimic. <laughs> I mean. Do you remember all that? That's wasn't it like bulimia? One of the, you know, like you make fun of a girl, then she would eat and throw up. You know, I, mean, um, I, I actually had a situation. I've never told anyone this before, but I'll. I'll uh, I'm actually going to reveal a personal thing here. That this isn't even a joke. It's it's a serious. You were a bulimic once. No, no, no. I, I think you've seen my stomach. You know that's not true. Uh, uh, my I had a girlfriend who had a bulimia problem. Not anyone anyone would know here. It was a long time ago. It was in the, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. But, um... Let me guess. Hold on. Let me, before you even go on, you'd get mad because you take her out for dinner and you didn't think she was getting full value. And as a Jew, you wanted a half back. Something, I mean, something like that. It's a good guess, actually, but not true. That, that would happen. But it did bother me. But no, uh, she she had a, a lifetime bulimia problem that began in high school, and um, I, I obviously it's very unhealthy. It's, you know, bulimia kills people, and uh, you know she would get over it and then come back, and she'd get over it and come back. So I, I actually had the experience of of this girl uh, would want to make herself throw up, and in order to prevent this from happening, like you know we were living together at this point, in order to prevent this from happening, I knew she, that that's what she was doing. Um, I, I would actually go into the bathroom where she's about to do it and, and uh, not allow her physically to do it. I actually pull her hand out of her mouth wow. and, and hold it behind her and say, I'm not going to let your, your arms go until you promise not to do this. And, uh, and then she'd say, let go of me, let go of me. And I'd, I'd say, no, I, 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 I'm not going to let you go because you're hurting yourself with this here. This, this is very bad for you, and I, I can't just stand by. Because I care about you, I can't just stand by and let, and let you do this. So if I can physically stop it, I will. I mean, you're not going to do this here. And, uh, and you know, we went through this a lot of times. And uh, so I actually did have someone that uh, was bulimic that I was with. Again, don't try to guess who it is because there's no one anyone here has ever known. But uh, I, I got to see it firsthand. <laughs> did, did you find yourself taking her to, like, cheaper restaurants because in the end it really didn't matter? 
<laughs> you know, I, I, I did. That's a, that's a funny question. I, I, I didn't, but, but I'll tell you what happened is I, I started to get worried every time that I would, uh, that she would eat more than I think she would be, feel comfortable eating calorie wise. So like she'd eat a lot of cake right. or something from dessert. And I think, oh shit, now I got to watch what happens when we get home. And you know, she goes to the bathroom. Like it's tough. Someone says I got to go to the bathroom. I'm going to like kick the door in and make, you know, see the difference between uh, throwing up and, uh, and taking a dump. Like, you know, it, it was hard to, uh, um, so I, I had to be pretty sure that, uh, and in fact, what I, what I said when, when she was having these problems was that, uh, you know, You'd hear it. You start to hear the the sound of of, of the trying to, yeah. So so I told her I, I I I don't want you locking the door of the bathroom when you go in there. So this way, if I hear that, then I can just barge in there and stop it. What happened if it was like a really big like fart though? Like and you bounce, you just come in, you think she's vomiting, but she's really just taking a dump. Yeah, that would that would be an unfortunate moment. Fortunately, <laughs> fortunately she didn't have constipation, so this didn't. Uh, right. Otherwise, if she had constipation too, this would have been a real. Uh, a, a real conflict. It would have been a real listening game for me. You were really just rocking and rolling during the 80s, weren't you, kiddo? That was actually in the 90s. <laughs> the, the 80s uh, a little bit more healthy for me. But. Well, let me ask you on, on a lighter note. Did, did she hopefully cure this? And I, I don't know. I mean, she's still alive today, at least. Uh, but uh, um, what's interesting is I. it's funny because I actually tried to add this girl on Facebook not too long ago. And she added me very briefly and then deleted me. And and so I sent her. She didn't tell me she deleted me. I just found myself deleted. So I sent her a message. Yes. You know, what what did I do wrong? Why did you delete me? And she said that um, uh, her boyfriend was jealous of me being on her page and deleted me. And I said, well, you know, what you should have told her, Jeff. Should have told her she can't have her cake and eat it too. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I'm just saying I, that would have been the perfect response. Jeff should have told her. How did that happen? It was so it was such a good joke. I wanted it told twice. <laughs> that's what that's what happened there. Thomas, did I cross the line there, buddy? No, man, that was great. <laughs> no, look, uh, I I actually uh, the I asked her like, what, what? Why is your boyfriend concerned about me when I haven't seen you in like uh, you know fifteen years, and 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 we don't live anywhere near each other? Like, what is he worried about? But she said oh, he's just very jealous. You know, he he knows we were together for for a while, and you know we we once had a lot of feelings for each other. I'm like, yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, so yeah, I I I got to experience uh, believe me, I, I've got to experience a lot of messed up shit there. Like, uh, I yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, you, I I haven't told a lot of stories here, but I've really experienced. Uh, People with uh, girls with with various issues that were tough, very tough to deal with, and uh, I, I know you have Brandon at times as well. And uh, absolutely, I don't know about you, Thomas, but it, it's tough. You know, you, you get to love someone, and they they have uh, they have some kind of major issues, and and you you know you don't know what to do. You don't want to just walk away from them. And, uh, Thomas, I feel like if you're gonna be on the show, and we've all kind of bonded. Wait, wait, hold on, bad guy, gonna, bad guy, don't just interrupt here. We're we're in the middle of talk. I took call Thomas. This is not bad guy. This is Dialback Steakhouse. I'm looking for Thomas. <laughs> yes, this is Thomas. How can I help you? Yes, Thomas. You just called here about an order? Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking with you guys. What's up, baby? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Thomas, I, I just was going to say, I feel like maybe you should share something about yourself with us. Since we've all kind of dropped from myself, we've, you know, I don't know you that well. I think I've only met you once or twice. Well, Do you, you want, want some, you know, Druff? you want some personal story time? Well, I'm just yeah. saying, if you knew the Druff 
from a year ago to the Druff now talking about holding a girl's head in the bathroom, it would just be, you'd be awestruck. It's like a new Druff. He's opening up more and more. It's it's really amazing. Well, you know, I mean, Be- Beebs doesn't seem to like it. She said, but Druff reminiscing about bad times equals not fun radio. So I, I, I was trying to open up and say and let people yes. hear a, a human story from me that, uh, yeah, that's that's actually about a serious matter and just just a little glimpse into, uh, even though it's from a long time ago, into my personal. Seriously, life. matter you're talking about serious or. Seriously, matter. See, I get that whole thing's gonna confuse me. Yeah, so Beebs just. Uh, I think Beebs wants me to be all fun and games. That's yeah. not how it works. Serious. So business. yeah, Thomas, I, I really would like for you to, you know, share something with us. Like, like about, uh, like about a uh, a girlfriend with serious problems. Well, no, just a deep bonding guy moment, radio show kind of thing. Like, mm-hmm. let me ask. You, I'm just be blunt. On the other show that you did. Well, with the other two hosts, did you guys, like, were you guys buddies and bonding and, you know, have that kind of karma between the three of you? Uh, you know, we had our ups and downs. Okay. Hmm. Well, why don't, uh, I don't know, Jeff, what do you think? What's well, your I, I don't know. This was actually my favorite segment with, uh, with, with Seriously Serious on that other show, uh, with Quad Jacks. <laughs> I think, did, didn't he retire after that? Or did he? I used to do a rapid fire segment on Quad Jacks where the people in the chat people in the chat would just fire off questions and I would answer them as fast as I could. But I uh Thomas, did you retire before the blah 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 incident or was that on your watch? I'm sorry, what? I'm getting were, a lot of were, were you were you actually uh working for Quad Jacks when <laughs> happened? No, 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 no. That was during the World Series coverage this summer. That was after you were long gone. You were on that wasn't on your watch, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I left like in April, I think. You know, you know, seriously, serious is a very good audio guy. I don't think he would have let that happen or this. <laughs> I don't think he would have allowed that either. Absolutely not. Hmm. Well, okay, that's uh, so. so bad guy. What's up, man? Are, you got Republicans there? Is the TVs in the back? I don't know, you guys sound like you're you're all choppy on my phone. Yeah, for I some can't. Reason. Everyone's broken up over here too. Everyone's broken Ruff, up. Oh no, goodness. Druff. I mean, I don't know what the hell. I thought, I thought Sirius, Sirius was rapping for a second there. Well, no, I was I was playing I the uh, the quad jack sound effect. Maybe that's what you were hearing. No, I heard that, but I'm saying it's really cut up, man. Yeah, I don't know. It sounds great to me. It does sound like the quad jack thing. Everybody when everybody talks, I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, it sounds great to me. Why the hell did you break up the Outback segment, man? You guys got too good a heart. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Nothing. I'm echoing everything here. Let me turn off the radio. Hold on. I gotta ask you. I gotta talk to you about something, girl. Yeah. Seriously, talk to you about something. All right, what? All right, listen. There's uh, there's this new shit out, man. It's live blackjack dealing, right? Yeah, it's six decks. I'm believing this thing's a scam. You can count cards. They don't have any clue that you can count cards. No, it's on great sites like Bookmaker and Five Dimes, great mm-hmm. sports book sites. It's live dealing. I'll give you my account. You can take it over for whoa, all whoa, I whoa, give whoa, a whoa, fuck whoa, with whoa. all the yeah, money in it. Yeah, th- yeah, that's what he's gonna do. Yeah, okay, no, no, no. Here, listen. No, my account. No, he can play on it. I, I don't believe that you can. I, I believe it's rigged. Is what I'm telling him. No, I mean, no, but he, that, he, there's girls there dealing right out of the shoe. They shuffle right in front of you. I don't believe it's real, man. Where, where is this based out of what island or country? 
No, it's it's on it's it's on FiveDimes.com, and, and Five Dimes does it the right way. Does it just like it's a casino? Now, there's other live dealing that you could have where they Jew the dealing, and I say Jew. I know you guys are Jewish, but I say that I could say nigger the dealing, whatever. I mean, I'm not trying to be racist, but now I'm racist to everybody. But what I'm saying is, what, what what the hell? who's playing music? The Druff runs the audio. Yeah, no, you were saying, you were saying Jew the dealing. I put on the Jew music. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, I don't you know, know what I'm saying. Here's the question for you. You, you actually bring up a good point I've never heard of this before But if if this is uh, something they really have uh, This is an interesting thing to discuss And that is uh, Unlike, see usually online blackjack In addition to the question of whether it's rigged Which it could be um, There's the other problem is that you can't beat it Even if you count cards Because they shuffle every hand where it in you know shuffling. No, but this is different. This is just like at the casino drop. The girl's in front of you dealing. She cuts the cards, everything in front of you with a. It's it's just like a casino. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I play live blackjack at like Beth Phoenix and stuff, and they they rig the deal. They don't deal the right way. This place deals everything the right way. They they shuffle right in front of you. Everything's right in front of you. So it's it, it's not like a computer. I understand that. This lady, they deal right in front of you. It's all live. It's five dimes dot com. And well, I'm sure there's a, I mean, it's, it's a skin of five dimes, but... Well, so how far yeah, do they, I, here's the big question, hang on. What, how far do they deal before they reshuffle? That's what I'm saying. They cut the cards, like, way before the middle, I believe. When they do, they do it in front of you, but I, I always wondered that. So I got a thing that, that counts blackjack. You can count it, like, it's, it's a little program you can have. You can never get the count in your favor with these motherfuckers. You understand? So it'll be like you counting cards, but I have a thing where when a card oh, comes well, up, I know, that, That's a different story. You know, if, they, if if this is um, well, actually, you know, if you can't get the count in your favor, what that actually means is uh, it's favoring you. So. Um, well, I can't get it to where it says got my bet. That's what I'm saying. If, Ever. If that happens, that means you've gotten all the good cards already. So that's that's uh, that's why it's unlikely they'd rig it that way because that means you've actually had the edge so far. That's what that when, when you up your bet when a lot of small cards have come out and a lot of big cards still have not yet been dealt when there's a lot more big cards left right. in the deck. So that means up till now you've been playing at a disadvantage, but now in the future hands you're going to be an advantage because there's way more big cards left. If it's the reverse where all the big cards have come out first and now the small cards are left, um, that means you shouldn't up your bet because that means you're going to Why don't you attack this? You can bet up to $1,000 a hand, man. Well, they're, they're not... Well, no, let me, let me tell you the problem here. Think if, that if, if they don't... No, I'm, I'm telling you why I can't do it. There's two reasons. First of all, if they, sh- if they cut it too early, if they let's say they have a six-deck shoe, but they only deal out three of the six decks and then reshuffle... That's what they're doing. Then there's no 100% way to beat them. I think that's what they do. Well, you can't beat that. That, that's the first yeah, I, I figured that by now. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not a blackjack connoisseur like you, but I always wondered. I said, "What the fuck are they cutting them so short for, man?" I yeah. mean, like you could tell when they do it in front of you that that's what they're doing. And then the, I mean, the second you, problem, it's not even halfway. The second problem of China Maniac brought up in the chat is that is uh, unlike in uh, Las Vegas or anywhere else where you be counting cards and they can catch you and uh, throw you out. Here they can do worse. Here they can actually take your money. Here they can say. Uh, we feel your No, I give you my account to do it. Well, so they take, take my money. money. It's my money. They'll take I mean, if money. you can't beat it, then I know it's rigged. Um, it, that, hey, listen, the one night I won like $2,200 on here, the other night I lost like 1500 and I wasn't betting more than $25. Well, I, I would Every stop playing fucking card these people got, man. There's many reasons why you should stop playing here. Uh, number one, it's even if it's a completely fair game, uh, it's it's not beatable. It's it's not plus EV you're going to lose in the long run. Number two, they could right. be they could easily be rigging it. You'll never know. 
And um, I think they are. Man, yeah, and so and number three. Uh, well, I swear though, I get my chat band. You can talk to the dealers. I mean, they're pretty ladies and stuff. I call them cunts. I mean, you gotta type it in different. <laughs> I mean, I, I fucking got my chat band at least a thousand. You know, you guys know what I do. Man. Well, you know, he, he, I mean, these fuckers. Well, the other night, man, these know, people, I, every card they needed, drop they got. I mean, I think that Chew maybe spits out bullshit. Like they can program to spit out the card they, they need. Well, of course they can. Is that possible? Well, here, here's here's something else I want to bring up. Have you guys ever seen in the casino those video black? Check machines where like there's like a, a high definition yeah. video yes. of like yes. female dealers. Now, this was almost a good idea, but it has a major flaw, and I want to hear if this tilts you guys too who've seen this. I I sat I sit there watching. I've never played it, but I sit there watching it, and they have like this pretty girl dealing you, and she's like in some kind of. They all look like kind of like Tiffany Michelle. They do kind of have a Tiffany Michelle look, but they're, they're dealing to you, and and the motions are good, and everything looks good until it re- it kind of resets the loop. And it's I knew, totally like I knew you were gonna say that. It's totally not smooth. So she's like sitting here smiling too. at you, and then it looks like she's had a seizure and, and like jumps to the other side of the screen. Yeah, and, they've got that's like that on here too. They've got like twenty no or thirty different uh, pre-recorded videos, and it just cuts to the next one, and her face isn't quite aligned the same way, so it just and, jumps. Yeah, and it jumps like in a really bad and disturbing way, and like I'm thinking. They have these kids on 4chan that make these great gifts that repeat over and over in a very fluid manner, where you can't even tell where the start and end is. Sure. So how, how come? The, how come like 16-year-olds on 4chan can do this well, and these companies that make these professional, expensive blackjack machines just make such a terrible cut? Like, yeah, listen, at least we know 16-year-olds do something rather than make fucking Spartan, whatever it's called, videos, man. <laughs> Thank God, seriously, serious came to our fucking rescue. Well, that I don't know. That, like, that girl sounded like she was... She would have been in the Amish. She would have been part of the Amish community. You know, it sounds like in Pennsylvania they're much more forgiving about these sort of things. I, I think if you make that... Yeah, right. I'm in Pennsylvania, bro. I'm not forgiving about shit. I wanted you to ask her the hard questions. Well, she's 16. What, what do you mean? You, you want to make a 16-year-old cry? No, I don't want you to ask that. You could have made funny guy, what, questions. I what hard questions that. did you want? From the no, nothing, man. I just, I just bust balls on there. I had to play a character on this fucking site. The only funny questions I could ask her would be ones that would make her cry or be offended. No, that, little, that, girl, that little girl, was a, she, she did good. I think she did good. I mean, she, I think her interview was good. She, she handled herself well. Yeah, I, I don't want to... Uh, I don't want to contribute to... to but you're going to go to jail for the black cocks on the site after her parents come on the site and find out where the hell she's fucking posting at, man. You're, we're all going to jail. Well, what did I miss? What are, what are we speaking of? Oh, oh by uh, the way, shout out to Limitless, who's uh, going insane on the message boards. Yeah, Limitless can't... He, he can't access the chat for some reason. and I, I, He's not banned, but he just can't access it. He, he you believe it? You think it's a, like a stigma? I don't. He's been in the he's chat. He's drank some more bats tonight. He, he was in the chat. He was in the chat two weeks bats. ago. Some, somehow he got in, but uh, you know, I'm telling like, you, he's not been. He's such a he's such a calm presence on the radio, though. Jeff, I wish you would have had radio on Tuesday when I lost 1,800 on this motherfucker, and you could have told me it wasn't real because I did win money on here. The one, and you can back bet people and everything, man, on this thing. What does back bet mean? Like you, so that ain't, that's even worse. You, like, say the table's full, you can bet. Like, you can pick a person to bet. So if they double down, then you're doubling down with them. Then I asked the lady. I said, well, "What if I have the lady to double wait, down?" Wait, so wait, so hold on. Say the lady next to you has like an, an eleven. No, this, before, uh, no, before the no, 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 before the hands dealt, you can back bet somebody. Say the table's full, or even if you're playing it, you can back bet anybody you want. Oh, you're just betting on her hand. Yeah, you're just betting on their hand. But the way they play it, you know, so if they double down, they're fucking crazy. They double down on something, so you never know. If uh, 
You never know if they have computer people, on, but you know, Wait, people so that work for them play, in there, too. You have to play it, obviously, the way they do it. So if you, you can put – so someone's betting $5. You can put 100 on their hand, and if right. – they hit and a seven. A hundred bucks bet for me, and if they double down their five dollar bet, I'm bet, you're betting two hundred them. Yeah, so they double down. Like a, they double down like a hard fifteen, they, and you lose. If they decide to hit on like a seventeen because they've been drinking in, in right, North yeah, North then you lose. Wow. Yeah, well, so you gotta good. trust them, man. You gotta trust them. So you're gambling there. Why would you do no, this? I, I, well, so I back betted people before, man. The one guy I back bet, I got a ton because you can play rummy and pairs on there too. Like you can bet rummy and pairs. Yep. That pays nine to one for rummies and eleven to one for. Pe- you guys gotta check it out, man. I mean, yeah. it, 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 I, well, I think it's real. You tell us. Well, you guys are in fucking Vegas. You don't gotta check it out. I mean, but I mean, something different, man. But I mean, it's the most legit thing I've seen. Live, you understand well, what I'm saying? It's, it's an interesting thing to discuss, but uh, you you really should never play any kind of uh, blackjack on. You should never play anything against the house online, because that's a disaster. They could just totally uh, cheat you. Well, I think they have, but you know, I'm still up four hundred bucks on it. I'm right, gonna quit. I wouldn't it. play it again. I know. I know you might anyway. But don't quit it, brother. That's what I'm doing, man. So what's going on? Seriously, you're going to make a song for us tonight or what? I would tonight. tonight. Like how, how rash, fast man. do you think I pump these things out? <laughs> I would Come look, on, bro. Look, you should be motherfucking on a recording contract. L- listen, listen. Uh, I played my songs to, to people that I know that have no clue about poker or anything. And like the DOJ song, man. You, I could put that on karaoke around here and motherfuckers would sing it. I'm not even kidding you, man. People get a kick out of it. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, not lying. This. I'm not blowing the guy. I always fuck with him on the thing. You, he's Weird Al Yankovich times, too, I think, if he had the right people produce Well, them. you know that... Uh, Brandon's girlfriend, Brandon mentioned, liked one of the songs. And my girlfriend, you know, Benjamin's mother, uh, has also enjoyed uh, some of Seriously Serious' songs. And also, she's only, uh, yeah, she only knows some of these stories behind the poker stuff. She only half pays attention to it. But but she enjoyed all these videos. And she, she actually uh, is a musician herself. And uh, so she appreciates hey. even for the music. She said Seriously Serious actually has a lot of talent, she said. He does. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, then, then I'll, this is unusual because I have friends who tell me I I try to show your videos to my friends, but nobody understands them. You should you should make more stuff that's not about poker. No, I say that too about you because I think that you could expand. But no, even the people that I show the videos to that don't know anything about it, they they, they think it's hilarious and a good. I explain it to them afterwards, but I mean it's part of the DOJ, man. I fucking got on my motherfucking iTunes, man. Well, now, I, mean, I see, love that now, show. Hold on, bad guy. And pardon me for shilling here, but uh, if you have it on your iTunes, that means you ripped it off of YouTube. What you should do is uh, be a be a good guy and buy it because you can do that now. Oh. I have a store. Oh, okay. Well, you know I'm a bad guy though. Well, be, be a good guy just for me. What the fuck was that? What party the DOJ on, man? Very odd. That's gotta be dropped. No, I, mine would be more clear. Yeah. 
Huh. It wasn't me, man. You know it wasn't me. I'm a bad guy. I don't know, buddy. You always, you always kind of can't really ever... Are you ever, fucking uh, serious? That was not you're, me. You're quite a bluffer, bad guy. I got, all, all I'm looking on is this fucking five-dime shit, these stupid bitches that I just lost m more money on, 200 bucks before I called you guys. I, uh, bad me, guy. I swear. They're, they're just doing their job, man. Try and be a gentleman next time. <laughs> what, to these stupid bitches? No, I, I, there's guys there too, man. They're fucking. They're fucking. Well, Trump just told me they're robbing me, man. But well, they don't say, they, they, No, I have, wait. I have something to say too. I heard you guys talking before about the like. Would you rob the e-check thing and all that bullshit? Like, would you do that if you like knew it was going to happen? Or uh, you rob these cocksuckers? You, first off, like Jeff just said, anybody offshore gambling, they're they're robbing somebody. They're doing something illegal. So you go at them first. And listen, Yepsite's one of the people that dumped to me. And he got one of my accounts locked. Okay? But okay. Yepside did all the right things in that shit. Oh, Yepside misunderstood genius. No, I'm not saying he's a genius, but he should have did what he did. Why not? But listen, if you got a fucking competent poker place like uh, Sports Interaction who will try to rip you off even if you're not doing something wrong, which happened when me and him did the dump, I was playing at Sports Interaction. And they'll try to rip you off just if you win regular sports bets. Well, let's be a sports interaction. They were, they were in an interesting story. Sports interaction was a sports betting site with really dumb lines where you were, they were actually beatable because right. their lines suck so badly. So as long as you uh, paid attention to the lines everywhere else, you could like know nothing about sports and just. They say, wanted, well, yeah, but after you won so much money, they cut you the right. Fuck so, off. so what the, so what they would do they is they wanted they, squares there. So what they they had an interesting bu business model there. What they would do is anyone who they saw was a sharp sports better, uh, they just once they saw you were beating them, they just cut you off. They paid you, but they cut you off. Yeah, not at first. Not when they had their first poker room. Before that, they before that no, Jeff, I'm serious. They had some problems there in the beginning. Well, I don't know. I, I didn't get paid by them. I, yeah, I, I got, got cut off. Of USA. They Thank cut God. me off pretty they're, fast. They're all Canadians they, up there, man. They cut me off pretty fast, but they did pay me. I'm like, I'm like, uh, you know who I want to harass on another show? I won't do it on this one. We're, we're, we're Mike no, no, um, no I want I, I want to <laughs> harass uh, Bet Cascade because they're still in operation. BetCascade.com, they're a total scam. They ripped everyone off like five years ago. Oh my God! You talking about? I, hey, I got all the information on Cascade. Bet, you talking? You talking about Louie from Bet Cascade? You know Lou? That Lenny. Lenny, I mean Lenny. Yeah, Lenny. Oh, I got all the information. He got. They got me for eleven thousand. Then I I fucking vowed from that day on to fuck up sports books. And charge back and do all the shit I can, but I never do it in my name. My mom's name is banned from every sports book there is. I use a credit card. So the immaculate's much. name is not very immaculate, right? Yeah, now. immaculate man. Like that's even a bad name. But like, so I mean, what the fuck? I mean, like, it's, so my last name's not common no, no, either. We, we got, we, we yeah, got it from Bet Cascade. You know, he's still in business, Gruff, and takes deposits. I swear to God, he's still in business this day. Oh, Bet Cascade. Lenny from Bet Cascade. Oh, man. I know they are. That's why. Oh I, my I got, God! I, you can actually well, he call them. you off too? Oh, they they got me for forty seven hundred dollars. Yeah, I'm fucking believable. Five years ago, yeah. So I, well, I, he's I, still in business, man. I know. I, 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 his, I got his, his buddy Larry. His buddy Larry just opened up a new sports book. Uh, there's two of them. It's uh, globalwagering.ws. They're under the same name. You can look it all up. You can go all the way back, as you know how to do that real good. Better than I do, but they're all linked together. The Bet Cascade family, so it's a fucking. Yeah, I don't joke, want to man. call them. Like, like you know, I know Lenny has actually threatened people in the past who have tried to hassle him about paying. But I, he threatened to blow up my house, dude. I fucking fucking taped it and played it to people. But he, uh, from what I could tell, he's all, he's been all talk. He's made a lot of threats, but never done anything. Yeah. 
He I can't show his face. In, listen, he's in the Philippines right now. He can't show his face in Costa Rica because there was a lot of people that he called off to in Costa Rica that he ripped off also. Yeah, for those of you so in, the, even show for those you in, in the chat or, or in the archives listening who, who wonder what we're talking about, there's a site called Bet Cascade that was very well regarded for a long time. That paid Yeah, quickly. and they made a book at Sportsbook Review. They, they, they paid quickly. They were, uh, they were a good yep. site with a good reputation. And then, uh, then the Net Teller thing happened, where uh, Net Teller got busted, and that was how most of the money got onto Bet Cascade. So Bet Cascade uh, went in the toilet, and so the way they solved the problem was just by taking bets, and anybody who tried to cash out, they just wouldn't pay you. And um, people with big rolls on there got nothing. I know someone who got. Well, you know, you know, Lenny was part of Bet Online or Bet On Sports. Yeah, so, so the owner of, the owner of Bet Cascade was named Lenny, and when he mm. talked to Lenny. Um, he would do anything from lie to you to threaten you if you put on a lot of uh, <laughs> blow up your house. So, yeah, so I, I know someone who got, who got threatened. Besides bad guy here, someone who got threatened by Bet Cascade, uh, by Bet Cascade's Lenny. Uh, when I spoke to him, he didn't threaten me, but I asked him. This is years after it happened too. I said, "Why are you still taking bets on your site?" So he gave me some bullshit excuse about how um, they're just taking bets for a third-party site that's processing it, that it's not really them taking the bets. And I said, well, I don't believe that. So he promised me within 48 hours, he's here, I'll make a commitment to you. How about within 48 hours, I promise that taking bets will be down off my site and we won't be taking bets of any kind anymore. How about if I promise you that? Will that at least make you feel a little bit better for now? And I said, well, if you really do that, uh, it's not going to help me, but at least I'll feel better that other people aren't getting ripped off. He said, okay, you give me 48 hours, you're going to see. I gave him 48 hours, of course, didn't happen. He's still taking bets today. He's still taking bets, and and then he, he, and then when I tried to call him back and call him on it, he just uh, didn't answer my calls. So uh, fucking joker, fuck that motherfucking pipsqueak. He's in fucking Philippines hiding. By the way, if BCR wants to call in, we've never heard from him before. But if he'd like to call in, we'd be thrilled to take his call. BCR's a legend. If we're gonna go longer, I need to go get a snack or a well, Snickers I mean, bar if BCR or something. BCR calls him, we're gonna end this. But uh, hey, hey, Drexel, how's your birthday, man? I had a great time, buddy. I just got back. Uh, Last night from Lake Tahoe, I had a very good birthday. Fucking awesome, brother. Very good I mean birthday. that, man. How old are you, brother? Uh, I'm in uh, my mid-30s, buddy. Mid to late 30s well, I'm now. I'm 30 freaking 6, man. How old are you? Like, you're like uh, I'm, 34? I'm, I'm a, no, I'm actually a year older than you. 37. I just so turned 37. I was born November 22nd, and you're born December what, 6th? Yeah, see, see, the, the, yeah. only, the only young well, one on this uh, call <laughs> here is uh, Seriously Serious, who's just turning 27 soon. Wow. Yeah, seriously, serious, man. You're a young buck, huh, bud? Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm, the I'm, one, I'm, one I'm going to be 41. You're a young so buck. You're like my sister's age. Uh, fucking dress 40. Well, is, your, uh, is your sister seeing anyone? <laughs> huh. no, yeah, she's seeing some fucking retard, actually. I actually have you come over here, man. We'll get rich. So seriously, I have to ask you, buddy. You can sing songs to her, man. I, she likes okay, your okay. rap. Bad guy, bad guy. Hang on a second. Seriously, I have to ask you, buddy. Now, what are your intentions with Druff and I? What do you mean? Just, I mean, are you going to come on once in a while and help with the show, or is this like a one-time gig? What are your intentions? Uh, yeah, sure, I can come on now and then. I'm thinking about doing my own show soon, so I might, uh, I might you know, focus on that. But I uh, mainly came on tonight because I wanted to talk to the Spartan High School style girl. I was uh, pretty excited for that, yeah, and I'm so. sticking around. Yeah, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad so you're going to do you're going to do your show on this radio network, right? Say what? Yeah, yeah. It'll you're going to do your show on this radio network, right? I don't really know so, all the details of that. Todd's uh, helping uh, me out with it, though. 
Yeah. What uh, what kind of show? Like, what what would the show be about? Um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, just stuff I care about, stuff that's interesting to me. Maybe like I'll interview I, right. interview people. I'd really like to get Matt Marifiati on so he can scream at me and tell me what a pussy I am. You know, I, I would like to get him on too, but uh, no, no more attention or time for him. Yeah, I'm not gonna give it. No, I was, I was just gonna say that. Uh, um, yeah, I wanted to get him on at first, but then uh, it. it he just liked to string it along to get attention, but not actually come on. And then, um, and then he had the nerve to accuse me of trying to use him to get publicity. And I finally said, "Fuck him!" And you know, not only didn't I talk to him, I didn't talk about him anymore. You see, I think it would be fun to get people on who feel that I've wronged them, or that are mad that I've made fun of them, and make like a segment called "Face the Music," where they get <laughs> to air their grievances and tell me what a jerk I am, and maybe sometimes bury the hatchet. Well, that would be good, but the, how many of them will come on? Like, I don't see Joe Seabrook. Wait, who have you made fun of? Lots of people. I mean, I've listened to most of your material, but, like, a lot of it's just in jest, but obviously uh, uh, Mer- Matt. Yeah, and Joe um, trying, trying to think. Who else have you directly Joe, Joe made Seabock, fun of? Sure. Uh, yes, okay. Um, and then Howard, Vanessa but he's, Selfs, he's not going right? to come on. How, I don't know. I don't remember Vanessa Self's video. No, no. How, how, Howard Letterer. She, got, she got a mention in Black and Yellow. I actually talked to her on radio yeah. once before. She didn't <laughs> seem to mind. Hmm. Oh, that's right. She didn't get a mention. I, I guess Matt may, might be the only one that's just angry about it. So maybe yeah. That would be a shitty Well, segment. I mean, you, you, did, uh, you did say Vanessa Self's bites it, but she does. I mean, uh, yeah. she, she, she doesn't hide the fact that she's a lesbian. So I, guess I she thought she licks it, it, not bites it. What about that? No? Uh-huh. Blue Father's what, talking about Perlod. What does she? What does she bite? Oh yeah, Perlod. Yeah, yeah, Perlod. Uh, um, she bites carpet. You know, like a carpet muncher okay, is a derogatory term. Okay, same thing. No, there's I'm saying picture, it's not offensive. There's a picture on the video of of somebody biting a carpet. No, I know. I've seen it. You know, I'm just curious. I actually just I wanted to show this to my girlfriend. This was a while ago, and I don't. I remember reading about the the. Uh, What's the right word to say this? The I guess the uh, discussion about who owned videos when when you separated from your last company. I was looking for the Dice Dice Baby, and I could not find it. So I assume is that gone forever? Was that one of the videos that just yeah will, will I never guess, see I, the light of day again? People people keep asking me about that video. Um, that's gone forever. That's okay. that's the one song where I didn't write all the lyrics myself. Marco actually wrote. Uh, about half of that, and I'm I, I gotta be honest, I'm not even all that disappointed because I don't really like that song. I think well, the, yeah, I was... have a question for you about that. I, I saw some of these videos that said director was Marco. How is he a director of like a uh, a YouTube video? Uh, that just means he did the video editing. He okay. sat in front of Premiere for like 20 hours making some of these videos. Yeah, the, the snake in the grass really gets these workhorses to get to do work for him. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's good at that. Yeah. I need to learn this from the snake in the grass, how to get other people to do my work. Hey, I got a, can I ask a question? No. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go. Is it is it respectable? Is it? Uh, I mean, what, no, I, come on, man. Well, is, I, 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 joking, I don't know ahead. what's respectable. I was going to ask him the new Seals with Club song. How long uh-huh. did that take you to make? Well, uh, is that not respectable? I was being serious. I heard it yesterday. Which one? I heard it actually today when I went over there to see if you could download the old radio shows. The new one. I don't know. It's a new one. Uh, on I, made, I, mean, I made one like a week ago. I don't know. It took me... I don't know. Because I don't just sit there and, and, and uh, straight make a song 
and that's all I'm doing. I'm usually juggling it with a bunch of other stuff, but it was about a day. Yeah, I'm saying it was good. I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That's why I asked well, how long it took you to you know, I guess I since, to be quick. I guess since we're moving in this direction, I am just going to throw out the hardball question. I'm sorry if I put you on the spot, but I know this is a question that users are going to want to hear. Um, your association with, you know, or friendship or whatever you want to call it with, uh, you know, a, a certain people that Druff and I are not associated with anymore. Is that uh, comfortable for you? I mean, because I've noticed you've uh, become more acquainted with this community and the communities that, you know, seems to really like you and has accepted you. But just the whole issue of everything that's gone on, you know what I'm referring to, and so does everyone yeah. else. Is it a quandary for you in any way? Does it make you uncomfortable? Is it something that. Uh, no. Okay. No, no, I don't, I don't take sides on this stuff. I know you guys don't like each other, and I'm not picking a side. Well, that's that's. I mean, that we're, well, I guess what I was saying to you, it, it's not going to affect. I mean, it doesn't affect us. You make a you know a song on any other site, you know that I've never cared, and I know Druff hasn't. But I, I guess that's all I'm saying. It's not going to affect any friendships or relationships, business, nothing. Not for me. Like, okay. if, you know, if you guys get mad that I make stuff. For seals with clubs, then I would just say, well, no, I don't care. Why, why are you getting mad at me? On the flip side, if you were to get mad that I was being on this radio show, I'd be like, what? That's screw you then. That's yeah, my no, business. No, my, my attitude mind. about this is I, I, I never like telling people who they can be friends with, who they can work with. Like, I don't feel it's my business. So, you know, unless it's um, at least I don't like telling um, most people this. Like, it's, it's one thing if, if, if my wife, you know, wa- wants to be friends with someone who's my Wait, enemy. Did you get, then did you get married? Problem, but, but. What? No, I was just I'm hypothetical. Oh, hypothetical, hypothetical. wife. Yeah, oh, hypothetical okay. wife. If she she wants to be friends with one of my enemies, then I'd have a problem. But you know, like just just people I know, acquaintances, or even even friends. You know, if it, I don't expect them to like all the same people I like or dislike all the same people I dislike, and uh, I I don't get mad when they associate themselves with people that I don't like. I just it, if it, if Limitless bought a timeshare from MWH in Puerto Vallarta. Would you ban Limitless? No. I, I don't care. Okay. Hold on, though. Maybe uh, Seriously Serious, I don't know what his price is if he does this shit for free, because I think it got to be free if he's doing it for you-know-who. No. Maybe he can no. make a song for Poker Fly Radio, man. We need something well, in the we beginning. Might, we might be having that soon. but I, I mean, th- it's really – I'll just say it's, it's not his business unless he wants to discuss anything. But I'm just saying my guess is he's smart enough now to know that his time – and efforts are probably worth more than free, so I would I have that to is, assume that there's compensation for the amount of work that goes into yeah, what yeah, he's doing. That is, that's true, and that's a great segue for me to go back into shill mode and let you all know that I did uh, relaunch my website just a couple days ago. And on there, I've, I've mentioned, I've announced on there that uh, I do offer my services for a price, and there's different give, options. Give us it. the website, buddy. Let everybody know that might not know. It's uh, seriouslyserious.com. If you don't know how to spell seriously serious, go, no go, watch, go watch Black and Yellow or something. You, you know what I think would be a good <laughs> idea, to, to, a good a good utilization of seriously serious? Uh, not, not for it the, took me a while to catch on how to spell it correctly. I'm not going to lie, but I've mastered it. i got to copy and paste that bitch. Yeah, you, you know what would be a good utilization <laughs> so, of, of his... He said I have to copy and paste it. <laughs> well, would be a good I did that too back in the day, too. That's pretty funny. <laughs> That's pretty funny, man. I can relate. I'm sorry, Jeff. Go well, ahead. It would be a good utilization of his services, not really for the public, but but just for someone individually. If you have a girl you're interested in, and and you've been, you know, you've got not someone you just met yesterday, but someone you've developed like a friendship with that you want to take it to the next level or whatever, and you have a lot of kind of like inside jokes between you two and stuff. If you paid seriously serious to write a song about her, 
with uh, you know, like all these already inside, thought about it. Inside, inside stuff like you know, I, I think a girl would be really impressed, even if she knew you didn't make it, just that you uh, that you just. No, I wanted to, to make a, I wanted to make songs about my ex girlfriends to fuck with them. That 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 could work too. Yes. Either I'll way, either, bucks, either a good song or a bad song. I mean, that's probably worth it. Actually, I got interest recently. I'm gonna get a PFA a, if he does a song on me. I was approached recently from a uh, by a poker fraud alert member to commission a video that would really stir up a lot of drama. And Uh-oh. I would, and I and I'll do it too, and it would probably piss a lot of people off. But um, now I have a question. Just, I have porn tapes of my girlfriends, man. If I offered you five hundred bucks, we don't have, we can't show the porn porn, but I mean, there's parts of the things we can show. And you will rock this. You will rock them to no end, right? I mean, I know you will. I want it. Well, let's get let's get back to what you said before. Uh, and again, I don't want you to break any uh, promises or, or confidentiality. Would it? Uh, just tell me when you say it would affect or upset or in it, it, it just cause any kind of uh, chaos. This video that someone approached you to make does. Either Druff or myself, or you, or Druff or myself, or are we one of the, the two individuals, both or one of us that may be one of those parties. No. Okay. So you're talking just forum members that maybe don't like other forum members, that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But you would still. You're, is this something that uh, I've kind of want? I've been kind of waiting. For a poker fraud alert video for you, I'm not gonna lie, or not even like a poker fraud alert per se, but just all the characters. Well, no, we do have one though. Just there's, from there's, all... a, there's a 408 Mike video. Yeah, but I mean, but everybody, like, you know, you, like there's like a Crow Diddley shout out, like all like the main cast from like, I mean, do you know what I'm saying? Well, no, there there might be something like that sometime soon. That's that's, well, that's what I'd love to see. We might like have that not soon. just like one person. We need that man. Like the a bad guy. Yeah, just something like that. Yeah, but you see, if I did that. Every video I make usually has some sort of humorous angle, so I would have to be making fun of everyone. Yeah, make fun of that. I love to be made fun of. But everybody realizes, at least by now, except for really the the, the weak-minded, that everything you do is, uh, you know, in jest, or at least that's how I see it. Yeah. I, I don't think it's it is. It's in jest and it's gold, man, all at the same time. Everything he does is fucking good. <laughs> I mean, it really I mean, is good. Be, yeah. If you did some kind of song and you used a word like word Druff's Jew Gold or you know, something along those lines, Druff wouldn't be offended. <laughs> no, no, I'd be fine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. So well anyhow, boys, I I I Jesus, you guys have gone a long time. Yeah, we did had you, it just, just kinda of just went a long time this show. What, what time did you start at? Seven uh, it was I, close to seven thirty. We had some fail with a new laptop. I was trying to get it it's actually a new old laptop. So uh, Yeah. So you're like four hours and 20 minutes into this thing. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm three and a half hours and I'm beat. Well, boys, uh, unless uh, there's any closing remarks, I, I think we're done here. Shalom. No, no, Don't give a premature shalom. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you, everybody, for listening to uh, another edition of the Drop and Drexel Show, this time featuring Serious and Serious. And, uh, of course, bad guy always comes on at the end, seemingly. But uh, always, man, I'm always at the end. Next week we will be back on Tuesday, December 18th. Will be our next show, six days from now, and then no show on Christmas. So we will be back on Wednesday on the 26th. Always at 7 p.m. though, at least that's our schedule time. Right? And just for the uh, archives and records, I'm up three Kobe burgers, rough. Oh, jeez, yeah, that's true. I'm gonna. I'm gonna you lost uh, two tonight. Japanese beef burgers. 
I've run so bad this year, and this just, just adds to I get it. like a bite of one of them. No, uh, so, you know, in fact, if you plan on coming out here anytime, and uh, you're, you're out here when we're here, I'm going to copy one of the burgers that Jeff owes me. Nice. Thomas. Copy one, or you get a song, give him two of them. Yes. And seriously, I, I, although I came in late, I, Thomas, I did enjoy it very much. And I think I can speak for Jeff as well, having you on the show. And thank you for coming on. Thanks, man. I'll speak, speak for the fan. Thomas yeah. is a cool cat, man. This guy's a good guy, man. You can just tell. He's a good person, yeah, man. Good. Glad so, to have you on the show. Hopefully he's a staple on this radio station, man. Yeah, yeah thank you, yeah. Thomas, for coming on here. And uh, you're welcome to come back anytime. Just let me know when you, you know, like to come on. And if you do want to come on again, and we'll have you. It doesn't have to be any commitment commitment or anything just uh feel like coming let me know and uh we'll have you as the third host unless we pick up another third host but yeah, for a while anyway uh thank you everybody for listening i, I am gonna have to be- pick up a third host you could have come on as a fourth kind of guest special something well that bad guy would be like the fifth we're gonna have too many hosts and so- <laughs> that guy just wants the show to end he just wants to get out of here no, but, I uh, don't, man. What the fuck? Bad guy, you're gonna wish the show's gonna end in uh, about 15 seconds. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Yeah, you got anyone to say it. That's what we say. We don't say okay, Here it comes. Here it comes. A special, One, special two, Hanukkah version. Shalom. Shalom, motherfucker. Shalom.